Hey everybody, I don't really have much to say this time for the intro, I just wanted to uh, inform you that the episode starts like mid-sentence, and it's because we don't really treat this like a podcast, we kind of treat it more like a FaceTime call, and then I just click record whenever I get the opportunity to click record when I set everything up, and sometimes I set things up a little late, so it starts in the mid-sentence, and it starts after I asked Manny what shows he had watched. You'd be able to get that with context clues, but I just, I don't know, I wanted to put it in the intro because made it uh, seem a little bit more natural. Don't want the fucking thing to start mid-sentence like Sopranos ended mid-sentence. It was just, it would just be really weird. Um, Yeah, so there's that. And then uh, if you don't want to get spoiled on things, check the timestamps in the description to see what gets spoiled and so you can avoid it. And next episode, we're going to be watching Michiko and Hachin and Vivi Fluorite Eyes song. Those are going to be the two big things I think we're going to talk about. But besides that, uh, yeah. That's that's really it. Um, I hope you enjoy the FaceTime four-hour call. <laughs> All right, thanks for watching. Have fun. Peace, stars. Yeah. Mononoke. Okay. And the Ayakashi uh, horror classics. You watched the whole thing? No. Okay. Okay. But you watched, watched the last. The, Good. The message part. Nice. Nice. Okay. Um. I watched a lot, Manny. I watched so much. Um, I don't even know where to fucking start. I watched... Um, do you want me to start? Do you want to start? Because I got things that you didn't watch. Yeah, say everything you watched. Okay. I watched an anime movie called Josie, the Tiger and the Fish. I watched um, Beastar Season 2. I watched... The net, the new Netflix anime movie that came out, Words Bubble Up Like Soda Pop. That's what it was called. I watched the Made in Abyss movies, all three of them. So I, two of them were recap movies of season one, and then the third one was like the next arc, and I watched that. Then I watched the movie. Yeah. It was like an hour and forty. It was like a full length movie. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Uh, so, Josie the Tiger and the Fish, B-Star Season 2, uh, what was, Words Bubble Up Like Soda Pop, Made in Abyss, Miss Kobayashi's Dragon Maid, I rewatched Season 1 and I caught up to Season 2, um, and then, uh, Mononoke, the Ayakashi Samurai Horror Tales, those three episodes and just like the series in general and and then after mononoke hold on i have to have to look it up give me a second i have to look at my list uh i was not prepared oh and then after mononoke after mononoke right so so josie the tiger and the fish Words bubble up like soda pop. Beastar season two. Made in Abyss movies. Miss Kobayashi's Dragon Maid. Mononoke. Doro Hidoro. I, I started Vivi. I started okay. Baki. And I started Shirobako. Th- these are those last three were just things I watched like the first two episodes of. Um, how, how, how many episodes did you get into Vivi? I got two episodes into Vivi. Okay, I got into seven. So I'm almost done with Vivi. Okay, good. Do you want to 
just talk about that one. We can talk about the stuff talk that. About, let's talk about Vivi first and Baki. Okay. Okay. I only watched one episode of Baki. I only watched one okay. episode. And okay, I watched two episodes of Vivi. Um, okay. I. You talk about Vivi because you've seen you've seen more. You talk about it. Um, Vivi, I went into it with kind of above, slightly above average expectations. Yeah. Because I've seen the ratings, I see, uh, heard things. And for me, seven episodes in, it's kind of lived up to slightly above expectations. Okay. Okay. Um. Like, uh, season seven, like, how's uh, season seven? Episode seven, like, this is, like, a major, major, something happens. And, like, I, I completely don't know where the show's going now. Mm-hmm. Well, I do, but things just, it kind of switched up a little. Gotcha. So, I'm interested to see where it goes. Um, it, honestly, like, compared to the last, compared to the last shows I watched, Mononoke is the best show I've watched out of the four I named. Yeah. Maybe would be the second best. Okay. So, Interesting. I'm not even done with it yet. So. And I, I love Vivi. She's fucking. Okay. Bet. Bet. Um, I watched. I only watched the first two episodes, and I'm glad you're enjoying it. Um, I immediately was just like, I don't want to watch this. And I I watched two episodes, and I said like, I'm not gonna watch this. And Manny will watch it, and then Manny will tell me about it. So yeah. that is. That is my story with that. And I I'm not really into it because it's it's like a story about like robots finding their humanity and it's not as there are a lot of other stories about robots finding their humanity and there are a lot of other stories that do it better than what this show is doing and I'm just watching this show and I'm just asking so many questions and I'm just like like there are a lot of things that aren't like as well explained as other universes like do it like it's not as well explained as like Blade Runner or Ghost in the Shell and it's a very basic concept that doesn't really make a lot of sense when you really think about it like how I don't know if a robot's like singular job is to do one thing how do they how are they capable of like feelings how are they conscious like how is that even is being conscious like a thing that all robots need if they all have like one thing that they do why don't you just design the robot to do that one thing you know like i don't know um and i don't really like the bear i thought the bear was like annoying as fuck um vivi is one of those characters that doesn't really her her thing is like she wants to be human and i just don't fuck with that because it's like blade runner but it's like not as good as blade runner and i just like i've seen that so many times um and yeah just it did not interest me too much and it was like a time travel story too and that's that's also something that kind of lost me where it was like i don't know like the dude comes from the future but there's no like explanation it's like one of those things where it's like we just want to have this premise but we're not going to explain it we're not going to explain how he comes from the future we're not going to explain how that works because we just want it to be like cool and then she like does things in her time to like change the future and he can sense the future that she changes even though he's already in the past how does that work i don't know, <laughs> I don't know. but i just think i see you mean at the same time some things like like you're saying some things aren't explained yeah 
I mean, at the same time, the medicine seller, he wasn't explained at all. And that, that doesn't matter. That doesn't matter it for that show. It made a little more interesting. It did. That, we'll, we'll see. Oh, an explanation might come. We'll see. Well, I was just getting an impression, like, from the first two episodes, I really understood, like, this show is not going to, like... This isn't one of those things where if I watch more, it's going to get better. Like, I could tell, like, from what I saw, it's like, this is what it is. And I was like, all right, I'm not even really, like, vibing with this. There's, like, no characters that I like. I'm not really into the premise. So, I know it's, like, a really boring answer. I know it's not even, like, a good explanation either, but that's all I got. I'm sorry, man. <laughs> I'm sorry. You don't I, gotta I, say sorry. I'm going to finish it. I'm glad I tried it, though. I'm glad I checked it out because it is something that a lot of people are talking about. And the fact that it's not based on anything else is immediately enticing to me. The fact that it's like not based on another anime. Um, and I like that. But I'm not going to watch it. And that's why I watched Vivi and Dor That's why I watched Doro Hidoro. Because I was like, alright, I got time. I'll watch the first couple episodes so I can get a head start for the next time we talk. And then I just finished it. So I finished Doro Hidoro. And... Um, I dropped Vivi. And I made a my anime list. I made a my anime list. Like and that's that's probably the biggest thing that I have to talk about. And I like put down every show that I saw. So I have like a list per se. I didn't rank everything, but I like everything's like in a database. And I'll I'll send it to you um when I can. But yeah. Uh I didn't I, I didn't even take notes on Vivi, so like I barely remember it. But yeah. That's all I really got to say about that. So you can spoil the shit out of it if you want. Because I'm not going to watch it. I'll talk about it more when I finish it. Okay. Okay. Gotcha. I'm all assuming right. you like Baki. Um, I like... I do like Baki. I did like the first episode. I don't think... I, I When I watch the show, I get the impression like... The manga is gonna. The manga would be so much better if I read the manga, and it makes me sad. It makes me sad to feel that way, because <laughs> I want to like the anime and I want to watch the anime. Because a fourth season got announced. That's the only reason why I started watching Baki. Because a fourth season got announced, <laughs> and the fourth season looks OD, and I really want to watch it. <laughs> Manny, why are you? Why are you doing that to me, Manny? Why? Why? <laughs> I love it. it bro I fucking love it everything that I bro. went into it with I really like super eye patch wolf really put into perspective what he likes about it and when I saw what he said and I go into it with like that perspective it makes me appreciate the show he was basically saying that it's just like this really grounded show about a guy made by somebody who really is passionate about like martial arts and like fighting and all that stuff and getting super buff and strong. It feels like it was made by like Mike Tyson. It's like if Mike Tyson made an anime and he's like, I want to be buff and strong, so I'm going to make a series about a bunch of buff and strong people fighting each other. The first episode is goofy as fuck. Manny, I'm what are you doing? What are you doing? I'm, I'm explaining it well. <laughs> I, I, um... I'm just, I'm just, like, getting PTSD from watching this fucking show. I don't think I would enjoy watching the show. Like, when they fight, I can tell that, like, if I were to read it in manga form, I would enjoy it more. There's, like, when they punch someone, it just, like, lacks impact sometimes. Sometimes, like, there are moments in the show that, like, just take too long. Like, they don't... They're not executed as, like, well. Um, 
and it sucks, bro, because the animation isn't bad. The art style is like accurate to how the manga looks, and like the soundtrack is really good. But like, I just I don't think I can watch the anime. I think I'm gonna have to read the manga, and I will read the manga because like it looks it looks really cool. And I love the first episode. I love the premise of just like five people at the same time being like, I want to be fucking strong. I like that. I like I like grounded cheesy over the top shit i like when stuff is like rooted in a sense of reality so you as a viewer are like oh fuck these niggas are strong you know they don't have pow super powers necessarily but they have <laughs> they don't manny it's all it's all like at least in the realm of the show like Rooted those, are, some, those, are those are superpowers. Uh, no, but they're like... The fact that Batman would get fucked up by a casual character in that show tells me it's, it's superpowers. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's fair, that's fair. But it's under the guise of like, yo, they just worked and they just built up. They can't shoot lasers out of their arm or anything. They can fucking... Oh, okay, but uh, there is some shit in the later season. <laughs> okay. Oh, I... I uh, I'm not gonna watch it anymore. I think I'm just gonna read it though. So you know, it's funny because I seen someone say that the manga has better animation than the f <laughs> than the show. Than the show, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I know, the, I know, the animation gets worse. I feel like uh, this show about MMA, which is really no MMA, is just fucking boxing. Mm -hmm. It's fighting. So it's fighting. Period. MMA. The fight scenes are so lackluster. Mm-hmm. I was expecting some crazy shit. Not like Dragon Ball Z, like... Yeah. But some actually like choreo... You know what I'm talking about, choreo. You didn't feel like there was choreography? You didn't feel like... No! No! <laughs> no okay. Interesting. It was fucking ridiculous, dude. It, it was like... Oh, I just hit you with my fucking right hook. And I okay. guess for them... Someone would get punched, and they'd be like... Oh. And it's like, come on, bro. I hate that shit. Dude. Okay. I mean, the manga. I think. I think narratively, everything. I'm gonna watch season four. Okay. The jokes. Yeah. It looks. It looks goofy. It looks goofy as fuck. You should see the opening on YouTube. <laughs> it's. It's funny. The new characters. It said. It said fall. It said sometime in the fall. Um, so soon. Well, it might be fall for Japan, but like for us, it might be later. So actually, maybe not soon. But yeah, it's gonna be on Netflix. Baki Hanma. Yeah, this nigga ain't never gonna beat his dad. We'll see. We'll see. But yeah, I watched the first episode of Baki. That that's really nothing though. Um, let me talk about let me talk about all the shit that I watched that you did not watch. Let me get that out of the way first. Um, so I watched Josie the Tiger and the Fish. I don't think I told you about that. That was a movie that came out in theaters that I saw with Lewis. And it's kind of like a silent voice, basically. It's about a dude that befriends, like, a disabled girl, and then he starts to like her. This one's in a wheelchair, and, um, that's basically the plot of the movie. It's not nearly as good as a silent voice, though. Um, it's much more cliche. The girl that he's interested in is really tiny, so, like, like... 
they don't tell you how old she is for like half the movie and everyone in the theater is just kind of like what what's going on here whenever they get like remotely intimate and then she's like oh i'm 24 and everyone's like oh okay <laughs> so um but it was overall the movie was like kind of average the animation wasn't like anything special um like i don't know the conflicts were like stupid and dumb uh, there's a lot of just like the characters like you know in a relationship movie when the characters like stop liking each other Because someone doesn't hear like something the other person says or they think they don't like them anymore when they do like them Or just just some stupid misinterpretation shit That happened in this movie and it's really annoying and it's like it goes on for a really long time and um, I just don't like it. It's a silent voice, but just like worse. So I Don't know if I had to say one funny thing about the movie though there's a scene where there's like a grandma character and the grandma character dies. But the way they reveal she dies is they play like the Japanese like funeral music and they go, <laughs> like, you know what I mean? And Lewis and like other people in the theater were like ironically like, yo, this shit bumps. Like, oh shit, yeah. And then they show the picture of her grave, like the picture that they put next to the grave of like Japanese people. And everyone's like bumping the song and was like, oh shit, she died. Oh fuck. So everyone in the theater like simultaneously, like, oh, after they were just like bumping the song. And it was very funny. That was the one good part. Everything else though was bad. The side characters were bad. The main girl was bad. I give it a 4 out of 10. It's not the worst thing I've ever seen. But if you want to watch a movie about a guy that fucks a disabled girl, just watch Silent Voice. Uh, I think I'll pass. <laughs> yeah, you should pass. I got... 4 out of 10. I got anime to watch. If I'm watching a, a film, it's going to be a Jinro. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of good ones. Wicked City, Jinro. You got you got good ones that you gotta watch, Manny. I think I wanna, I wanna watch like what's the thing's called paprika or something like that. Oh, I, I love paprika. Inception is based on paprika. It's really good. Yeah, probably. But I still gotta watch shit. So there was that one. There was Josie the Tiger and the Fish. Then did you do you know about the words bubble up like soda pop? Like do you know what I'm talking about when I say that? I don't know. Let me let me see if I can show you. It's, um, I'm going to send it to you on my anime list. This was well, on Netflix. I found it already. Yeah, that one, that one is also not very good. That shit pissed me off. I fucking did not like that one That's at all. That's 100% on Rotten Tomatoes. Fucking no. Uh, fuck no. <laughs> <laughs> That's wrong. That's bad. Uh, that movie was annoying as fuck, Manny. It's another relationship movie. It has a very nice art style. It has a soundtrack by the guy that did Ping Pong. Like, the same guy. And I was like, oh, okay, like, that was dope. Um, you know, and it has, like, a nice premise because these two people are socially awkward and one of them wears a mask because she's, like, self-conscious about her buck teeth. Another one wears headphones <laughs> because, like, noise cancelling headphones because he wants to, like, push out the world. Um... And they both start to like each other and they both start to befriend each other despite their anxieties. So it's like kind of cute at first. Um, but then they go on this like like quest to find this record for this grandpa character. And it's like the grandpa character, like a record, like, you know, that you play on like a turntable. And they like are just looking for and that's just like the plot of the movie. 
It's just them looking for this fucking record. And I'm like, what the fuck? Like, what is happening? Like, I don't want to watch this. What's going on? And then, long story short, <laughs> spoiler alert, Manny. The dumb fucking female character breaks the fucking record like a fucking idiot. Like, they finally find it after all this time, after the whole fucking movie, the whole second act. They finally find it, and they're about to play it on the turntable. And, like, there's a bunch of other characters. There's a bunch of side characters. So, like, everybody in the room is, like, there. It's like, all right, this is what we've been building up to. Let's go. And she takes it out of the record, and she just starts, like, running around and, like, playing with it. And I'm like, what are you doing? What are you doing, bro? Oh, my God. And the... And the film is playing this off like, like, oh, it's cute that she's doing this. And I'm like, no, 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 this is not fucking cute. You're going to break it. You're going to break it. And guess what, Manny? She fucking breaks it because like, she's a fucking idiot. And and the movie does not acknowledge how stupid she is. The movie just c keeps going on like, uh-oh, she made a baddie. It's not her fault. Fuck that bitch. Fuck that movie. Three out of ten. Wasted my goddamn time. Oh. <sighs> I could go further into it, but once again, I don't think I took notes. Let me see. I'm sorry. It's been a long time since I watched a lot of these, so you're going to get, like, very, very bare-bones uh, reviews. Um, <laughs> so that, that one was worse than the... Yes, the that one, one. That that one was worse than the disabled one. The disabled one was, like, just cliche and boring. This one was, like, fucking stupid. The, the disabled one... If you force, if you tied me down to a chair and told me to watch that again, I'd be able to watch it again. It was like I derived some value. I gave that a four. A four is not that bad, but mm -hmm. the the one that I just watched that's like a three. I give that one like a three. Um. So okay. that's that, and then um, what should we call it? Uh, so I just talked about two of my things. So am I on to shows now? Let me see. Let me see. Let me see. Let me see. I want to talk about like Made in Abyss and like all that other stuff last. Okay, let me talk about Miss Kobayashi's Dragon Maid because that's like one that you haven't seen. Um, and then we can talk about all the other stuff. So I love Miss. I already watched season one and I loved season one a lot. I fucking love Miss Kobayashi's Dragon Maid season one and I rewatched it and. The show is like even better than I remember. It's it's one of those comedy anime that I find genuinely fucking funny. And it's like basic premise. It's like a dragon turns into a maid for this like random girl that just like lives in Japan. And it's very cutesy. And it's like that's kind of the entire show. It's very kawaii. But it's it's like creative funny. A lot of anime that have like premises like that just kind of repeat the same joke and it's like the same gimmick. Like, I think you said it before with, like, relationship anime, where it's just, like, the same thing, and they don't do anything else. This is not that. It's very creative, and it's, like, very... The jokes are, like, very well done and very well executed, and they're, like, different and varied, despite them being in this, like, very, like, pinpoint genre of, like, a joke, where it's, like, oh, it's cutesy shit. There, are, there is fan service, too, but the fan service is always as a source of comedy it's never like high school dxd where it's like it's trying to you know get your nut off it's like just it's always to be fucking funny and i can't really give any examples but it's consistently hilarious so it's like there's a side of it that's just like really funny where you get genuine laughs and then there's another side of it where it's like really heartfelt and really um like emotionally driven um there's no like serious arcs where like people are mad at each other or there's like conflicts but it's just like 
these characters really like each other and you really like that all these characters like each other and they're all like dragons too so they're not like part of this world and they all operate like differently so like seeing them get accustomed to like the human lifestyle is really fun um and and yeah let me i'm gonna look at my notes but it's really it's a really good show that i really like a lot and i i'm enjoying it it's probably my favorite show of this season um and that's bolstered by the fact that like when it started it was the anniversary of the kyoto animation like arson thing do you know about that uh run that by me again Kyoto Animation, like the studio that makes Miss Kobayashi's Dragon Maid and like Violet Evergarden and like A Silent yeah, Voice, yeah, yeah. like someone set fire to their studio and like yeah, okay, yeah, okay, yeah, 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 and like a that. bunch of people died. But like it for Miss Miss Kobayashi's Dragon Maid, I believe it's not the first thing, but it's like the first. I think it's the first like show that's coming out since then, and it's like really cool because like one of the guys who like died in the fire like his name like pops up in the opening like at the at the end of the opening is like series directed by da 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 dude so it's like oh That's this cool. this series was already like very emotional and like heartfelt and it's like bolstered by the fact that it's like the people that like kind of passed away and like are gone it's mm -hmm. almost like honoring them and it's like very nice and it's very sweet um That's cool. yeah I, I don't really know what else to say it's the voice acting is very good the editing is very good it, the animation is genuinely good. It's a very well-executed comedy anime. I don't see a lot of those. I don't like a lot of those. And I just like this one a lot. And I know it's probably not something that you'd like be interested in, but I would highly recommend giving it a try. It's something I like. I would give it a 6 out of 10. I know that sounds low, but a 6 is good on my scale. Like, it's really good to me. Objectively, it, objectively it's a 6, but like I still like it a lot. So that's that. Um that's my score for Miss Kobayashi's Dragon Maid. Mm. Season two is done or is it still happening? No, it's still going. It's still going. Okay. Yeah. New episodes every Wednesday. You told me to catch up. I was like, should I rewatch season one? You were like, rewatch season one. I was like, okay. I so I, did I, I tell you I didn't no, I, I told you told me like I was like, should I just start with season two and like or should I wait till it's finished? You told me um, to like watch it weekly. That's what you told me. I was like, should I wait till it's finished or should I watch it weekly? And you're like, uh -huh. nah, bro, watch it weekly. And I'm like, okay. So I watched the whole thing and I'm caught up now. And that's like my favorite show of this season. And that got me back on my anime ground. I was like, yes, this is it. I'm back in my game. Um, yeah, I'll send you my notes on that one. Uh, like through through iMessage or whatever. Share note. Mm. How do you how do you share a note, Manny? How do how do you share a note like you you share? An, oh, here we go. Oh, yeah. Like on the notes app. Yeah, I think I did. I think I know how to do it. There we go. What were you sharing your notes on the show? Mhm. Mm yeah. So that's what I got with Miss Kobayashi's Dragon Maid, and then the rest, Made in Abyss. Stars, uh, Mononoke, and Doro Hidoro. So we can talk, talk about. Go, go talk, talk spoiler free about uh, Doro Doro. Okay. This is the one that I'm the freshest on because I just finished this one. Um, Doro Hidoro. So 
have you like seen anything on it? Like, do you know anything about it? Like what the plot is and stuff? Not at all. If I had to give like my basic impressions of the show, I really, really, I said this before Manny and I'll say it again. The visual aesthetic of a show means so much to me. If your show looks good and it like has a distinct art style and like it has like a very unique design and just like it has like its own personality, I will fuck with your show heavy on that no matter what issues it has. Doro Hidoro has a lot of like issues. It has like a lot of writing issues that I'm not a fan of. Um, the animation is not perfect. It's like 3D animated and constantly as I'm watching the show, I'm like, this doesn't look bad, but if it was like good 2D animation, it would be like so fucking godlike. And it just, it chooses not to be. It chooses to be 3D. And it's not the worst thing in the world. There are worse 3D shows. But it's like, fuck, man. This could be amazing if it like didn't look like this. Despite all of its issues, I love its art style. I love the way the world looks. And I love the character design. In this universe, like, if I had to describe Doro Hidoro, Doro, it's dirty. Everyone is like fucking grungy as fuck. Everyone's wearing like ghetto ass clothes or like just some like just like some fucking dirty ass shit and it's consistent like with everybody no matter what their personality no matter who they are and it's just so cool and there are some characters like one dude that like wears a suit but he wears like fucking sneakers that are like all like fucking banged up and it's just really cool um i like the concept like with the powers and stuff um and the reason why like the show is like so dirty is because there's like this one civilization where these people have superpowers and they're like sorcerers and they go to this other area that called the hole where people don't have powers and they fucking just test out their magic on them and that's and the hole like the place where most of the show takes place that's like the dirty area that you see in like the trailers and like in the promotional images and stuff and it's just really nice because like despite how dirty and like like grungy the show is the characters are very like sweet and it is a very like heartfelt show so that juxtaposed with like the fucking gross like dirty toilet like setting of the series i fucking vibe with that a lot i really vibe with that the characters are sweet and 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 wholesome even the bad guy bro like the bad guy in this show i don't even know if i can call him a bad guy like he's just he's likable as hell not likable and like yo i fuck with this bad guy because he's doing bad things likable in the sense of like yo he's just a fun character he's just like fun i don't love this series and i won't go into it like objectively i don't think it's like the perfect thing animation is a problem writing is an issue but i love these characters and i love its art style and if they make a second season i will watch it my rating is a five out of ten but a five is not bad on my skill. Remember, you know, a five is like mid, like it's mediocre, but I do still like it. And I will watch a second season if it comes out. Um, yeah, I enjoyed it. And if you watch it, I would love to go further into it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I'm probably... Um... If you change your mind, though, it's whatever. I only watched I'm it because probably... you said you were going to watch it, but um, we can watch something else. Yeah, I'm probably gonna probably gonna watch it. Okay. Um. Yeah, I'm probably gonna watch it. I'm probably gonna watch it after Michiko and Hachin. Oh, you're gonna watch but Michiko I'm, and Hachin? All right, I gotta watch Michiko and Hachin. Vivian, I'm gonna watch that because I three episodes in, I'm loving that shit. Fuck. Okay. Well, I gotta watch it now. Woo! I'm so excited to rewatch Michiko and Hachin. Oh my god. 
I remember that series so fondly. Yeah. That's going to be dope. That's going to be dope. All right. So that's Dory Doro. Now let's talk about the main course, Manny. Let's talk about the good shit. What do you want to start with? Made in Abyss, Beastars, I think, or Mononoke? I think, we should, I think we should talk about Mononoke last. Okay. Let's talk about Mononoke last. What do you... you want? Let's talk about Made in Abyss first, because I have a lot to say about Beastars. I got the least to say about Made in Abyss. You, you take the helm on this one. Made in Abyss. Made in um, Abyss. Do you I like, like it? Art, I like the art style. Mm-hmm. It reminds me. It feels like I'm watching Cartoon Network. Yes, yes. I, I like that. I like that. That's exactly um, what I was gonna say. I wrote that in my notes. I literally wrote that in my notes. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's the overall tone of the show feels like Cartoon Network. Um, right. like like the plot and everything. Yeah, Keep yeah. Um, the fucking. Oh, what else did I say? This this is something. Sometimes I say. Maybe I'll remember later, but the the setting the setting is Yeah. It, it it's beautiful. They, it like, is when beautiful. they show like like panned out shots of the the city and the just the cave. Yes. Like, I say like sick. Yeah. Um, you just see the fucking manga panels, bro. It's like, oh my god. It's a great it like you said it last time. It's a very good concept for a show. Yeah. Um they're making a Made in Abyss live action. That's how good of a concept it is. They, if they make a live action, that means Hollywood wants it. And they're like, damn, these Japanese niggas know what they're doing. Yeah, let me just leech off them real quick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, but um, so it looks, it looks cool. Mm-hmm. The cave is cool. The cave is cool. The, the show, the show, I can... From the first couple episodes, I can tell I can tell that the show is quality. Yeah, and I can tell they 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 care. They take their time with the show, mm-hmm. and like the cave is the cave is so interesting. <laughs> yeah, because once they start talking about curses and shit, and like you see like the the outcomes of the curses, it's like yeah. damn. Yeah, like you're like you're just thinking like what are these what are these people like what are these characters getting into you know Yeah, I know. And then I you know. find out. The main character that she she was dead at birth, she yeah. died and she got brought back. And it's like it's a very enticing it's premise because like, the yeah. stakes are high, but there's also it's not just like a basic like I'm a random guy and I'm going down. I am a unique person and I have unique abilities that are going to change like my story compared to everyone else's story. But it's not going to de-escalate the stakes of this like journey. In general mm. like when she goes down you know she still gets fucked up like everybody else and that that's what when it first came out that's why everyone like fell in love with it at least from my perspective people were like yo it's like a cartoon network show but it's dark as fuck bro the bitch is bleeding yeah. out her eyes and i was like yeah yeah, that, yeah. That, i was gonna i was gonna mention that scene um that scene was crazy i'm like yep. yeah i was going I know. crazy <laughs> really <laughs> I was going crazy. Like, I was like, damn. I was like, is this the last episode? Yeah. <laughs> you thought she was going to die? Dude, I-, I thought I was on episode 12 already. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's good. It was, it was crazy. And then, like, she was like, you're going to have to break my arm. And he's like, grab the rock. Yeah. I was yeah. screaming. I was like, damn. 
the that, the voice acting crazy. was very good. Very, it's it's a very well executed show. It's got a it's got a very good soundtrack. Well it's got a very good animation. The setups. This is a this is an example of a show, at least for this first season, that is very well written. It 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 establishes like these mysteries, and it gives you enough information to entice you and make you go like, "Ooh, where is this gonna go?" And then yeah. it brings you scenarios that 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 only work because of the given information that they give to you. So when the dude like launches up and he like goes on that hill, you're like, "Oh fuck, bro, what'd you do?" You just like. You're not supposed to ascend. You just went like mad far, super fast. Bitch is gonna die, <laughs> and it's like, oh my god, um, yeah. And it's it's just great. And and there's like new things that they introduce too. Like so, you don't know everything from the beginning. Like when you see the the what's her what's her face? I don't remember her name. The the bunny girl. When you see her, like they don't tell you about that in the beginning. So there's yeah, still a whole new, whole new yeah. Thing. There's still more to explore in this world. The Cartoon Network comparison is very good because what makes this show so good is not that it's dark. It's that it's dark juxtaposed to its very lighthearted nature. When the show is not, when characters aren't like fucking bleeding out of their eyes and like you know half fucking it's naked. Like Trigun. Huh? Like Trigun? Like, kind of like Trigun. Yeah. It's like. He's lighthearted, but it gets uh, deep sometimes. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and it and it maintains that. Like mm -hmm. I can say in like the next movie, and like you know, just just in general, the show is still very much like it still manages to stay lighthearted despite all the fucked up stuff that you see and all the messed up shit. You know, like Watch Mojo YouTube videos were like top ten saddest character deaths. This this was in that, and this is why I watched the this is why I watched the show because I watched. Like a YouTube video on like the the MIDI death, and I'm like, oh my god, that sounds crazy. I gotta watch that mm -hmm. show. Um, what do you think about that? Her death, uh, yeah. You're talking about the girl that got fucking blasted by fucking <laughs> robot guy, right? What? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I did. Yeah, that was really sad. It was sad. Yeah. It's a very sad show. Yeah, it was sad, and I like how adding the bunny girl, she was great. Adding her, and like when they added her, they showed like the villain. Mm -hmm. It was super interesting, and plus how they explained the curse is like, yo, you can if you go down, you're good, but if you come back up, that's yes, yeah, yeah. the curse. I like mm -hmm. I like how that I like how that how it's like that you know mm -hmm. I like how it's like that's how it's set up. It's yes. interesting. Like, it it leads to like interesting. She was concept. explaining it like yeah, that blanket. She was like, yeah, mm -hmm. you can go under if you break through. Yeah, fuck. Yeah, and that's yeah. why like they sent her, her and her her friend down. Right. Came back up. Yeah, I guess and they did. Like, okay, I guess they didn't explain that before. I got that wrong because the recap movies left a lot of stuff out. So I like was filling yeah. in some gaps. But you're right. They explained that afterwards. That concept is good because it forces the characters to like go down and not go back. You know, mm -hmm. so they can't do that. And it's, ugh, yeah, it's honestly like, I want to say it's on the same level as like Promised Neverland, where it has like really good setups in terms of its writing. It's on the same level where they set uh -huh. things up and they establish like these concepts, but they don't tell you everything. And they, they lead you to be in like intrigued as to where it's going to go. And I, I believe that this show is going to go somewhere. Some anime are a fluke where they have like a premise and then they don't go anywhere like fulfilling and then it's like mm -hmm. bad in the end. I don't think this is going to be one of those. I don't think this is going to be one of those anime. 
don't think so. I don't think so. Because uh, there's so many questions, like how his mom, his mom knew the white-haired kid at the, the school. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, they was together. So the white-haired kid, he's like, he's like your, he's like above average when it comes to the. Yeah. What are they called? The cave hunters. Or yeah. The, the cave. cave. Yeah, cave dwellers or some shit. I don't yeah, know. yeah. So that that was cool. You know, his his her mom. You know. Yeah. Everything about her is the villain. The villain, um, bro. The neck. The, the movie. The it, like. Yeah. The concept and everything is is awesome, and the movie is like the arc with the bad guy. It's like the full arc with him. It's the and, whole thing. It's the whole thing. And it's good. It's really good. It gets like, I don't say this as like a negative thing, but it gets like very like shonen-y. Like there's like a battle. Like there's like a fucking like anime battle. And I'm like, oh fuck. But it's like, it's not like forced. It's like within the logic of like the universe. And like they use the abyss to like their advantages and stuff like in the fight. It's really fucking cool. Cause you, you don't, you wouldn't think that a series like this would go in that direction. And when it does, and it doesn't feel forced, you're you're hyped as fuck, because you're like, oh shit, I wasn't expecting some like Dragon Ball level stuff from this show. And and you really do get that from the from from the movie. And uh and now the bunny girl is just like part of the group. Like she's like a character now. And I'm like, yes, bro. And she like compliments the other two so fucking well. Like she yeah, works she was, she was great. Yeah. She, uh, showed up. she works extremely well. Um and I'm excited for her. And Bone Drude, he's a very interesting bad guy. He's a very interesting bad guy. He's probably one of the most intriguing. Because he's like, he's fucked up, but he like, he doesn't care. You know? He's like, this is my ideology. This is the right way. I don't understand why you're so upset that I killed your friend. It's not that fucking deep. Stop being a bitch. Um, the movie was really good. I don't know how much I can say without it, without spoiling, but... It adds to the universe in interesting ways. It has, like, its own story. It feels like its own, like, complete story. It doesn't feel like a... It feels like an arc. It feels like I'm watching, like, a whole arc. It's better than Mugen Train. If I had to compare it to Mugen Train, if I had to compare mm. this as, like, a movie that connects to the anime and is, like, an arc and has, like, a whole thing, I like this way more than Mugen Train. Um, it's not boring. I, I didn't get bored watching this movie. I was, like, invested. It went by like that. It felt like I was watching, like, episodes. It didn't even feel like I was watching, like, a movie. Yeah. So I think you'll like it. Um, it was really good. It was really good. And uh, and it's Bone Drude, you know? It's that bad guy. So it gets fucked up. And you're like, oh, no, not again. <laughs> so it's good. It's good. I'd I'd recommend it. Um, yeah. I mean, you're going you're gonna to have to if you want to watch season two. But... Yeah. Yeah, it just it has good characters. It has great concepts. Um, it has a lot of questions that like make you want to watch further, like what's gonna happen in the abyss? Who sent her the letter? Like where does the where does the robot boy come from? And like what are his powers? And like what can what can he and can't he do? There's a lot of good setups, and it's a very well written, very thoughtful show. Very good animation, very good soundtrack very light-hearted nature that's thanks to the writing and thanks to like the tone that's very i i, I give that a lot of praise because that's hard to do it's hard to make a show like have dark moments but like also maintain like that like whimsical childlike nature that you have in the beginning um 
Cartoon Network is the best comparison to make. Yeah, that's. I think that's all I got to say about Made in Abyss. Um, I don't really have I any complaints. Like the, okay, talk one, to me. One, I feel like, I feel like, what what level did it get to when they meet the bunny girl? Was it the fourth level? I think it's the third level. Take into account, I watched the recap movies and I watched right. that shit at like times four speed because I was not because they were bad. The recap movies were just like truncated and like not well executed. So I was just kind of watching it to catch up. Um, so I didn't really like pay attention to like the, you know, minute details. Um, I believe it was level three though. And I didn't remember like all the rules they said. Like, I don't remember what they said happens at like level three. Is it level three? Yeah. Look it up. Cause it wasn't level three, the, the great fault. I can look it up right now. Give me a second. Made in Abyss. Rules of Abyss. All right. Hmm. third layer great fault yeah that's what it says uh strains so, of ascent in addition to aforementioned effects vertigo combined with visual and auditory hallucinations the third layer consists of four kilometer vertical cliff making it highly challenging area to cross save for the large cave network around the main shafts aerial predators are common including crimson split jaws which uh which is the thing that attacks her in like the first episode the giant red lizard thing i don't know if that's the one that i don't know if that's the one layer of layer the goblets of giants a fourth layer a strange human jungle of strong vines weaving to form giant concave discs that capture water from the air no it was it was the fourth layer it was the fourth layer yeah see and the, so the sixth layer is the last one right no i think so I think maybe given our knowledge in the show now, maybe it's the last one. I don't know. On the Wikipedia, maybe this is a spoiler, but it shows another one. It shows a seventh one. I don't know if they mentioned that or not, though. Well, I know um, not that she, the girl, the bunny girl, she... So they found her in the fourth, la the fourth layer. Yeah. And I know that she gets dropped to the sixth layer and brought back up, and that's when she gets the curse. So the sixth layers are the curses. I feel yeah. like... I feel like they kind of like the the first one or three layers kind of got like they got it was like speed running they kind of like they got it, it like, like too easy fast. yeah I know like he has a little grappling hook but I feel like it was like first layer piece of cake two three yeah four well, it was like by episode ten it was at four already so mm -hmm. like and there's only two more layers so you're like, saying that yeah that was kind of fast mm-hmm. I understand. I feel you. I feel like I feel you. the first two layers have like, I feel like when I was thinking, I feel like they was going to spend a lot of time in each layer. So like you can get a grasp of like, this is how the, this layer is like. Yeah. They really gave off the impression that it was going to be hard as yeah. fuck. And I kind of gave that a pass. The reason why I gave that a pass is because the lady, I think they get through the first layer by themselves. I think they say that. I think they say the first layer is easy and that's like not that hard. So when they yeah. get past that, I'm like, okay, 
that's fine. And then they do the second layer, and they're kind of struggling, but then they meet whatever the the the, yeah, the girl that looks lady. like fucking the lady that looks like Marceline from Adventure Time. Um, mm -hmm. they meet right. her, and because they meet her, I think they get like. I don't remember how they get to the, like the third floor, but she like helps them in some way. I thought, I don't know, maybe she just said goodbye, but she like gave I them shit. I think she said goodbye. Okay, okay. I thought she like helped them get down some way. Like I don't know, gave them a rope or something. I can't remember. But yes, it happened. Ah, yeah. I don't know. But yeah, that's I, I don't know. I, like, cause by episode ten, I was already at the fourth layer. I was like, damn. That, how did it. they get through the third layer? The third layer, that's the that's the great vault or fault. So they were, they were going in holes through the the fault. Oh so. yeah, 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 yeah. Like, yeah, they they really did they really did power through it. And you're right. I think there are technically only six layers, like as the show describes. So mm -hmm. it feels like, but this isn't a series that's done, Manny. The manga's yeah, still I'm, going, so it's really nah, weird. I know, but. That's like when I was watching it, I was like, Yeah, damn, we're at the fourth <laughs> yeah, by this pace, we're gonna hit six by episode. I 15. know, bro, that's valid because, like, especially with the Cartoon Network comparison, I don't know if you really watch like Disney Channel or like Cartoon Network shows, but like, mm -hmm. there are shows like very similar to this in like concept where it's like there's like an ultimate goal and it's like being set up like slowly as time goes on. Like, um, um... That one show, Gravity Falls. Yeah, I think about I think about Gravity Falls all the time when I watch this show. And Gravity yeah. Falls has like layers to it. Like there are these books that they have to collect in Gravity Falls, and that's like the main thing that you're watching as a viewer. You're waiting to see like when he's gonna get like the third book and like what it's gonna reveal about the secrets of Gravity Falls. And it takes long, bro. It takes him mad long to like get the stuff. And if he does it like that, it kind of deflates like the importance of it. It doesn't make it as like cool. Yeah. Because he just did it in like a second, you know? And um Yeah, I mean, I guess they could have kind of had this mentality where they approach like each layer as if it's like its own arc. Like the third layer could be like a whole twelve episodes, and the fourth layer could be like a whole arc in and of mm -hmm. itself. And um Yeah, I, I don't know, maybe they kind of abandoned that. <laughs> I, I I like how well, the fourth layer when they met Nanachi, like I think the fourth layer, I remember the fourth layer vividly. Yes, yes. They spent time there, you know? Mm -hmm. You remember like, that location. I remember the fault. I remember the fault because the fault was just, a, it's like a cave. It's like yeah. abyss in an abyss. And it was yeah. just like, that's, that, this hole, that's the third layer. <laughs> that's it. And I was like, really? That was kind of, that. Oh, I, I don't know. When I'm going in, I thought, this is going to be like some treacherous, crazy cave. Yeah. Deep dive, but not. When I, was, when I was watching, I was like, yo, no bullshit. I can probably go to the fourth layer by myself. <laughs> yeah, I think... I don't know if... But the, like, you know, I, I, I get the part that the robot's OP in the show. Yes. I get it. But yeah. he kind of, like, pumps the speed run. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I thought it, I thought it was kind of... Like, I yeah. agree. I do not disagree I, with that. that I makes think sense. It, overall, it made the, the abyss less interesting. But I'm still, like... You still want to watch the show. The mysteries, mysteries are still, there. like enticing enough yeah, yes so. enticing enough to make you want to yeah. keep watching the show but you're disappointed sure. that like the show is not approaching the abyss with its fullest potential there's you could have had like a gravity falls kind of pace you could have had like mm -hmm. a season for each one i agree 
I do not disagree with that sentiment. I just watched the recap movie, so like I forgot about that. But you're right. Um, I will say the next arc does not disappoint in that sense. The next arc does feel like this is this layer's like arc or like this this whole thing. Yeah, that's good. Um, and yeah, I really like the movie. I I really like the movie. I'd give Made in Abyss like the show. I'd give it like a seven, and I'd give the movie like a six. The movie the movie's pretty good. Um, it's a movie, so I, like I rank. I rank it differently, but um, once again, a six is good. Six isn't bad. Don't see yeah. that as a negative. And uh, I also had one more problem with the show. Talk to me. Then when they met Marceline, the fucking yeah, that girl, mm-hmm. fucking they had that little fucking training arc. Yeah. And I was like, <laughs> oh, my oh my god, dude! Like, <laughs> I don't want to see a fucking training arc, dude. Like, just it was like. The training arc was like, you guys got to learn how to work together. Yeah. I was like, okay. They work, <laughs> they work together. Yeah. And then it's like, and then the girl's like, yeah, they're ready for the, the next layers. I'm like, what the fuck did I do? What did they get trained on? <laughs> yeah, exactly. They are already working. They are all they have. Mm-hmm. Like, she depends on him. He depends on her. Yeah. And then, like, she like reinforced that idea. And she's like, now they're ready. I'm no, like, but didn't they go in the forest and like do a bunch of they, shit? They they fought some in, some beast. Yeah, but it was like I feel like it. without her train her training. Yeah, like, I know. They did that anyway. It I know. wasn't that... like she was like, "This is how you fight this one." And yeah. blah blah blah. It was mm-hmm. like fight that guy. They fight him. Now you're ready. It was like, <laughs> "What training is this? <laughs> Who the fuck are you to be training us?" <laughs> yeah, that's that's I valid. Thought, I thought that was whack as fuck. Yeah, I, that is kind of poor justification. I was like, this is boring as fuck. Dude, <laughs> dude, this is ridiculous, bro. Bro, that's I was wa- when I was watching the recap movie, that was the part I was like four times speed, bro. On high yeah. dive, on high dive, um, like the streaming service that like has made an abyss, they allow you to watch it at four times speed on PC. And I'm like, yo, this is OD. <laughs> Every fucking I- service should have this shit. <laughs> I was watching back yet. <laughs> Bro, that's why I'm not gonna watch Bucky because I have to watch it at two times speed if I'm gonna watch it because it's too slow. It's too like takes it's too, time so too much. Slow. <laughs> two times speed is not enough, bro. <laughs> I can imagine. Speed, <laughs> I fucking hate Bucky, bro. I fucking hate that. I hate Bucky. That show is shit. <laughs> Fuck that show. You know, who knows what makes me so mad, Ali? I'm gonna have to watch season four. <laughs> why? <laughs> why? Why, why? Why are you subjecting yourself to that pain if you don't want to? Because I have to, dude. Why do you have to? <laughs> ass. I have to watch. You don't have to watch. You want to watch the opening right now? You want to watch the opening? I'll watch it. I'll watch it uh, later. Later. This okay. Okay. But yeah, that um, made it a bit. That was all my negatives. That's valid. There, like I said, it does get like tropey in that sense where it's like, oh, we're doing a training arc in this kind of show, really? Yeah. Okay. Um, th- there's more stuff like that in the Bone Druid stuff, but it feels valid and it feels like it fits within the thing. So seeing kind of like, like I said earlier, seeing Dragon Ball esque like fights 
mixed with like already this good concept of like the abyss and having them like converge together already with a bad guy like this doesn't feel like a series that needs a bad guy this doesn't need an antagonist but it does and it getting one is like oh shit there's a bad guy and he's like trying to stop them and and they're trying to like beat him it's like oh fuck it's it it gets like really cool and i love the the movie the thing is with that too is like if they do a training arc and they get something out of it, then it's fine. Yes, yes. They didn't get. It's not yeah. like they did a training arc and in a robot, his blast can not make him right. knock out. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, exactly. For example, if they do a new training arc and the robot can grapple like ten times longer and he's mm-hmm. stronger, like, yeah, you actually see it. You. It's, cool. yeah. it's like it's like I wouldn't want to see Goku train against Frieza and him not use Kaioken. I I agree. You I want, want to see the what you trained for applied. Very very well spoken, Manny. I agree. But in in conclusion, uh, Maiden Bis was good. It was the mysteries are great. The setting's great. Caves the cave school. I'm excited. You like the, the opening? The opening? I don't even remember the opening. Damn, Manny! Oh my God! Okay, it's not getting a little paparazzi little thing next to next to your list damn no, okay I you know what it is though i like mononoke's uh, yeah I, lo- I love mononoke's <laughs> yeah okay what would you rate right. made in abyss do you know probably, i don't know if we rate differently but i'll probably give it probably this like 7.5 mm-hmm. yeah yeah i'd also give it a seven um i know that you have to kind of i know that you like put more thought into your rating so it's okay if you don't if you like change yeah, it it's, whatever. it's it's not an eight yeah it's, it's, it's like definitely it's not an eight. Mm-hmm. the season itself it's got good ideas maybe as a whole when it's finished maybe it will be an eight if it fulfills yeah. the plot lines it establishes if it doesn't it's whatever the first season is a seven the movie is a six um don't take those ratings too harshly though like me putting the movie below the show the moot just by proxy of it being a movie and the show being as big and as like jam-packed as it is i give more credit to the show because it's like doing more and it's handling more and the movie's just like two hours of like this one short like arc so like i you know movie's a six movie's good just i feel like if i give it a six then it sounds like I'm saying it's bad, but it's I'm not saying that. Yeah, it's yeah, good. Yeah. All right. Um, All right. Beastars. Oh, Beastars. I spoiler alert, Manny. I loved it. I fucking loved it. I, I thought it was. I thought it was alright. You thought it was alright? Okay. Talk yeah, to I me. Yeah, I didn't really love it. You didn't really love it. I I had issues with it too, and honestly, um. It's been a while, so I'm I'm gonna need to kind of recollect. It has it has been a while. Yeah. So let me let me pull out my notes. Um, so at the end of season one, I had to like watch the recap thing because this show does not give a fuck if you missed it. At the end of season one, um, the fucking dude, whatchamacallit, goes goes uh, what's what's his face, Rui. Dear boy. Rudy. 
<laughs> Rui, the dear boy, um, he's just gone. <laughs> season one had the reason why I was so excited for season two because season one had a fucking amazing cliffhanger. Like everything, you were excited to see where everything went. Because in season yeah. one, they had like they had a fucking end credit scene where they revealed that like season two was going to be about like the murder kind of thing. The murder, like, they, yeah. they enticed that, and just like all the marketing of this season, like the poster, the the Post the like the the poster is really cool and it's 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 complimentary of the season the stakes in this one are so much higher than the first the first one is more of like a drama in, in high school with like some you know serious stuff like fights that happen near the end this one is full on like murder mystery who killed my boy tim and it's i just think that's so cool like i said i love when more like tropey like anime shit goes into a series that doesn't feel like it should have that made in abyss doesn't feel like it really needs a bad guy this series doesn't really feel like it needs fights or like a murder mystery but it does and it gets it and it feels like valid and i'm just like holy fuck this is awesome and i'm enjoying that aspect of it a lot um and so i was just hold overall on, hold, on. Hold, on, hold on you know how you said a show doesn't need this thing mm-hmm more like more okay did not need that super same form but it had it, and I was like, what the fuck? Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> we'll yes. talk about that later. Yes. If it, oh. Mononoke did not need it. It did. Mononoke, Mononoke is so good. But, um... <laughs> V-Stars, V-Stars, V-Stars. V-Stars, V-Stars. I really liked the... I really like when, like, a show has something to say, or it has, like, a message, and the entire concept of V-Stars and its entire premise is, um... It already was really good in season one with, like, what it was trying to say about, like, the dichotomy between herbivores and, like, carnivores and how that is kind of a simile for how we treat people in our world, depending on the differences between our genders or the differences between our races. It's it's an analogy for that. That's why people... That's why the show is animals. Kind of because it's furry, but it there's it's saying something more than just, like, you know animals are sexy which is kind of like a stigma that i feel like the show has but it's a lot more than that um and for me personally i really tie the analogy of like what the show is with its carnivore and herbivore i really tie that with like men and women specifically i really find like legoshi's struggle like there's this is something that lewis told me that really fucks with me on like a daily basis lewis lewis look lewis said to me unironically full-on serious like i do not talk to females as friends i do not value them as human beings i only talk to females because i want to fuck them and he meant that like seriously and that is not something that's something that like i can understand and in the universe of beast stars the idea with like carnivores is like we tolerate you you exist within this space but like i want to fucking eat you out <laughs> like not <laughs> you know what i mean not like sexually but like and that's and there's lego she who is trying his best to empathize with everybody and be nice to everybody despite his nature saying otherwise and this series is just about him doing that and i love so many moments in this fucking show because it does that so well there's there's vinland saga which asks these like really profound questions that you don't know the answer to and it gives you an answer it gives you an answer that makes sense like when it comes to religion and this show gives you an answer that makes sense when it comes to um like just trying to abide by by an emotion that doesn't coincide with 
who you are and your identity. You know, you are a carnivore, but you want to coexist with herbivores and you want to be empathetic and you want to be compassionate and you want to like, like everybody. Um, and that's hard. And it like, it doesn't make sense. And like, why the fuck are you even in this world to do that? And the whole part with the insect, when he eats the insect, that's what that's about. And the whole bit where like the insects like respect life, that bit is like synonymous with the whole fucking Vinland saga bit in terms of its narrative significance in this show and this story that's going to bleed throughout the entire series that like mentality and that logic like because the whole show is about him and the bunny girl and that like mentality is about just like him and like his attitude towards everybody i really like shows that have like ideologies that it's trying to teach or it's trying to say that's why i love berserk that's why i love devil man that's why i love ping pong and this is another one of those shows and i really like it in that sense juxtaposed with the fact that it's a fucking murder mystery and it's fun as hell it's so fun to like watch things play out and watch like him slowly discover like how things are going and there's a lot of fights in this show and the animation is so good studio it's orange is good. fucking godlike even when characters are just talking manny it's not like bop 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 like their lips move in a very specific way like mm. towards how their like faces are and their their movements are very specific and very thought out and the voice acting i don't know if you're like as conscious of like the subbed voice acting i've i don't know if there's like subbed voice acting that is as good i watched, I watched it in english okay hey, okay it's okay it's okay it's okay i, I think uh, i watched it in english because it was more convenient for me at okay. work oh, yes i understand is it good and I, I like Legoshi, like his, and, his, his. Okay, gotcha. Like he sounds, he sounds the way he looks. Gotcha. And this is just a show yeah, where it's English, like, you're like, Rudy, where's Rudy? <laughs> I'm like, bro, shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> where's Rudy? He hasn't come back. Uh, bro, he sounds awesome in the sub. All the voice actors are great in the sub. Every single one. Um. The, it, the voice acting is like fantastic and this is a show where people are just talking the whole fucking time so the subtlety in your line delivery like the the way you deliver your lines is key to how like everything works in the show if you fuck up the voice acting you fuck up the entire thing everything revolves around that the animation is built around the delivery in the lines the the emotional gravitas of like the moments and like the weight of each scene is built around that it's a talky show and it relies on that and that part is very very good um do you have anything to say i mean i'm, I'm just going on i i can, I can keep going I keep going. Okay. Um, let me let me get a look at my notes. Uh, um, I really just like everybody's arc in this show. I feel like every character, even if they are a side character, is like really interesting. Um, I love, like I said, I love the philosophies of like this show and like each character's different perspective and mentality. You have the bad guy, the the bear dude who has like a completely different perspective on how he empathizes with um, her revoirs and how he like connects with them. You know, Tem's like, don't betray your nature. I value you for who you are. You don't have to feel bad about your nature. You don't have to feel ashamed about it. And you know, he, so he eats Tem and he like kind of sees that as like a, Oh, Tem was okay with me eating him. But he just like made that up himself. Like, but even if he, even despite the ending, that ideology is like very, 
what I'm trying to say is I like everyone's different perspective. Um, especially Rui. Rui's an amazing fucking character. He's a very well-written character. Um, Alexander made a fuck ton of videos on him. And after finishing season two, I just sat back and I'm like, I can't wait for these Alexander videos. I can't wait till these come out. Like, I'm just, I'm waiting. I'm waiting. He's He's got to make one. He made one on Vinland Saga. He has to make one on the fucking insects. Um, yeah, it's... Uh, I like everyone's different perspective. I like everyone's different struggle. Um, I love the murder mystery aspect. I love when they find out who it is and like when the moment when he like goes to like the the nurse's office and he's like, like and he's like, you you killed them and the bear. Oh, that moment is just so cool. How his like eyes go from like Winnie the Pooh to like anime eyes, and he like scratches the room. I'm like, oh fuck, oh shit. I I just love that. And the <sighs> yeah, I, uh, I got I got things to say about that. Yeah, I like I like I like how it was done. Cause one one, it's like obviously it's this fucking guy. Like, <laughs> obviously the big guy, the big fucking bear. He's the yeah. one that fits the like the description. But even though that's obvious, you don't figure, you don't think about it. Yeah, because he's yeah. such a background character. He has such, he has like few lines in the background. Mm -hmm. Exactly. And it's like you know he's there, but it's like he didn't do it. <laughs> but it's like, wait a minute, obviously he did that shit. Yeah. Obviously, big ass did that shit. Well, I think I think the this when it comes to a mystery narrative, you want to kind of entice people on like what is a possibility you want to implant something in their head and make them think it has to be this person you want to you want to make them think one thing and then subvert their expectations and make them think right. another the worst thing you can do in like a mystery show is make it, obvious. make it obvious and then the person watching the show guesses it and like yeah. unironically is like oh i figured it out before the show wanted me to that's the worst mm -hmm. thing ever um and they do that they make like Lego, she's like, oh, he's got big hands. I can like, like taste his teeth and stuff. They do that initially, and they tell you these things specifically to make you think that it's Bill, the tiger guy, and then like that's who's like the primary suspect the whole time. Um, so when you see is that's a bear, it's like, oh, it's like, oh, it's like they match up, but like not exactly. So, and and that guy was kind of like a dick in like season one, so it like kind of makes sense. And that's good writing, Manny. That's good writing. I really like that yeah. stuff. It was done so like nonchalantly. Yeah. Like, Yo, help me bring this dude's arm back, okay? That's <laughs> out. Yeah, you killed Sam, huh? Yeah. I'm like, I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> I like I like how that was done. Yeah, was cool. I re I really do like how how that was done. I like, um, I I didn't get to say this, but I I really fucking love the soundtrack. Like when the sh when I finished the show, I downloaded like all the fucking songs on my phone. Like it's so good. And not to go off topic of like what we're currently talking about, but I feel like I have to say this. I love the soundtrack. It's a lot of like organic instruments, like trumpets and like piano and like violin. It's not like dubstepy, like it's like, it's like violins and, and like strings. It's a lot of like instruments like that. Um, and the opening of season one, like wild side, where it was like, I, it was like, like with the fucking trumpet in the beginning and all those instruments it was a very organic instrumental thing it didn't have a lot of electronic stuff because the soundtrack reflected that kind of instrumentation so having this new opening with this yao soapy person 
doing all this like Hawaii, hi, na, 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 na. I was like, oh my god, this sucks compared to the first one. It does not <laughs> coincide with what this show is. And the person who did the song for this, she's she or he or them. I think they're like a partner thing. The artist is a very popular like, Japanese artist, and it gives me the impression that like they only did the opening just because. You know, they're part of like a label and like the label wanted them to do the opening. Not because like it benefited the show or it was useful for the show. JoJo openings are good. Not because they get random fucking people. Because they like, yo, can you do some like macho, libro, like JoJo shit? And they're like, I got you. And they like do a whole animation. The people who sing Go ahead. He's screaming JoJo. He's like, Yeah, exactly. Do you know that like... There, there's like the soundtrack for JoJo Part Three has all the previous people who did the openings for JoJo sing like the JoJo like end of the world like the second opening of JoJo. All three people that sang like the other ones came back to sing that one. Like, and it like switches between them all. And they did that with Part Four too. Like Great Days, like everyone sings Great Days. Like everyone that ever did a JoJo Great opening. Days the first one, right? Great Days is the one from Part Four. It was like. Let the joy of love take you higher. Na, 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 na. And they. Bro, oh, bro, how do you know that? Manny, I listened to all the openings. I haven't seen part four, but bro, I've heard all the openings. Ali, Ali, you know how long I've been waiting to talk about that opening in particular? <laughs> oh, Manny, Ali. I'm sorry. Maybe I'll watch JoJo instead of, um, instead of Baki. How about that? Maybe I'll do that. <laughs> Ali, <laughs> I'm sorry. I love that opening. It makes me. It makes me tear up. Ali, that opening <laughs> is so fucking good. It's like crazy. <laughs> but you know, like how they did the the reverse version. I know they do a reversey thing with that one. You haven't I, seen it though. I, I haven't seen it though. No. You're I know they do it? some. Uh, yeah, I'm saving it. I'm saving it. I, the reverse one is like, oh my god, it's so good. I, I, I'm gonna watch it. I'm gonna watch it. Um, Cause like, cause I like, know the song is. <laughs> okay, okay, Manny. Okay, okay, okay. Um, <laughs> oh my god! You know the, the the second one of part four. There's Chase where it's like, yes, is that it? Is that okay? I love that fucking song. Yeah, they're good. And it shows like before that is like it shows the like the camera zooming into the girl. It shows the cool animations and the arrows and he. That shit is so hype, bro. I, I listen to that shit at work. I'm telling you. Bro, I get I it, man. Those, I listen to... Ali, it's been so long since I've listened to an uh, opening outside of this, like, home. Yeah. But I have listened to both those openings at work. <laughs> I have them down. I have them in my photos ready, bro. I'll be at work. I know many. I know. I fucking love it too. It's great. It's oh, amazing. Yeah. And <sighs> it just it just makes part I already give part four a ten out of ten, but it just makes <laughs> it makes part four like the best thing ever. Bro, one of these days, Manny, 
Would you watch? Would you rewatch JoJo? Would you rewatch all JoJo? All of it? Probably not. I'll, I'll rewatch Battle Tendency. Mm-hmm. I think that's the one I'll rewatch right now. Okay. Okay. I yeah, I want to I, I want to watch JoJo. I want to have a reason to like watch it all again. Cause like yeah. I barely remember. I don't know if I want to watch part three again. Cause that's like really fresh I, I in my mind. Yeah, it's long, and I and I remember it very vividly. I don't need to rewatch that, um, but I'll watch part five. Part six comes out this year, I think. I think it comes out at the end it of the does. year. I have, I have to catch up. You know how incredibly excited I am for JoJo. <laughs> I'm so glad you like JoJo. Everyone hates JoJo. That makes me so sad. When people say they don't like JoJo. I don't care what they have to say about anything. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever you say does not fucking matter. Okay? Oh my See, God. I don't. If you say, I, bro, your opinions do not really matter to me. <laughs> honestly. <laughs> like, dude, for real. Like, dude. Anime fan Manny. Uh. Huh? Anime fan Manny. That's what anime fans say. That's what people say about like One Piece. It's like, if you don't fuck with One Piece. I, I, bro, I get it. There are people that will say that to me. I'll recommend JoJo. They'll start it and they just like, they won't tell me they finished it. I'm like, you fucking uncultured swine. You dumb fuck. Bro, and I was getting so mad because every fucking nigga that watched, because I was, I was on top. I don't want to like be that guy. I was on top of things before other people. I was on top of One Piece before anybody. A lot of people still don't watch One Piece. I was on top of JoJo before anybody. Like, I was the first guy that started JoJo in our, like, circle of friends. I was the first one. So when I watched JoJo, I was like, yo, watch fucking JoJo. And my friend was like, and that was when it had had the stigma of being like, yo, is this gay? Is this fucking gay? Is this for faggots and I'm just like, bro, please watch it. And they couldn't watch it. Like, they couldn't even get through part one. And I don't understand. Like, I understand that part one is not like this super enticing arc. And you don't, you might not love all the characters, but I fucking love part one. And I can't explain it. And I don't want to get into it right now. But I fucking love part one. And I fucking vibe with that shit so heavy. So when people tell me they don't like part one, like, I kind of get it. But I'm kind of just like, oh, like, mm. I don't even like to tell people like, get to part two. It's so good. I don't like to tell people that because I fucking... I got into it because part one was so OD to me, to me. <sighs> one thing, I, that's the, that's, I get when people like, they watch it and they don't like part one. And then it's like, me, when I watched part one, I didn't really think it's that crazy, but becoming more of a JoJo fan, I look back at part one and really like appreciate it. Yes. Really, it's really like, like an anime flashback that they gave an arc. That's what part yeah. one is. And that's why yeah. I value it. Cause it just has these, that's why I love Fist of the North Star, Manny. Because Fist of the North Star is just JoJo Part 1 if it was like a whole show. And mm. Part 1 of JoJo just has this holistically 100% no flaws, good-ass character that's like super holistically good. And then just like this super evil piece of shit, don't give a fuck about nobody bad guy. And it's just like just the purest example of like good versus evil in the coolest way. And the ending, it's like perfect the the mm-hmm. bad guy and the good guy both dying and the good guy like embracing the bad guy in like an endearing way in its finals moment like that's that's amazing manny it's amazing yeah. um 
one day we'll go into Jojo one day. I just like that one. Um, is this? But yeah, I get it. Um, I get when people don't like part one. Yeah. But shit. Jojo, good. They're missing out, man. They are. They are missing out. Bro, and it made me, what I was going to say, it made me mad because everyone, when part five dropped, people were like, yo, Ali, I'm going to start getting back into JoJo. I was like, you fucking fake ass fuck. You son of a bitch. I was like, hmm. I don't like to be a gatekeeper kind of person. And I don't like to be someone that says like people can't like enjoy things or like try things again. But I was really frustrated because I was just like, I recommended the show to you. And now you want to come back because everyone else is saying it's good when I told you it was good like two fucking years ago. <laughs> <sighs> Anyways, that's just my thing. At least Lewis turned a new leaf. See, Lewis, his character arc, he was <laughs> yeah, saying no. anime is bad. He told me Fullmetal Alchemist is bad. I'll never forget the conversation I had with him to make him watch Fullmetal Alchemist. Because, like, Lewis is a very, like, aggressive person at least in high school he was with his like opinions so he'll he'll like be like very vocal like ha ha full metal alchemist is shit ha 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 and and like it was very he like wanted to like start an argument and like start a conflict and then like i was just like i was just like very calmly like lewis i think you will like full metal alchemist i know that the first 10 episodes are like not really that good and engaging but once you really get like neck deep into like episode 15 to 20 you are going to like it given the stuff that you tell me you like i know that you will like full metal and like lewis just like so there he's like okay and and then he watched it and then for like a month he would not stop talking about full metal and i was like yes i did my job it felt so good um yeah i'm yeah, glad he and i'm glad he turned the week for jojo i'm glad too I'm not, i don't know when this gonna come back from his, his boat but hopefully he's back in time to watch part six yeah with me <laughs> how does he watch anime does he just have crunch roll and stuff still like how does that work uh, i don't know i think he said funimation doesn't work in japan i so don't i don't think that. it does yeah I imagine it doesn't. I, but he was watching Attack on Titan when it was coming out. So. In Japan? Yeah. <laughs> Wait, yeah, like, on Japanese TV? That, that would be crazy if he was watching on Japanese, like, cable. I don't think it, I don't think it was on Japanese. Yeah, it uh, probably wasn't. It, it, that would be cool to say. That would be cool to say. Yeah. I don't... I never hear stories about that. Like, I just want to know what it looks like, what Japanese cable looks like. Like, what is the user interface? Is it Xfinity? Do they got, do they got files? <laughs> what is attack? What network is Attack on Titan on? What commercials play in between the episodes? Is uh, there anime play on the commercials? <laughs> Bro, probably, probably. Uh, that, that that is interesting, man. One day, one day, one day. Yeah. Anyways. Beast stars, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we want a little JoJo rant. That's okay. We can we can do whatever we want. Yeah, we I can have talk to. about JoJo all day. <laughs> I would be here all night talking about Part Four if you watched it. Fuck, Manny. Do you think you could do that? You think you think you would remember it enough if I like tried to talk about it with you? Part Four is on, on my mind at all times. <laughs> okay. All right. How long is it? Fifty episodes. Thirty. Thirty-two. 30? I might I might give it a try, Manny. I might watch it. What's it on? Crunchyroll? 
Yeah. You're gonna have to watch it one day. Yeah, so I might as well watch it now. You might as well watch that in part five. Yeah. Then we can watch part six and fanboy <laughs> JoJo <laughs> while it's coming out. Uh, me and Lucy fanboying that shit when it's coming in part five is coming out weekly. It's forty episodes. That's how that's how long um Diamond is Unbreakable is. Okay. And then part five is forty as well. Interesting. That's a very odd cycle for a show to have. Yeah. Okay. Alrighty. <laughs> I'm I'm glad you like those openings. Uh, well, I like JoJo openings. When you watch the reverse one of Great Days, it's gonna blow your mind. I remember it word for word because I love it. I want that shit to be played at my funeral. When I die, I want someone to play a JoJo opening. I'm not even joking. You think I'm you think I'm joking? I'm serious. If I die and I become a successful anime maker or whatever I do that's like an artistic feat, I'm gonna have all my characters that I created over my life. I'm gonna have them all sing a JoJo opening. That's gonna be what I do, Manny. That's gonna be how I die. And you might die before me. So you might not get to see it, and I'm sorry. <laughs> nah, I'm gonna have to. Work. I'm gonna have to be there to see that. I'll die the next day. Yeah. But, uh, uh, you know the the part five openings too. No, I've never heard the part five openings Dude, the, because the part five I don't want to don't want to get spoiled. I want to experience it for myself. You know nothing I, about part five. I know nothing. I know that the. I know two things that I'm not happy that I know, and I'm like upset that I know them. Um, I actually don't want to say it because I've never had it confirmed for me by someone, but I just like have a presumption. One thing that I will say, I'm not the, what's the little, what's the, like the small kid um, in Wait, part four. I, I saw him in part five and I was very upset. I was really fucking mad that I saw him because one of the things about part four that really made it compelling to me was because I had no idea what, what happened and jojo is a show where niggas will die left and right so i'm sitting here watching him in fight scenes and i'm like oh my god he might be dying like any second and when i saw him in part five it was just like a screenshot i considered that like a spoiler i was like fuck i was like because that's one of the things i loved about jojo i never knew like who survived and who didn't and like who thing and usually people don't transfer arcs like that the only person that really does was like um joseph yeah so i didn't think that part five and part four were even going to be linked like that. And I look at this nigga and I'm just like, fuck, like he's, ah, like I was, I was really upset to see him. That's like the one thing. And, um, I'm not even going to ask about the other thing. Cause I really don't want to get spoiled. And I want to kind of experience that for myself. Um, yeah, that's, that's a valid reason. Yeah. Did you watch the, the Rohan, uh, East Bay side, uh, side thing? Spin off? No. Cause that's like a part four thing, right? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't watch that, but I saw it, and I'll watch it when I watch part four. Yeah, that that shit was good. Was it just like a comedy thing? Was it like a story? Yeah, I was like, it. It's so it was cool. It was okay. Cool. It's like it's like a JoJo story, but on its it, own. It, it it dealt with more like supernatural stuff. Interesting. Interesting. I will watch that when I watch part four. 
Have to. Yeah. Rohan, he got a, his own spinoff. That's fucking crazy. <laughs> and I think about all the JoJo characters, this guy got one. I think it's because he got a manga spinoff. Like, I think his, his like, manga... I think he has... The spinoff that he got in the anime is was already, like, a manga. And I yeah, think that's why. I think yeah, he so. has, he's, he's a mangaka in the show. That's dope. And, and he's, a, he's a fan favorite. Mm-hmm. Especially in Japan. He's huge in Japan. Well, that's he was fucking great in the show, too. That's probably why he got fucking thing. That's probably why yeah. he was... um I, hey. Got a spinoff. I like I like the stories that the spin-off episode. I love JoJo, and I will watch it again one day. You ready to get back to Beastars? Do you have anything else to say about JoJo? I love JoJo's. Yeah. Part 4 is the best. Mm-hmm. Josuke is the best. <laughs> yep. Part 4 has the best openings, too. Did you watch it? You watched it subbed, right? You didn't watch it dubbed? I watched the sub. Okay. I I watched part three specifically dub. Part three's dub is fucking phenomenal. It's very well done. Like, I I think all the voice acting in part three is amazing. I think Dio is very well, is very good in part three. Like, you'd think that he wouldn't be. Because, like, he's iconic in the sub. In the sub, there are things that he says, like, the world! The world, the world. That, that, that's a meme. But, like, and and I don't know, just going into the dub, I'm like, oh, they're not gonna deliver it as well. But like his delivery and like just the energy that he gave, like the world, I was like, oh shit, oh my god, <laughs> it was it was oh, it was so much energy. And like there are sometimes in anime where like in the in the uh, sub, like when they go like like that's part of like the essence of the show. It's not just like look, like, yeah, he is saying a Japanese word. But, like, even if you don't understand it, it, like, has, like, it's still gratifying because it's, like, he's saying a thing. And it's, like, a repetitive thing so you can say it yourself. And it just sounds like he's grunting something. But in other, like, adaptations of JoJo, like, in the old one, like, the fucking 90s one that, like, looks like Fist of the North Star. Like, I think when they do it, they go, useless, 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 useless. And I'm just like, this is stupid. Like, don't say useless. That's not how it's supposed to be. It's supposed to say muda, muda, muda. And in the dub, they say muda, 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 and ora, 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 ora. And I'm like, yes, holy shit. And yeah, that, That's fucking cool that they do that. Yeah, they, they do. Um, And uh, it's good. It's good. It's The dub for JoJo Part 3 is very good. The voice acting is fantastic. I love all of them. I love Jojo. All right. <laughs> I don't know if I have anything else. Yeah, anything, Manny? I, I always have something to say. <laughs> All right. You didn't watch the part four five, so. I'm sorry. We will, we will continue. One day we're going to have me, you, and Lewis on, on this call talking yes. about Jojo. That will be fucking awesome. I can't wait for that day. <sighs> All right. All right. Hold on. One more thing, because <laughs> I haven't, I didn't watch part four when Lewis was here, so he doesn't know my strong love for part four. He doesn't know yet, Ali. But when he comes back, I will talk to him for hours about part four, and he better be ready. Bro, and what I'll is re- he doing on this fucking ship? Does he not like have a phone? Like, what do they do? Do they have like <laughs> entertainment? Do they like? They they do. Uh, this is like no internet. 
shit. You're in the middle of the sea, bro. You know what I mean? I hope he didn't drown and we just don't know about it. Like, he just Dude, died. That would be the, the worst thing. That would be very sad. Lewis is my best friend. Mm-hmm. Lewis put me onto anime. So yeah. I, I owe him everything. <laughs> I literally owe him everything. He told me to watch Sword Art Online sophomore year. <laughs> And that was that started everything. <laughs> that changed my life, really. No bullshit. Me and Lewis, dude, changed my life. And like when I, when I look at Lewis, I feel like I'm looking at a mirror. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, like the same person. I I remember you said that. I remember when you said that to me, like the first time, very vividly. I was like, wow, it's a very profound thing to say. Yeah, that's my brother for life. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. If I like talking to you, because you give me hey, a same vibe. Thank you. I, I appreciate it. You're the only real person that I value in my life. I know that's like a very like mm-hmm. weighty thing to say. I don't fuck with most of the people I talk to, though. No, none of it. I'm like an anime movie fucking media fiend, and I don't really know anybody else like me. I talk to people, but they don't vibe with me in the same mm-hmm. way that I do about these things. And I can't talk to them about these things without the conversation being uncomfortable. When I fucking rant about yeah. Vinland Saga, the entire like car just like, it's like mad silent. And I'm just like, oh, I feel so awkward. I feel like an asshole. So whenever, yeah. whenever, whenever people talk about shows, I'm just like, yeah, it's good. Like, I just have to yeah, end yeah. it with that. And it's so- I know, bro. I know that feeling. This is like, this is why you gave me such a, such a reason to watch shows bro like, i am on my i watch four fucking shows manny i watch four bro, anime we're, we're grinding bro. i am grinding i am fucking grinding i if if we didn't talk tonight because i like fell asleep or something i was i was just gonna i was just gonna watch like any yashiki or something i was gonna pump out another tiny show um Ooh. and manny i made like a whole list of shows that i want to like i want us both to watch shows that like i intend to watch but like I want to talk about it with someone. So, but the next thing after we got to watch is like Megalobox. Like after whatever we watch this week. I mean, you're, if you're going to watch Dora Hidoro, then I guess that can be the show we talk about. But I'm watching Michio, I'm Michiko, Michiko and Hachi. Yeah, we finish very quickly. I'm going to watch Michiko. Okay. Yeah. All right. You want to get back to Beastars? Yeah. Beastars. So I, I, I stopped where I was talking about the reason we got into this conversation about Jojo is because I was talking about the opening and how it didn't really sync up with the new one. You have this fucking electronic, like, first off, like the, I was saying how the classical instruments of the first opening were only that way because they coincided with the soundtrack of the show in general. And the soundtrack of season two is, is not the same tracks, but it's like the same mentality as season one where it's just like violins and like strings and piano and stuff and then you have especially when when he's on screen yeah um and even when other people are on screen it's very like soft and like i don't know it never gets like super hardcore like dubstepy or anything um except for like in the final battle and I fucking love when they fight in the show, bro. I love all the fights in the show. I love when they go in the bathroom and him and the the dude fight. That shit was insane. I was like, oh my god, the stakes are so high in this fucking show. Um, 
yeah so i just wanted to say that about the soundtrack really quick let me peep my notes to see if there's any other small things because i do have complaints and those are going to take a while for me to talk about um but i just want to see if there's any other main things i talked about the animation and like why i really liked it the sub voice acting go ahead i want to see the snake more the snake cop yeah i was i wrote that in my notes he he or she i don't know what i think it was a she i think it was like a trans i think it was like a dude that wanted to be referred to as a she and i like they call it she but it has like a male voice which was very interesting um so i don't know i thought he was cool cool too but he didn't do anything to see a snake in this show yeah he was huge. Yeah, he was huge, but man, he didn't do shit. But he didn't do shit. Like he didn't even need to be there. I, know. I, I thought when they brought him up, I thought I thought he was cool. Bro, I thought he was fucking badass too. But the nigga drops out of school at the end of the show. So are we even gonna see him again? Like, bro, we're not seeing that guy. Again. Bro, he, and, did not, he did nothing. He did nothing in the fucking show. And Manny, this complaint time. We're getting into my complaints. Writing. Hold on. Before we get to the complaints, you know how on the last episode they did that little, they did that little song. It was a song for Rui. Remember, you know what I'm talking about? The the ending, like, the ending theme song. I think it was the ending theme song, but it's after started the episode. Yes, yes, yes. That was amazing. Did they show yeah. the full animation, or or are you saying it's amazing just because they played the? Come out to search the bro. I know what you're talking about. I know what the ending theme song is. No, I need to. I need to see this shit again. Cause I remember, like, at the end of it, they showed Rui just driving in the car with the lion, and the lion just looked at him, and they they changed the animation style. And it was looking fucking amazing. In the show, did they? Cause I know what you're talking about. Yao Sobi, link it to me. Send it to me. I, actually, no, I'll send. I'll send it to you. Um, cause I, I'm pretty sure I have it. The the artist who made that song and did that music video, there is a full version of the video. Like in the ending theme song, they show Rui and the lion driving in the car. They show that whole bit with like the lion like touching the skull of like Rui's like, you know, uh, herbivore like head. And then the when when the ending theme song ends in the show in the music video on YouTube, it transitions to the scene at the end when the lion dies and like he gets shot and then the but it's in the animation style of the music video so like you didn't see the whole song and you didn't see the whole thing because it's like a spoiler so they want you to finish the show so like i can i'm gonna send it to you interesting but i think what you're talking about is in the show like they transition to the 3d animation and the lion dying in the 3d animation right it's been a while since I've seen this. So. I think so as well. But I do but remember I, what you're talking about. Because it, it, it is the ending. Yes. But like they played the ending at the start of the episode. Mm-hmm. And I was like, when that came up, I was like, that shit was fire. Yes. I don't know why. But I was like, that stuck with me for some mm-hmm. reason. Yeah, it, bro, it, it's it's kind of like a JoJo-ish kind of thing. Like it's it's kind of like yeah. doing doing that. That, that kind of thing. I can send it on Discord if that works better for you on your laptop. 
Yeah, I, I got it too. Okay. They fucking. He got, they fucking got him like. Rotate the camera. There you go. I don't know. I just like his style. Yeah. He looks so sick. He so like, I, I was like, <laughs> he looks sad. Was, he looks sad was, as fuck. Was, because like, you you've sad. been seeing that the whole time, and now that you have context for it, given everything that you've seen, it has more value to it. Because you're like, oh, oh yeah. shit, oh my god, um, yeah. yeah. That was great. That was pretty good. I'm glad you, I'm glad you stopped me and my complaints to say that. Yeah. All right. I, I remember just watching. That, I was like, I'm gonna bring that up. Yes. <laughs> I'm gonna bring that yes. up. Right. I forgot Complaint about time. that. All right, complaint time. I talk about this all the fucking time, Manny. Writing is so fucking important in a goddamn show. I think I said this last time. I don't remember if I did. But what I define as good and bad writing, if when you are trying to elicit a very specific response from the audience, when you're trying to have the audience feel a certain way or react a certain way, and you are trying to do that by doing something specifically in your story, if you try and do something and you get the wrong response grant like and you get the response that you weren't intending to get with what you wrote and what you were going for that's what i consider bad writing and so when i use vinland saga as an example they want you to when when they reveal that Askeladd was like planning shit the whole time and duh, 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 this was my fucking plan duh, 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 you they want you to be like this is cool right and you know some people might react to that and some people might get the intended reaction because I don't know some people just like that stuff for me I'm just like you fucking lied to me you you said that that was not good that's not what you told me was gonna happen you told me that I was gonna get a character that was like dynamic and had all these like conflicting motivations that is what I would consider bad writing for B stars it's been a very long time so I I I don't really remember the minute details, but I remember disliking some of the writing in Beastars. I remember there were some things that I had a problem with, and I'm going to try looking them up right now, and I feel bad not remembering them on the fly. I had this all in my head like a second ago, um, so bear with me. If there's anything that you have to say, now it's time to say it while I look through my notes. Um... I don't know. I feel like I feel like I don't know. The season was kind of. I'm listening. I don't know. I feel like the whole lion thing, with the lion trying to kill Louis. But I don't know. I don't know how I feel about that. That was kind of like weird. I understand what they were trying to go for, but their relationship to it kind of fell flat a little bit for me because really? um, they barely fucking talked like they didn't really have like a deep connection. I wasn't super passionate about the bond between these characters like conceptually. It's really cool. But like if this happened, I don't like this is what people were saying about um, Hashi like the. Rengoku and Demon Slayer like if he died like three seasons later then I would feel bad and I would like get more of an emotional investment I don't like to say that because I feel like it worked really well in the Demon Slayer movie but with this I feel like they didn't really do a good job at like getting you to give a fuck about like this relationship to a degree where they can do something like a character death like that and like have a scene like that and make you go like isn't this like super impactful it's like not really you know, I'm not really connected to these characters. They're not 
very thing. And it feels like a very odd thing to do. Like I, because the reason why it felt weird is because um you are you as an a viewer are like you're not even privy to the fact like oh like you're not even privy to why he's doing this in the first place when they explain it where it's like he had to frame himself killing you so that you could leave and we could say that like he ate you or something right like or else if you left then we would hunt you down because we're the mafia and that's what we do that was like the justification but like in the moment you're supposed to understand that you're supposed to know that in the moment so you can get the emotional weight of like, oh, I don't want this to happen, but I understand why it's happening. But you don't understand why it's happening. That's another example of like the bad writing where it's like, okay, you're trying to do this thing. I don't really understand what the fuck's going on. And then after the fact, I get it. You're kind of flubbed up. Maybe I'll get it on a rewatch. But like, that's, <laughs> <laughs> but that's not really, that's not how it works. You don't get points on the second time. Yeah, so that's why it felt weird. If I had to explain it as to why I felt like that felt a little flat, it was still cool. It was a cool idea. Just the next. I don't know, I don't know if it was even cool though. Like, <laughs> yeah, literally, he he got shot. He pulled the gun out. He got shot in the back of the head, and I was like, "Damn, I wonder what Legoshi's doing right now." <laughs> what about Legoshi? Yeah, yeah. I really I feel think, that. Like, not care at all. It's just like, let's, let's keep it going. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Two times speed. <laughs> you know, you know what's crazy about the two times speed? I'm going to go off the top real quick. Yeah, go ahead. That was, my, that was my first time ever doing something like that. And I was like, damn. It made you it made... mad for doing it. Because as an anime fan, you have this, yeah. you, you specifically, especially you, 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 you keep telling me like, yo, I finish everything, even the yeah. bad shows. So you're sitting there like, I'm not going to drop the show, even though I don't <laughs> like it. I got to finish it. So you put on that two times speed. And back in the day, I, I was kind of like, I was a little like gatekeepy. I was one of those people that was like, you have to experience the show this way you can't skip arcs you can't skip episodes and da, da 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 and especially there there were people that were watching one piece at two times speed i was like you can't watch one piece at two times speed now i don't agree with that now if you want to watch one piece at two times speed i get it baki is a show that i would watch at two times speed it's that yeah. kind of show it's too slow and i can understand why you would want to do that for this one um, Netflix is pussy though, because I think Netflix is only one point five. Wait, 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 no, no, I, I didn't want to do it for B stars though. Okay, okay. No, I didn't. I didn't. No. Yeah, that, that's a, that's a Baki special. <laughs> that's fair. That's fair. No, I didn't. I didn't think B stars deserved the two times speed. It didn't yeah. deserve anything. I think it was solid, mm-hmm. but like I said, that that moment was just like, all right. Yeah. Legoshi, so, Legoshi. Yeah. Do you want to? Do you uh, want to talk I, about the final battle? Feel, nah. How do you feel about his, like the relationship? Relationship with Haru? Yeah. In this season? Yeah. Oh, I remember having issues with it, but it's been a while, so I have to like check to see. I remember the conflicts f- that formed between them were just like really frustrating to watch 
Um, it was frustrating. It was. I don't remember exactly what happened or what made it frustrating, but I remember just like the problem between them just being like stupid. I remember Lego she like overreacting and like coming to assumptions, you know, mm -hmm. when she's like, when she talks about like Rui. I think he like freaks out and like he stops talking to her for like the whole fucking show. I'm like, yo, bro. Like, and it's really weird because like season one and like the whole point of the show, the plot of Beastars is watching the wolf fuck the rabbit. When, when that happens, that's when the show ends. That's when you're good and we'll be happy and the, sh and the show's over. Naruto wants to become the Hokage. Uh, Asta wants to become the Wizard King. Legoshi wants to fuck the rabbit. When Legoshi fucks the rabbit, the show is going to end. So when I see an entire season, as much as I like this season, when I see an entire season dedicated to not fucking the rabbit, I question what the fuck we're doing. What's going on? Why? What is happening this season? I like the justification for this season, though, where at the end of season one, he said that I am going to try and get stronger at controlling my like you know carnal instincts um yeah. in an attempt to like get closer to you and then i thought that was just gonna be this season where it's like yeah i'm gonna get stronger but i'm gonna kill two birds with one stone i'm also gonna find out who tem's murderer is and i'm gonna like go through this training arc um so like i was cool with that and i like i was into the season when that justification was put into the fray but they just threw in these scenes with him and Haru having this conflict almost to like justify why they weren't talking in the season. It doesn't, I don't need some fucking like reason as to why the characters aren't together. I feel like that's just there to kind of get Haru out of the story for a little while. Just to be like, we need to focus on the murder. Let's have them like not like each other for a little while. And I'm just like, that's so unnecessary because it doesn't even amount to anything. Like a couple episodes later, you know, they're like kind of back on track and he's just like fretting over nothing. And it's one of those things where it's like he, the conflict is born out of wait, nothing. Wait, hold on. Is it, is it the, the creative back, the creative Beastars, her father is the creator of Baki. How do you know that? Are you sure? Oh my god! What are you talking about, Manny? I no, think no, no, no. This somewhere. no. <laughs> Manny, I Manny, think Manny, I Manny. How is the furry the dot the the? <laughs> no way. Is there official name like? Oh, it's a dude. Oh, it's a dude. Interesting. I would think it was a girl. B stars author. Oh my god, it is true. It is! <laughs> well, they have the same last name, at least. It, it's, they say uh, they, they are related. Oh, it does say it on Wikipedia. Children, Paru Itagaki. Wow. Dude, that is crazy. That's OD. We were talking about both of them at the same... Wow, Manny. Holy that is, shit. That is crazy. <laughs> what the fuck? Oh my god. Dude. I don't know why I just remembered this fact, but I remember seeing it somewhere. I was like, I'm going to have to bring this up to Ali. <laughs> and I just remembered it. That, that is, is insane. Crazy. And, you know, I think I saw another comment where, like, so this is where the creator of Beastars gets these fight scenes from. From fucking Baki. <laughs> <laughs> That's, That's crazy. 
Oh my that's, god, that's, that's awesome. That's that's amazing. For like for their family, yeah, that's that's incredible. Actually, that Both is really their shows cool. are on Netflix. That's insane. that's od, bro. That's od. Um, wow. yeah, and uh, Itagaki is like. He's still making Baki. Baki's not over. He still goes. He still makes it. Super fucking pat. That's so cool. And that explains a lot because they both have bad writing. Hmm. <laughs> so. <laughs> Anyways. Um. <laughs> um. Yeah. That's, that's, that's insane, though. It is cool. Back to you, And they both have really distinct art styles too. So. All right. Um, I'm trying to talk about everything before I talk about the final battle, and I think I've covered. Um, I didn't like the Haru stuff. I, I I'm glad you brought that up. That was really forced and unnecessary. I love the training arc. I love the whole thing with the insect. I don't really know how deep I have to go into that, but I love how they approach that like philosophical like perspective. Um, what do you feel about? I thought that scene with Rui and his pops. I thought I thought that was fire. And putting the gun at him, and his pop, I forgot what his pop said, but he was like, don't come back unless you're ready to pull the trigger. And I was like, damn. I think that was another one like the lion thing, where it was like, this is a powerful scene, but it feels like it's happening, like, too soon. It feels uh -huh. like, like, this wasn't, this feels like it should be a big fucking deal, and it wasn't really, like, built up to, it wasn't really, like, set up. It was not like, built up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it just kind of happened, and I'm like, you can just meet this guy whenever you want. I didn't know that that was like, I I don't know. I guess they were yeah. like always like cool. I guess they never brought up the fact that like they didn't talk to each other or whatever. Did they? Did they bring that up? Was that like a part of the conversation? I don't remember. It's been a while. He just pulled up. He just pulled up and he just pointed a gun at him and I was like, oh, all right, we're already doing we're already doing like the father Rui <laughs> thing. I I didn't think it was once again. I didn't I think. It wasn't a bad scene, but I think it was. It fell flat for me because I was just like, especially since Rui's not part of the mafia anymore. He's like doing his own thing now. So it's like, all right, well, okay. Like a lot of the Rui stuff doesn't matter given the ending. It's like yeah. none of these relationships matter. None of the things matter because he just ends up going back to like Oshi and going back to like that crew. Um, I mean, it, it was a, it was an interesting arc and his character development was interesting, but like the bonds he formed and the conflicts that spurred from him being a mafia boss, none of those conflicts matter anymore. Cause he's not a mafia boss. He doesn't have to worry about eating meat cause he's not going to eat meat anymore. He doesn't have to worry about the dichotomy between being a, a, a herbivore in like a carnivore driven world and being the head of this carnivore driven world and having to like put herbivores um, into like, you know, black market, like selling and stuff and like having to like, con like control, like having to confront that moral conflict about like, oh, I'm a herbivore, but I'm also like fucking up other herbivores. That was like a very, a very interesting side of it. And that could have developed into something, but it's not because he's, he's not in mafia anymore. So like a lot of that yeah. stuff just kind of went out the fucking window because of that. And with manga, M Manny, People make stuff up as they go. They don't have this stuff planned out and like they don't have every beat written down. And when I watch this series, I really get the impression that like, all right, you did not come up with the ending before you came up with the, you 
you came up with the setup without coming up with the payoff. And when the payoff happens, it's like you rushed it. You needed to do a little bit more before you got to that point, And you kind of jumped the gun a bit. And I feel that way with this season a lot in many ways. Um, I feel that way with the lion. I feel that way with the father. I feel that way with Rui's entire arc. Um, I feel that way with like a lot of the stuff with Haru. I think conceptually, a lot of these scenes and a lot of these moments can work, but they just they just don't. Thankfully, they're not the core of the show. The core of the show is the mystery like murder hunt thing. And yeah. I really liked that. And I really enjoyed that. Um, and I don't know if there's anything else I have I got to say. I got one more thing. I, this, is, this is just one thing I like. I like how, like... I'm going to look at my notes while you're talking, but I'm paying attention, so keep keep talking. I like how scenes were, like, the girl she was hugging Rui. I think Rui was, like, this is doing this. Like, he's like, this guy's so strong. He doesn't even know how much he's, like, he's hurting me right now. Yes, like, yeah. I like how, like, no matter what, like, Lagos can just fuck this dude up. Like, yeah. Like, I like how the like, can really just, like, fuck them up. Like, mm-hmm. they can't do shit about it, you know? Yeah. Like, they can train and shit, but it's like, yeah, exactly. I'm a fucking wolf. Yeah, yeah. fucking deer, bro. And that's I like, why... I like how that works. I like... And that's why I really draw the parallels with, like, um, with, like, male and female. I... This yeah. is a very, like, weird thing to talk about, but, like, I don't really talk... To like a lot of my guy friends i have a lot of like female friends that i talk to not because i don't like to think about it like i'm trying to fuck them because i don't know i just like empathize with that crowd more because there are some things that i just can't talk about with guys like in general just because just because of i don't know just because like they have this certain mindset and this certain mentality um and i don't I see a lot of myself in Legoshi. I don't want to have the Lewis mentality where it's like, I only talk to females because I want to fuck them. Even though that makes sense, I don't want to feel that way. I want to be able to harbor a mentality and harbor a perspective and a mindset where I can have a friend that is a female and like not want to like do anything with them, you know? And I am trying to do that. And I'm like, you know, this show in a sense validates my perspective in, in a sense. And it like, fits in with my ideology and i don't know maybe maybe that maybe i'm a little biased in that sense as to why i like the show so much but it really connects with me in that way and that's why i fucking loved this season because it was really digging knee deep into that kind of philosophy that was already present in season one season one was already about that um in so many ways uh and this season was just about that even more and the whole thing with furries manny is not it is like a sexual thing for a lot of people, but it is primarily an identity thing. You know, people like to dress up in the fucking fursuits and do that stuff because it's almost like cosplay to them. It's like when you dress up as like your favorite anime character or like your thing. And it's like, it's like a custom character in a video game. It's like if you play World of Warcraft and you put this custom armor on your guy and you customize your dude to look a certain way, when you have like a fursuit and you go to like a con, it's like that's your fursuit. That's your fursona and that's what you look like. And and like embrace that and like that's your nature and you get to like choose what you look like. It's being a furry is more about identity than it is about sexuality. And sexuality is just like a product of identity. Like it's something that overlaps with that. It's not like the main thing. So 
B-Stars coincides with that philosophy. It is about identity and it's about who you are and what your true nature is and how can you live in a world where, you know, you're not who you want to be. Um, and how can you be who you want to be? How can you, how can you live, how can you be the person that you want to be, even though like physically you might not be that person, you know, if you don't like being a carnivore, how can you, how can you still be a carnivore, you know, and in our world right now, like you can, you know, if you don't like being a guy, you can be like a female now, but in this show, I don't. I think there it kind of has more of the approach of like you know how can you put up with being yourself if that's even possible you know that's where I see the analogies I don't know if I'm explaining it too well but like I really connect with that and I fuck with that a lot because I regardless of your perspective on like gays and like transsexuals and stuff this show is talking about that it's talking about that conflict that a lot of people have and like that conversation that a lot of people have questions on um what it means to be you even though like the body that you're in is not the body that you want to be in like there's a part where lego she's like i wish i wasn't a wolf i wish i didn't have to be like when he's talking to the insect he's like i wish i didn't have consciousness i wish i didn't like i wish i didn't have the mental capacity to worry about these things to like worry about um the differences between like other people and other species you know i wish i didn't have these like desires that i myself only have because i am a wolf um yeah i've you know sometimes i wish i was a dog sometimes i wish i didn't i wasn't a guy sometimes i wish like whenever i talk to a female i wasn't thinking of sticking my dick inside them so i empathize with that a lot sometimes i wish i was a dog sometimes lego she wishes he was an insect and these are questions and these are these are things about life that I ask myself all the time, and this show is asking them, and it has very interesting, very cool conclusions to those things. Um, respect life, you know? Vinland Saga says love is discrimination, um, and Beastars says respect life. And if you really think about it, I'm not going to fucking explain it, but if you really think about it, both of them, like, coincide with each other. The, mess the messages converge. Love is discrimination means to love everybody equally regardless of like who they are and like don't don't discriminate against one person in favor of another. B-Stars is the exact same thing. Respect all life like regardless of who it is. You know, admire everybody, respect everybody. I empathize with that. That's very smart. That's good writing. That's why I like this season. Despite all of its issues, despite all the stuff I didn't like about it, shit, that was the core of, of this season, and I enjoyed that. And, um, yes, that was another thing that I had to say. I, I, now I really don't think there's anything else I have to say. Besides besides the murder stuff. Is there anything you wanted to say in regard to that? I know I'm just kind of rambling, but, like, you know, I, I, I wrote notes. I, I had a lot to say about this one. Man, everything you said was uh, was well said. Thank you, thank you. I appreciate that. I love I love B Stars. Um, I really like it. It's a good show. Nah, you made me see it in a different light. For mm -hmm. real. Thank you. I'm I'm glad I'm glad that I can share my 
perspective. I'm glad I'm glad you're seeing it differently. Um, cause I, and it makes me upset kind of like I, I shouldn't be upset about this, but like, it makes me upset because like, I try to recommend this show to other people and it really oh, is kind oh, of like yeah. another thing, bro. But other people, yeah, I don't even know if I want to go into it, but like a lot of other people just don't want to watch this show because it's the furry show, but it's not yeah. even like that. It's not even that kind of like it's, it is. Really not. It really, it is the furry show, but it's not the furry show that people think it is. It's not like the furry show that gets you horny because they're furries, you know? Um, yeah. And it was just really frustrating because like I, I recommended it to somebody and I was like, yo, you should watch Beastars. He's like, you watch that fucking furry shit, you faggot. I was like, what the fuck? Really? And I was just really upset. But um, I love it. None of my friends are going to watch it, but you watched it and I'm glad you watched it. And I'm glad I finally get to talk about it with somebody and they get to validate my point of view. Um, yeah. And I really love this show. And I don't know anybody else that sees it the same way that I do. I feel like it's a show that's very, like, very thoughtful in, like, identity and stuff. And that's that's a conversation that a lot of people don't want to have. That's, a, that's something that a lot of people don't want to think about. So, like, by proxy of them thinking that it's stupid because it's, like, furry stuff and they don't want to get into it, they automatically wouldn't understand what this show is trying to say. Because, like, that is intertwined with the themes of the show. You know? Right. So that's that's all I got um in regards yeah. to that. And uh you can never, you cannot recommend this show. Say again? Say that again? You cannot recommend this show. Yeah. Yeah, I right, mean man, you have to be like a thoughtful, open minded person. It's like you have to be deep deep into anime, I would say as well. Yeah, if not, you're like surface deep, level. But like yes. if you're just shown in level yeah. And then yeah, there's no way they're gonna watch it. Just like Mononoke, okay. you can never like recommend. Yes, Mononoke. yes, exactly. But that's I what I really love. Um, Go ahead. Like I can recommend like Castlevania. They'll get the the they like their feet wet a little. Mm -hmm. But like Mononoke, Mushishi's, Death Raids, fucking all shits like that. All shit like that. Spice and Wolf. Yeah, and it, even like even some of my female friends. Um, I don't know. I just kind of assume that some of them are more open-minded than others because they're girls. So maybe they don't have those stigmas, but even they have those stigmas too. I was like, yo, you should watch Beastars. And they're like, is that the fucking furry show for faggots? And I'm like, oh my God, like really? So it's frustrating. Um, thank you for talking to me about it, Manny. Thanks for watching it. I appreciate it. I'm glad I got to talk about it. Let Okay. I, I've been saving the final battle for last because that's like, there's so much to unpack from that, and I have so much to say about that. Do you have anything to say about the final battle? The final bit? Well, for a second, I thought he killed Rui for a second. I was like, he ate <laughs> No, they were saying his leg. They were saying his leg. It was, it kept saying his leg. Oh, you mean Did like he, he lost? No, Did the whole- the whole conversation was about like, yo, eat a part of me so that you can go, like thing. Don't eat all of me. Okay. I must miss. I was like, this is crazy. I know this is crazy. I know it's crazy, but it's because I'm at work. I probably missed this part, but yeah. When, when he was like, eat me. I didn't see the part of me thing. So yeah. like when he, when he went in, 
I was like, wait. I was like, no. well, it was the dub. So like the the lines yeah. might have been different, and it might have you might have interpreted it as like, whoa, 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 what the fuck? So they might have written it I differently. That, I think that's what it was as well. Yeah. Because even when I watched the dub, I still had the subtitles on. You know, the subtitles mean absolutely shit in the dub. We're not even the same fucking word. Bro, like, fuck Netflix and like their dub subtitles. It's so fucking annoying. I hate that. It's, it's dog shit. Like, yeah. it's, it's so poor. Like, so bad, but yeah. So I was like, when he ate him and he showed up big as fuck, yeah. blood on him, I was like, did you fucking kill the roofie? <laughs> oh man I, I thought that and I was like yo he actually killed Rui bro. this is the big thing of the show this season he killed Rui <laughs> and, and in your head you're probably like the show is trying to justify this the show is trying to justify that he ate Rui like oh man oh man that would have been a so I was like I was like I was like, why? Why did he do that? I was like, he can just call the snake police. Oh my god. The snake police. Holy shit. Oh, you're killing like, me. Bro, you really have to kill him? You can just call the 911, bro. <laughs> like, fuck. Oh my god. Oh. <laughs> I, was, I, was, I was actually like going crazy. I was like, what is this show doing? <laughs> <laughs> That's really yeah. funny. And then um, I, just see, I just see Rui, no leg. I'm like, yeah. No, I was tripping. All right. Yeah. I'm going to talk about the whole murder mystery now. I'm going to go into that. Um, yeah, I'm going to. I was talking on my phone. So I loved the entire thing with. What's the, what's the bear's name? Fuck. I don't know. I'm I really want to talk to you there. I'll find out. I, really I wrote his name down in my notes. Riz. That's his name. His name's Riz. Um, cool name. It is a cool name, right? Damn. Someone could eat me <laughs> if you wanted to kill me and your name was Riz. It, it coincides with his character because he's a fucking... He's a bear. And it's a cute little Winnie the Pooh bear name. I love... And, and going back into what I was saying about like the ideology of the show and like how... like you have to kind of as a carnivore you have to hold yourself back and like the similes with how like your nature goes against like what you want to be and what society like wants of you um he, like i love how riz's arc where he has to like take like muscle stimulants or like bear stimulants that like calm him down and he like doesn't take that because he feels like he's betraying like himself as like a man i love i love that i think that's like a really really cool like arc for that character i love his justification for eating tem i love that entire arc i love the conflicting ideology between um be the conflicting ideology between riz and legoshi reminds me a lot of the conflicting ideology between me and lewis lewis is riz and i am fucking legoshi lewis would eat a carnivore i i would try i would try to befriend the carnivore um <laughs> uh i mean lewis would eat a herbivore excuse me i would try to befriend the herbivore and uh i just really like that i empathize with that a lot it connected with me a lot and i thought it was very thoughtful um give me a second i have to make sure my my thing is 
sense. He's going around just telling people nuts. Yeah, he was. He was. News. Bro, just like when people were saying that Dragon Ball Super was going to come back, um, there was this period in time where like, there was like, I don't know, there was one year where people were like, yo, Super's going to come back. And I'm like, where do you see that? It's like, Facebook. And I'm like, it's on Facebook. It's not true if it's on Facebook <laughs> by default. And uh, it was someone... It was someone that doesn't like to be wrong. So I was like having an argument with him. And they were like, yo, it's going to come back. And when July rolls around and it comes back, you're going to look fucking stupid. And I was like, all right, bro. All right. July came around. Didn't fucking come back. <laughs> it was. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't want to. I didn't want to say his name because I, I didn't want to. I didn't want to expose him. But he did. But that was what he was doing. And I was getting ticked off. I was like. It's Facebook. You don't believe what happens on Facebook. And he's like, it's the official account. There's no such thing as an official Dragon Ball Super Facebook account. At least I don't think. Why would they do that? <laughs> what are they marketing Dragon Ball to? Boomers? <laughs> I mean, I guess so. Uh, yeah. I hope he's okay. Hope he's living lavish. I don't know what he's doing. He's still he's selling drugs. That's all I know. Selling weed. The struggle. Get your get expect, your paper. I didn't expect that from him, but it is what it is. Yeah. That's what everyone's doing it. I don't really hold that against him. Doing I, don't, I don't really hold it against him. Yeah. I didn't I really didn't expect it. Maybe he's not doing yeah. it anymore, but he was last time I talked to him, which was years ago. So so uh you so i can you, uh, i can continue my b stars if, if you're ready yeah, to do that. Yeah. all right yeah, um i was talking about like uh the the um the uh, the connection between like me and lewis's relationship and our conflicting ideologies on like how men and women should treat each other and the conflicting ideologies about how herbivores and carnivores um should be treating one another between riz and legoshi and i really like that fight that they have in the bathroom so it's like this mix of like shonen tropiness where they're like having an anime fight but at the same time there's like you know like narrative like development happening and like they're clashing in their ideology and it's like it's just a very well written like suspense like mystery narrative because um even when you discover that it's Riz, it's just like the stakes are so high. He might kill someone else and you don't know where it's going to go. And like, oh, she is training. So I really liked all that. And I don't really have anything super negative to say about any of that. I love when Lego, she transforms into white Lego. She, I love when he gets his fur back, when he eats the insect. Um, I love how that like that change in his character design represents that he like is more nourished and like, you know, he's, He's not like fasting anymore, kind of. Um, in regards to the final fight scene, I love conceptually like how they go under a bridge and it's like, I love Lego She's justification for it where Rui's like, why don't you guys just stop fighting? Like, why don't you guys just stop? Like, you don't want to kill each other. And it's like, it's not about like killing each other. It's about like challenge. This is a argument about like our ideologies and I'm fighting him to prove to him like who's right kind of thing. It's about that. So... When he eats Rui's foot, it's about, like, you know, my relationship with Rui, my heartfelt relationship, my genuine, honest relationship with him. I ate his foot out of consent to fight you. 
and I'm going to show you that my mindset is better than your mindset because I'm going to beat you with the advantage that my mindset gave me. If I didn't have the perspective and the beliefs that I have, then I wouldn't have the relationship with Rui that I had. And if I didn't have that relationship, then I wouldn't be able to eat his leg and beat the fuck out of you. And and I was ready for Legoshi to win that argument and win that battle. And I was ready for that to happen. I also really like, before I continue, I really like that Riz kind of admits that he's like wrong halfway through, but he's just kind of like, I've committed to this mentality for so long. I can't like back out now. I really like right. that. I thought that was like really cool where like they just kind of stopped and like they just started talking. I fucked with that a lot. Um, so I really love that final battle, like from a narrative standpoint in terms of like what it's saying and like how these two characters are coming to this like final conclusion. I was not, in terms of it being a fight scene and as like a narrative thing, after he eats Rui's foot, and Riz realizes, like, oh, I see the relationship that these two have. I I understand that, like, I'm wrong. Narratively, it makes sense, but, like, from, like, a... From, like, in terms of, like, the themes and the characters and, like, who they are and, like, what they're trying to say and stuff, it makes sense. And I like that Rui just kind of says, like, all right, bro, like, you win. Like, I'm, like, I'm sorry, you're right, like, I'm wrong. From a logical standpoint, it's really fucking annoying that he does that. Because the nigga ate Rui's foot. He ate the dude's foot. If you, because like a second earlier, he's like, yo, I know I'm wrong, but like, fuck it. And then like two seconds later, he's like, damn, you guys really are close friends. All right. Like, I really am wrong. I'm sorry. And from Lego She's perspective, it's like, nigga, you couldn't have said that shit like, like two minutes before I ate this dude's fucking leg, bro. Like now Rui doesn't have a leg. And for what? They didn't even fight. He didn't even get to use his buff chungus, big chungus legoshi. He didn't even get to use big chungus legoshi to his fullest. So from a fight scene, right? Just from like brain dead, I want to see two characters punch each other kind of mentality. They didn't even fulfill that. Legoshi has his literal super saiyan mode that he doesn't even get to use really. Which is very underwhelming. And yeah. narratively, it's like my man wasted it on just like, on, on like nothing. Like, I mean, narratively, it makes sense, but it's like, do you understand what I'm trying to say? Like, I get it, yeah. but like, I don't, I don't like it. I get it, but I don't like it because there's a large sacrifice that had to be taken just so he could change this dude's mind, whose mind was already kind of hip to like, Lego she's mentality like do I need to explain anymore? Do you understand what I'm saying? Uh, it's like bro, he ate the dude's fucking leg. He ate the dude's fucking leg and the dude's and then Riz is gonna be Riz should have just kept fighting out of respect for the fact that the nigga got his leg eaten. He should have just taken that ass beating. Just like out of respect for the fact that the, I'm serious. I'm not even I'm not even saying that like ironically. I think that it would narratively make more sense for Riz to be like beat my ass because you're only going to transform this way once you might as well have fun so just slap me around or something it was so upsetting and the last like five minutes of the show manny they feel so rushed like when the show ends i'm like oh that's it what what, what, what happened in the last five the last five minutes riz goes to fucking jail lego she yeah. gets like 
the equivalent of being a sex offender in the universe of Beastars. Um, and Rui doesn't have a leg, and him and Haru, he drops out of school at the end, and he tells out the Haru, and and all of that in like five minutes. And it's the same episode. That could, I don't know, that stuff seems like it should be its own episode, but it happened like in the last five minutes, I'm like, okay. Um, and that was just like, and and like I said, a lot of the stuff that happens in the ending deflates a lot of the stuff that happens earlier. Like, Legoshi dropping out of school, it deflates all the character, like the, the snake guy, that doesn't matter anymore. He dropped out of school. Who gives a shit, you know? Um, Legoshi dropping out of school deflates all of the drama that he had with, um, with like Bill and stuff. And like those relationships, they don't really matter anymore. He's not going to fucking see those guys again. At least I don't think he, he is. Why did he drop out of school? Why did he drop out of school? Fuck. It was... Cause it, I think it, I think just because he wants to be like I don't know a better person and like school's not gonna benefit him for that. Um, I don't remember exactly. You want to look it up? Yeah, well, I guess because I'm reading because his criminal record, no school is gonna allow him. Plus, there's no way he's gonna get into college. Right, right. Yes, that that's that's it. Yeah. Okay. I, yeah, I, I, I feel like it's that. bullshit that they gave him a a record, but he ate a dude. He ate the nigga's leg. <laughs> the nigga should have been like, "Yo, I gave it up for free." Like, <laughs> I know. In the world, like in the real world, it's like I consent. I consent, but like in the world of B stars, it's like. You ate the dude's leg. Don't matter. That's why the black market exists. You know? Because even if you do, like, sell your fingers to people, it's like, I guess that is considered a crime. It's the same thing as, like... Uh, I was about to say something, but maybe that was... I, I like how the black market is so, like, easily accessible. You yeah. Just walk Bro, because and I, I I think that's like a deliberate choice. I think that's like saying how like, yeah, this is technically illegal, but like we all want it. So like let's not do anything about it and let's just like leave it there. I like I like that. I think that's like what it's trying to say. How like everybody can just kind of go there, you know. No cops fucking roam in the black market. It's just there, you know. They got lights, <laughs> they got all these people, they got a community, they talking, they're laughing, they got buildings. Herbivore strippers. Um, see, that's what I was saying. Um, if the cops, the cops can literally just stand outside the black market, look inside, and just catch someone doing something illegal and arrest them. <laughs> but they don't, because they're like, because it's I don't know. There's so many people around, or, or I don't know. Maybe, maybe cops are carnivores too, so they just like the black market. Um. Yeah, I... They go down their break. <laughs> but, like I was saying, I think the ending deflates a lot of the stuff um, that the season set up. You know? Like, Rui leaving the Mafia, a lot of the stuff that you introduced with Rui and his, like, conflicting ideologies and stuff, that doesn't matter anymore because he's not in the Mafia. 
a lot of the um, conflicts that Legoshi had with people at school, that doesn't matter anymore because Legoshi's not at school anymore. You know, I am not as interested in season three as I was in season two going into season two because the cliffhanger at the end of season one had a lot of things to have you looking forward to and a lot of questions to have you like excited. This one does not. And the ending is they jumped the gun too quick. This is one of those things where I'll say like they should have done more to earn this ending. I don't think they really earned this ending. I think the things that they did with like Rui and Legoshi specifically were a little bit too fast. I don't think Legoshi should have dropped out of school yet. I don't think that Rui should be out of the mafia yet. I wanted to see more of that and I didn't get to see enough. I'm a little disappointed, but like I said, that was not the core of the show. The core of the show was the mystery thing. And I did really enjoy that. And I can't deny that. So concluding, I really feel, I feel very synonymous. My feelings of Vinland Saga are very synonymous with this. It's like, I like it, but dude, you, you can't get away with this fucking writing. Like it's too all over the place. It's too like flawed. I, so I gave Vinland Saga a six. But I love the mystery narrative, and it does take up a majority of the show. So I'm giving Beastar Season 2. I'm going to give this a 7. It's a light 7. On your scale, it would be like a 7.0 like or something, like 7.1. On um, on my scale, it's like, just I just say like, it's closer to a 6 than it is to an 8. Um, yeah, it's really close to a 6, but I'm going to give it a 7, because it was fun, and I'm not going to deny how fun it was. And... You know, it still had great moments despite its issues. And I still love these characters and I still love these themes. And uh, I still, I'm going to watch season three and I'm still looking forward to the show. I'm just scared that they're going to fuck up the writing. I, just, I don't know where season three is going to go. I don't, this is where, fun topic, Manny. Fun, fun thing that I'm excited to tell you. Season three is going to be an original arc, not from the manga. That doesn't excite me. That does, that, it excites me. Because it, it shows me, Manny, it shows me that the manga is poorly written. Like I'm assuming. Like I'm guessing. I'm guessing that the manga is poorly written. And it's like not very good. And he like jumped the gun. So, he's adding more stuff to make it better. He's patching the show. So, I'm really excited. Because I did not have you're my saying, You're things. saying he's adding stuff or it's going to be a completely different thing? It's a the way they said it is like an original arc. So I assume that this arc is going to coincide with what's going to happen in the future. Assuming. I don't think it's going to be some filler shit like per se, you know? I don't believe so. I have high this, hopes. This, this better not be Promised Neverland. <laughs> no, I oh, I hope not. It might be. <laughs> it might be. If it is, the show's finished. The show's done. Yeah. I agree. I agree. The show is actually done. Did you send me something on Discord? No. Oh no, that was someone else. Um, I'll send you the uh, the tweet or the anime news network is news network B stars. B stars, man. I I don't know. I I like. I remember liking season one more. I like season one more. I give season one an eight. Season one is an eight out of ten. Season two, season one doesn't have as many issues. Season one is like 
genuinely good. It has a fucking great ending. It has a great introduction to its characters. It's a it's easy to do the setups, Manny. The setups are so easy. It's easy to tell your audience it's going to get better and there are things to look forward to. It's not easy to fulfill those setups. And a lot of series don't do it and Beastars might not do it, but we'll see. Um, we'll see. Yeah, I'm gonna link it into the uh, the Discord. But I'm gonna read the article for you. It's through a tweet. Thanks to everyone who supports our show. Orange will continue to animate the show. Artwork provided by. Um, hold on. Studio Orange announced on Wednesday that the television anime of Beastars will have a new arc. Netflix Japan also announced the anime's new arc and it opened a new website. That's the wording they use. Why would they be so specific about that wording if it wasn't like an original arc? So it's, I'm pretty sure it's original and it could be terrible. It could be good. I'm cautiously optimistic. So I'll watch season three and, uh, I don't watch a lot of anime, many. So if I say that I'm going to watch a third season or I'm going to watch the next season, even if I didn't really like the season or even if I had, like, harsh criticisms, that's a good thing. So despite me talking shit about the show, despite me saying negative things, I will watch the third season. If I drop a show, that's that's bad. It's bad for me to say that I don't want to watch another season. But I'll watch the next season of this. I I'll give it a chance. Um, I don't really have as much of a reason to after season one. Um, but yeah, so I rambled about my stuff. Do you have anything else that you want to say about Beastars? Um, like that final battle or anything? No, I really don't. Uh, I don't know. I was kind of, I was a little disappointed. With the whole thing? Yeah, I don't know. I thought, I think I was, my expectation was just a little too high. Yeah. I feel that. I, I, didn't, I, I didn't think it was bad. I thought it was solid. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. Okay. Ratings? Uh, huh? Ratings? Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Yeah, I'm trying to think. Take your time. What show were we talking about before this? We were talking about Made in a... Abyss, I believe. We were talking about JoJo yeah, Made in Abyss. I gave Made in Abyss a seven. You gave Made in Abyss a seven. You said it's seven. Beastars is in that same range. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think. So when I rate shows, I like to rate. I like to rate them in whole. You know what I mean? I don't like rating different seasons. Yeah. So I would compare it like season one is this good, this good, and so is this good. You know if I, mean? I had to rate B stars, well, I, I agree with you. I like to do that as well. But anime and manga is the way they are produced, they're of ever shifting quality with each new season. One season can come out and it can change the entire fucking like tone of the show. You know, it can make the entire thing like dog shit. So I do like to separate them by seasons. But if I had to give B stars an overall rating, season two does not diminish season one season two does not like deflate 
the goodness of season one. Season one is like Promise Neverland one. And season two is not like Promise Neverland season two. Season two is just kind of like, I don't really fuck with it, but I can pretend like it doesn't exist and I can still enjoy Beastars. <laughs> so, you know, there's still stuff to look forward to. Rui is still there. He doesn't have a leg now. So that's going to be an interesting thing. Haru and Legoshi are still going to have their relationship. And if you really like that about season one, you have that to look forward to. So overall, it's still an eight. I gave season one an eight. I give season two a seven. Overall, it's still an eight because the problems of season two are exclusive to season two and they don't drag season one down. At least not for me. I don't know. The show's probably going to fall like... It is, probably. The mid-seven. No, I'm saying it's going to fall in the mid-seven. Oh, okay. I thought you meant fall in general, like it's probably going to get worse. Probably is. All anime get worse, Manny. <laughs> not true, not true. <laughs> we'll see. We'll I'm see. scared. After Promise Neverland, I'm scared of season twos now. <laughs> well, Promise Neverland is a very special case. It's a very unique scenario. I don't think there's been anything ever like it. That. Is, it is unique because you, it's because the, it was directed by the nigga who made the manga. So he made that shit. So he he did the bullshit. So it's like you can't even like blame nobody else. You blame that guy, you know? <laughs> like he really. Could, it that's the thing that makes it like it's not like you can blame the studio. Like you have to blame this fucking guy. And they it probably told be. him. They probably dealt him a bad card. It was like, yo, you only have twelve episodes. There's something behind the scenes going on, bro. Yeah, either sure, he but... either he didn't want to have the anime go on or they didn't want to do the an it has to be one way or the other they must have told him bro. they must have told this nigga like yo you get one more fucking season bro i read that shit i read that yeah. ending fuck you you got you got 12 episodes yeah, there's, Make no way. there's no Many way because season one was so successful it was extremely successful bro, and like, like i don't believe in like just making an anime based off the manga like attack on titan season three manny they changed the events and the sequence like in how it plays out and mm -hmm. people say it's better. People say the anime is better. It's not just animation and a one-to-one -one adaptation. They literally will, like, write new lines and add shit. They add shit, Manny. They add shit. Attack on Titan yeah, is a good add, adaptation. Fine, but taking away shit, is, that's the It's problem. not fine. It's exactly. So They took so much. <laughs> what I'm trying to say is that, like, I feel yeah. like some... I feel like creators especially when their series is successful, I feel like they do have the freedom to do what they want to do. I do not think that a studio or a producer told this dude who had one of the most successful fucking shows, stop making like new seasons. I think the dude who made Promise Neverland was like, I don't want this to get made for whatever reason. That's literally like the only conclusion I can come to. And I don't know why. Maybe he just got sad because everyone shit on the manga when it ended. Because people did not like the ending of the manga. Like, the manga, like, you know, the one that was paced supposedly, like, to his intent, right? And, like, wasn't, like, you know, sh super short or whatever. People did not like the manga at all. So maybe he just got burnt out. Because people were saying that about the manga, where it was like, what the fuck was that ending? That was, like, stupid and, like, like contrived and, like, forced. And people were saying that about the anime. So maybe the nigga was just like, I fucking hate this show. I don't want to do it anymore. <laughs> maybe he was just... Maybe he... Manny, I'm telling you, the setups are maybe. easy. He did the setup, and maybe he couldn't do the payoff. And it sucks, because the setup is so good. 
It's so good. The demons are eating the babies. How are we gonna stop it? What are they doing? What are they? How is they? How are they living? And then, wah wah, as Lewis Carrero would say, wah 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 wah, wah wah. Ah, <laughs> oh. wah wah. That's what he does with his hands. Do that booty. Wah 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 wah. That, is that not what he does? He does that shit nah, all the time. I, I, I haven't, I haven't, yeah. <laughs> I haven't heard that shit in a while. Though. I remember, I remember that shit. <laughs> I remember he did that at the lunch table all the time. Go wah wah whenever an anime episode was bad, or whenever he'd be like, "Cobra Bebop is shit." Ha ha wah wah wah, and then he always do that. Uh, but fucking Lewis. <laughs> yeah. What was I? Yeah, Promise Neverland. Season twos are scary, Manny. Season threes are scary. Season three of Beastars is gonna be scary as fuck. Shit might be ass. <laughs> season two of uh, season two of a lot of things is scary. That's why I fuck with one season shows, Manny. That's why I like sh- things that are short. The shorter, the better, because you plan that shit out from beginning to end. It's probably not gonna be ass. But the ones that are super long and are good, it's like damn. <laughs> fuck with this that's why they were classics yeah all right i hate i fucking hate, <laughs> hate what why why did they let me let me down what are you talking what promise everland yeah that was such a letdown dude i'm sorry manny <laughs> this what you know happens dr stone season two is actually all right Oh, you're talking about Dr. Stone specifically? Yeah. People don't dislike it, right? It's Stone Wars. It's Stone and... I, I liked it. Yeah. Okay. I was saying people don't dislike it. That's what I was saying. Like, yeah, I thought yeah. people liked it. I I assume, given what I read, that it's still good. Like, I, I can't imagine that series is, like, bad now. It was too good. Guy seems like he knows what he's doing. Star Wars is cool. But yeah, uh, we can talk about Mononoke now. Um, we talked about Made in Abyss. We talked about... All right. Mononoke. Mononoke, the most... The most creative anime? Hmm. You know what? You know what's funny about Mononoke? Like, obviously, it gets so many comparisons to Mushishi. But yes. I, I don't know. I don't think it's better than Mushishi. Oh, it did... It's not a perfect show. It's definitely, no, not. definitely not perfect. It's, but... it's extremely creative, but like, it's very flawed in my opinion. I have a lot of issues with with the show, and um, it's only twelve episodes. And like, I haven't watched Mushishi, but given how you talk about it, and given how other people talk about it, and given just like what the impression that I get from just seeing how many episodes it has, and seeing like the poster and seeing like that it has kind of a main character that seems like he has more of like a personality than this guy um i get the impression that that show has more going for it and it's more creative and it has more concepts that it can like work with you know this show is very basic it's the 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 concept of like mononoke and how they work in this universe is very limited you can't do a lot of stuff with it that's why there's only 12 episodes and those 12 episodes aren't even like 12 stories 
out of all the episodes of Mononoke, there's one, two, three, four, five, six. I think there's six stories. If you count the one from... Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. If you count the one from the other one, but yeah, um, where do you want to start? Do you uh, which like? Do you want? Do you want to like helm this conversation, or do you want me to go on my on my tangent? Actually, I want to hear your, your issues. Okay, you want to hear my issues or my? Because I, I mean, I got nice things to say too. It's, it, there's yeah, yeah, a lot, got, there's a lot to appreciate. Well, Okay. Start with the issues. Yeah. Okay. Let me pull out my notes real quick. Um, Mononoke. All right. So, um, okay. Let me let me think. It's basically when it comes to my my issues. Um, I do like the show a lot, but. A lot. I think my biggest issue is that just like not every story is like really strong, and like not all of them yeah. are like very as good as each other. Like, I think th- if I had to rank like the stories in terms of like my favorites, the the abortion one and the the black and white one with the dudes like smelling the incense, those two are my favorite, and and the one from Ayakashi Samurai. That one, that one's od. That one has like much higher production value. It's a lot less, it's, it's much more direct in my opinion, but it retains the style. Um, Mononoke, the, the anime is very vague with it's like how it's telling you like what's going on. And I appreciate that. And I like that. I like things that challenge me and expect me to kind of figure things out by myself. Um, but the other one being that it was three episodes self-contained, wasn't going to have anything else. It was kind of like we're going to tell you how this works, but we're also going to kind of still have our style going. And it didn't feel out of place. You know, it, it felt like it felt right. And I like those the most because animation wise, they were the best thematically. I think they had the best story. I think that, um, they had the best color palette and like art style. Um, I think the colors popped much more in the Ayakashi Samurai Horror Tales. I think everything's a little bit desaturated in the new, like, Mononoke, um, which isn't like bad. I mean, that's clearly what they're going for, and uh, I, that's really just that's like my number you one. You think it's exaggerated? You went the, yeah. the, the, sea, the sea bishop story. I thought that shit was oh, super cold. Well, I mean, there were a lot of colors, um, but I think overall. Did you watch okay. the Ayakashi Samurai Horror Tales? Yeah. Do you feel like the colors are just like brighter and like they just have more like fullness to them? Like I look at like this uh-huh. and it just looks like everything is like like lesser, like not as bold, you know? It's like everything's like slightly grayed out, at least to me. I think first off, first off, that Ayakashi, I don't know why I don't know why the anime looks like that. It looks like that show is. It came out in 2006. It looks like that show came out earlier. You know what I mean? You th- I feel like for its time, it's kind of. It looks kind of bad. I think it's the. I I blamed the rip of like what I was watching it on more than like the actual quality of the show. First off, it was 480p. Second off, um, the subtitles were like wrong. 
like a lot and they were like a little bit all over the place i don't think like visually like animation wise i thought it looked really good you know are you serious because yeah like, I, it looked better I than pr from a production standpoint in terms of like 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 i don't know frames and like how like visually it looked and like you know if, if you want to say like you know the budget and stuff it looked like it had a higher budget than what these were going for it looked like they were more ambitious with that in terms of like what they could do like animation wise you're saying you're saying you thought the Aikashi had you said that had specific story the the mononoke story in Aikashi that specific one felt like it had a bigger budget than any of the stories in the other one you don't feel that way Ali, you're bugging. Well, I'm bugging. When I, when I, first of all, like I was saying, like 2006, Mushishi came out in 2005. Mm -hmm. Does Mushishi, Mushishi look looks, better? Looks way better. I, I don't know. I feel like I was watching like. Well, Ghost in the Shell and Akira like, came out in the 90s, so like, you know, you have to understand. I, I'm not even comparing it to those. It's like I feel like the show. It looked like it came out in the. It looked like a 90s show, like. But it was like 2006. So I think 2006. Like Samurai Champloo came out 2005. That show looks incredible, even now. Mm -hmm. I feel like the production quality know. of Mononoke. I don't want to make this statement. This might be too bold. I feel like it's on par with Samurai Champloo. I looked at it and I'm like, wow, the budget is like so much higher. The characters are moving at like a higher frame rate. There's like so much more going on in the screen. It doesn't feel like they're as limited with like how much a character can move. When I watch like the new one, it feels like they are cutting corners a little bit um, to the extent that where it doesn't hamper the show's quality, but like it, it's noticeable to me where it's like characters don't really move. And when they do move, you cut away and you don't really like show the move. You know, it's always like a slight head movement or something like that. And then maybe like whenever shit goes crazy, it's like when he transforms into like golden Mononoke or golden medicine vendor. Um, but Terrence, I'm interested I, I that you said like, that. I kind of like that style more though. I Cause like, understand. Cause I, I know the, the show is going for like the artsy and it's like, when I look at the, the Mononoke shows, like, it's like, I just think of a, a painting. It's so a, I'm it's, like, it's a Edo period painting. It's trying to emulate yeah, that so, style. And I agree so with I didn't. I agree. So I didn't, I didn't like them not moving and that really bothered me. I think it added to the style. I agree with you. I think it was just a really fresh change of pace for me because I got like six episodes into the anime, like Mononoke, and then I watched Ayakashi Samurai Haruto's. I'm like, whoa, this is like, this actually has a budget. But I do, I do stand by what you said. Like, I do think the art style is trying to reflect an Edo period style painting. Like if you go look up Edo period art and you look at like, just like a painting of like, you're like, yep, that's what Mononoke looks like. That's what it's trying to do. That's why it has this, like this uh, gradient overlay where it's like, you can see wrinkles, like paper wrinkles, like over the show kind of. Um, that's why, you know, it has this like very distinct color palette where it's like, you know, green and red and just like stuff that you would see in like an Edo period thing. Um, yeah, like you're you're absolutely right, Manny. It it is trying to be like that, and I do think that them not moving adds to that. Um, yeah, you're right, and I do appreciate that about the show. But I uh, 
I don't know. I also I also felt that way about the other one, even though it was more colorful and maybe it being more colorful and more bold and just like stronger. I don't think it's more colorful though. Maybe colorful is not the right word. You know how Naruto just looks fucking gray? Do you know yeah. what I'm trying to say? I feel no, like Mononoke just... feels desaturated. Like listen like desaturated I don't know if that's the right vocabulary, but what I'm trying to say is like the colors feel washed out. It feels like they painted it and it's been there for a while and like they're chipping, you know, they're there and it is very colorful, but they're not as bold. It's not like a fresh coat of paint. When I watch Ayakashi Samurai Horror Tales, it feels like, ah, they just painted this. They just, they just did this. When I watch Mononoke, it's like, it's been sitting there for a while. And I think that's part of the aesthetic. I think that's intentional. And I don't really dog the show for that. I just kind of, after seeing it for so long, I, I my eyes just kind of, uh, I don't know. It, it gets tired of it, I guess. <laughs> I heard the sound effect. Ding! Yeah. Are you looking at the episodes right now? Is that what you're doing? Hold on. Take your time. I'll peep my notes. First of all, what what you says you saw the whole Ayakashi thing, right? Yes, I did. What do you think? What do you think about the other stories? I didn't. No. Oh wait, no. I'm sorry. I didn't watch the whole thing. I only watched the Baka and Echo. I bought the Blu-ray though, so I'm gonna watch the whole thing eventually. Oh, the opening, the opening. Talk about that. The, that that yeah. shit is sick. Yeah. Yo, that that is such like, bro. It's so different than the other one. The other one's like ha ya he, ha ha, and this one's like it's like some fucking digimon shit yeah i um i i did like t you you tell me you tell me what you think so i can so i can say what i think like in contrast to you i don't know i just think mononoke mm -hmm. looked way better than aikashi okay Keep going though. Like, Be beyond just I that. think, like, especially when it comes to like, like the Sea Bishop story with the, especially when the dudes. I love how the boat the story, and then like the boat looks crazy, but when they're underwater, the fishes are going around them. So. Yes. Yeah. I love the design of the boat. I love the interior. I love how many floors there are. I love how there's like a fish tank in there. I love how that's animated. <laughs> My stories was the. My favorite story was the, the mask one. Cause yeah. Because I've seen so many, I've read so many different theories about what it means. And first of all, I want to ask you, like, don't you, I feel like I would get this show more if I was Japanese. Don't you think so as well? Because one, the subtitles fucked up, but two, I feel like. The subtitles were so fucked up. They they did not yeah. explain what they were trying. Ayakashi Samurai Horror Tales subtitles that were like fan subtitles i don't know what site you watched it on but what i watched it on was like clearly like a fan did this and i don't think this is like the official subbing for this show um or this is like an old sub or something they were different than the ones in uh mononoke mononoke was like 
the reason is the attitude of the heart. Nigga, what the fuck does that mean? Like, <laughs> I don't, like, how am I supposed to decipher that? But in Ayakashi Samurai Horror Tales, they just say, they say that, um, I hope I wrote this down. I hope I did. Um, they explain it very vividly. They say, essentially, shape, truth, and reason are just kind of, shape is what the Mononoke is and, like, what form it takes. Truth is, um, what happened that like caused the Mononoke to be a Mononoke and the reason is just why did so it's just it's like who what and why essentially that's that's what those three things are but they don't really fucking explain that well so I'm just kind of I was kind of watching the whole show mildly confused as to like what they were tr doing I understand the idea of like now I get it but like I didn't really get it like as I was watching it for some of them and it kind of detracted from my enjoyment because I was a little lost sometimes. But um, yeah, the sub, it was, I blame the sub. I think the subtitles, and maybe the sub was bad because um, because maybe it's all tied to like Japanese dialect and like we can't really decipher it like at, in English and just, it can't just be like an easy sub. Maybe the easier you make it, you deflate from like what the Japanese version is trying to do. Subbing shows is not easy, Manny. It's not that simple. And I imagine it was difficult to try and sub this show. So I'm not going to give it too much slack. Um, I agree with you. It probably was really hard. But, yeah. Keep going, though. Uh, yeah. Like, I read so many theories on the mask one. Mm-hmm. And, the, like, a lot of people, like... I like what do you... Show, like, what do you... Keep going. I'm sorry. I was going to talk about the mask one, but you can keep going. I like how the show, it doesn't tell you, like, really what's going on. Yes. Got, like, a lot of, there's a lot of theories how, like, the girl in the mask one, she's dead already. A lot of theories saying she's alive. Theories are saying that the mat, the mask dude was the medicine seller's, that was his golden body. Because mm. that same, this same nail, same skin tone, same hair color. They're saying that was him. Then at the end of the episode, he was smoking that same pipe that the mask guy was smoking. Mm. And um, I, 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 honestly, like I rewatched that whole mask thing because like, I didn't really get it the first time. So I rewatched it. I rewatched it like right, like kind of right before I called you. And like I, that was my favorite part. I feel like that was like that was the most confusing part. But after reading like so many theories and so many things about it. And we watched it, I, like, I enjoyed it, like, so much more. Yes. That is something that I value a lot in a show. I like something that's challenging and that, like, tests your, like, metal as to, like, whether you're paying attention, whether you're invested. Something that knows that you won't get it the first time and it's it's something that, like, wants you to watch it multiple times in order to understand it. I love shit like that. And that mm -hmm. is one of those things. Um, and I I love the first episode because it's, like, it gives you just enough information to where it's like you can kind of figure it out for yourself. We're not going to tell you what this little balance thingy is. We're not going to tell you fully how like all the rules work or what his transformation is. They don't show you his transformation in the first episode. They don't really show you, but you see it for like half a second. So even though I didn't watch Ayakashi Samurai Horror Tales and even though... Like, I didn't fully know what unsheathing the sword would look like. That one cut of just, like, the dude, like, you know, in his, like, final stance as if he already, like, sliced the blade or whatever or, like, unsheathed it. I was like, 
Oh, I get it. Like, I, I'm connecting the dots without having you have to tell me. The show tells you through the means of filmmaking. It tells you through the means of editing. It tells you in a way that the medium of film can only tell you. And I love when things are able to use the visual medium to its fullest. And Mononoke does that through editing and through cinematography. Very deliberate cinematography and very deliberate editing. Cinematography is where like the camera is at any given moment and editing is like how it cuts in each specific moment. And it's all very deliberate and all very specific. And the audio design, the sound design in this show is very particular too. The sound effects and like how they're used. Yeah, I love how the the sword, the teeth, the teeth bites. Yeah, he finds like, out the truth yeah, yeah, yeah. They don't even. He doesn't. You know, he doesn't announce it. He doesn't say it. Sometimes they don't even show the 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 sword. They don't even cut to the sword doing the sound. You just hear it, and you're like, uh oh, that's it. It's right there. You know, it expects yeah. you to be paying attention. It's a very. It assumes that you get it. Um, yeah. So. I'm glad you like the faceless thought, mask one. I thought this show was fucking like, cool as fuck. Yeah, it's very creative it and it's cool very good. Like, like I said earlier, he like he didn't even need to do the, the Super Saiyan thing mm -hmm. to make the show good. Yeah, and but it just it just came. Yeah. It was lit. But I love how whenever he does go Super Saiyan mode, it always is like. It always gets super creative, like visually, on like how he how he kills the Mononoke. Um, sometimes they just like the background just turns white and like the audio just That's cuts the thing, out. Bro. And, and the the fate the, the mask one, like once he once he does it, he's just standing with the sword like right on her neck, just standing there. Yeah. And then the next scene, he's sitting in front of her, mm -hmm. and she's like. And then like you don't even know if the girl dies. You don't know because she's the Mononoke, but you don't know if like he kills her or like if she like just leaves yeah. the house. Because you know what the thing is too in that same the same story like when he was like when she figured out she's the Mononoke, she was sitting at the house and they're like bring the sake, 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 and then she's looking out the window. She's like sitting there, and then she disappears, and then then the medicine seller is sitting there, and they're like bring the sake, and he's smoking the pipe, and he's like but no one's here and then he disappears and everyone stops talking and he like i still don't know what happened but i'm like <laughs> bro what just happened it's i i don't remember every detail of like that story so i'm not i don't and i didn't really look up any theories my conclusion that i came to at the end was that even if you are mononoke because with the sea bishop one the guy had the way they wrote it the guy had like a multi-personality disorder, I guess. And one personality birthed a Mononoke. So he was a Mononoke, but like one side of him was a Mononoke. So the other side of him didn't die, but one side of him did die in essence, right? Um, so it's not necessarily this purely physical thing where if you are a Mononoke and I kill you, then you're going to die. It's like, you know, if there is a bad part of you like inside, then that part of you is going to die. And like, that's going to be the thing. Unless you're like a but dead, unless you're literally like a ghost or something. But it is it is different with her case because he, he did have that that side of him. But but this one, like she was, you know, like, like she was it. You know what I mean? Because like, you know, because remember he was like, who did you kill? And she was like, I killed my family. Huh? He was like, who did you kill? And then like, it revealed that she was killing herself. Yes. Yeah. So it's like, 
if she's killing her, if she was, if she was just a half. Oh she, no, she wasn't she a half. She wasn't a half. Yeah, I'm just was, that's what I'm saying. She was a full. So yeah. like you don't know if when he did that Super Saiyan mode and was holding the sword, you don't know like did he kill her? Did he not? And then like did the fa- did she kill the family after he said no one's here? And plus, a lot, there's a lot of theories about. Oh, the medicine, what, oh so, yeah, so. that was at the end of the episode. I think when he said. Yeah. The, her whole goal is that she wants to like run away and like not be there. And he keeps telling her like run away. When he said no one's here, I, I thought that that was the show telling me like she survived and she ran away. And the Mononoke, which was an analogy just for like her, like not benefiting herself and her self-deprecating and like not doing what was like right for her. I thought that she was just like she she just understood like not to do that anymore and whether that was through the medicine seller's ritual thingy where he like killed a part of her it was very i don't know if that's what happened entirely i just assume that it's a very abstract show i don't feel like the rules yeah. are very concrete like that that could be a possibility but at the same time like him killing him on an okay just like in the ayakashi it can be the same like him getting rid of not getting rid but um laying them to laying them to rest like the cat was laid to rest and killing the moment of his the cat getting peace getting rid of his vent like vengeful soul yes, yes. no so it could be him like just letting her go into like an like it like she can like die like how she killed herself she can like mm-hmm. just let her go into this yes. afterlife yes. give her peace mm-hmm. peace of mind in the afterlife or it can be her just setting her free and like running away yeah you never know i thought that was the best the best story it was mm-hmm. so good plus it's, it, it just ties onto the theory, like who was the mask guy she was she got married to? Because yeah, I think it was the medicine seller, his other form. Yeah, and he used that form to like reinforce his ideas of like you don't have to self-deprecate yourself. And plus, you know, when he defeated that other guy, because the the other dude, the mask guy, like she would be like, I can't go back there. And he would like he can marry her, but he can't. If he stayed, if he stayed with her, she would have to keep reliving that that nightmare. Because that's like you know how she killed herself like plenty of all those times. Like if the thing was like I read that if he stayed with that the mask dude, he would have she would have to stay there, and he couldn't get her out of there. So that's it's so weird. I read so many theories, and I'm kind of getting scrambled right now. Yeah, that's understandable. I. I appreciate your tenacity yeah, in figuring that, this one out. I love that story. I yeah. love that story. My, so, yeah. um, my favorite one... I just love the first one. I think the first one is my favorite one, favorite one. I think I liked the one from Ayakashi Samurai Horror Tales because it was just so... Despite That's it my- like having... Despite it having like, you know, a different kind of art style, kind of, and being a little bit more direct... I still felt like it was very well directed and I there were many moments where like there were there were parts that I loved that were like very well edited and very well executed like I love how they're stuck in this room and he's like trying to keep them all in here and the guy like tries to open the door and they don't show the Mononoke but they have this first person perspective and they play the sound effect where it's like and they do the thing where it's like each frame is bleeding into the other frame so it looks like you're seeing it from the perspective of like a monster or something so it goes and then like 
it just cuts to the inside of the door and he's like pasting his like seals on the door like mad fast and it, it was just like there's the show has very sharp cuts it doesn't show the actual thing happening it usually shows the after effect of whatever is happening if he's like slicing somebody it usually doesn't show him do the slice it shows like after the slice or something you know if somebody dies or like gets hit it usually shows like after they like get grabbed or something and i just really like that it has a really nice style and a really nice um feel to it and i really love that in the first one the first one had such amazing fucking like editing and storytelling and it was like so perfect and the twist these are like these are stories these are like ghost mystery narratives essentially mm -hmm. they're 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 mystery stories honestly that's but that's what they are and um I feel like the first one is my favorite because I was not fucking expecting that at all. The twist of it being like an abortion place and the the what the Mononoke were, not expecting it in the slightest. Um, like I said, you implant something into the viewer's head and you get them to think one thing. And then like if they think, you know, another thing, like then if if they think one thing and you show them the real thing and it subverts your expectations, you've succeeded. With the faceless mask one, I kind of got under the assumption like, oh, it's just, I, I kind of guessed it like a little bit because they just did that in Sea Bishop. Sea Bishop was kind of, kind of the same thing where it was like, oh, the Mononoke is in you. You're the problem and you're like, you're being the issue. And it's a really human story about like the psychology of people and like, like, you know, right from wrong and coming to terms with like you know whether you should have done what you did so it's very easy to just say like you're the mononoke and you're the issue <laughs> and that's what they did in sea bishop and i was like that was kind of boring i kind of prefer when it's like a dead person or there's like more of a dynamic thing going on than just it's within you that's the problem and that's kind of what the faceless mask one was to me especially after sea bishop that's what kind of hurt it for me it came like right after one where they did something very similar, and I was like, mm. but it was much yeah. better than C Bishop um, to me as well. Because... Yeah, I think I think C Bishop is the, the worst one. Yes, yes, me too. A lot I, got... of, I was I was watching reviews on it too, and other people were saying that, and I'm like, okay, I'm glad I'm not alone on that one because it just seems so fruitless for most of it. It's just kind of like I don't know. It's it's the most simple. Cool about C Bishop is uh, I got I actually got to see it all. Go ahead. Um, this is good, man. This scene. Mm -hmm. it uh, looks fucking beautiful. Yes, it does. But this scene, uh, when he, you know how when he's telling his story at first and he's lying, it turns out he was lying the whole time, counterclockwise. <laughs> and then when uh, when thing caught him, the uh, medicine seller, he was just like the fish was like, like turned around again. He was like. Nah, that's you're lying. And like, that's, I wish I caught it the first time, but that's really there's a lot cool. of there's a lot of things that happen in the background of the show, especially yeah. in the last story. The last story, like, um, while the train's going, when the when the mayor died, or mm -hmm. he dies, you can like I say, Ayakashi, like you see him in a different element because you see him, like he gets scared, he gets frustrated, angry. He's super angry in that one. Yeah, he gets he, the Mononoke makes him bleed, and it's like different from the Mononoke one because the Mononoke he's always calm, cool, collect, nothing phases him at all. But it's cool in Ayakashi that like, like he was actually struggling. Yeah, and then he actually failed to unseed the fucking thing. 
Mm-hmm. And then uh, the fucking the yeah, bro, I remember that. Did now. it for him. The, the soldiers started screaming. Yes. And it showed him like the sword pretty much forced him to see what really happened. Yeah. So like it's like he didn't really figure it out on his on his own. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was I thought that was really cool. Yeah. I wish I wish they kept that same kind of style of him getting mad, frustrated, or can't just instantly solve everything like he did in Modern Okay. Yeah. That that's what was special to me in uh, Ayakashi. That I feel like that one does stand out a lot. And like it serves as like a interesting season finale kind of honestly um mm-hmm. to mononoke because like damn bro like that that was epic you know like the the medicine seller is more angry and bitter in like the ayakashi samurai horror tales than he is in uh um what's his face thing and he is in mononoke mm-hmm. Um, I do like I did like seeing him bleed and like the 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 monster like fighting back. It felt more like a battle. It felt more like you know I said I say this all the time, but I like when the tropes of like anime seep into like more creative like things that are kind of doing their own thing. But like uh, this one was kind of like you know its own unique little thing. And then but in Ayakashi Samurai Horror Tales, he has like a fucking anime fight with the, with the goblin cat. And I was like, oh, this is dope. Like I fuck with this. It's still Mononoke, and it's still the same thing. Um, and I still appreciate that the other one's there. But I really fuck with what's going on here. And I just love like so many moments and so many scenes. Like wh- like people fucking die in that one. There is like actual like real genuine stakes. And that's why I fucking love that one. The scene where he like kills all of them and their blood is like on the wall and it's like in a rainbow color. That's why I that's like partially why I say like it's more colorful because of moments like that where it's like holy shit. Like this wouldn't be in that show. Like they wouldn't do that in that in that show but um in mononoke uh i don't dislike the art style of mononoke i don't want it to seem like that i just juxtaposed to the to the bakeneko from ayakashi it it's very you know when you compare and contrast it can be a little bit you know i can kind of think one way or another about the other one um i don't know i i guess you see it different ways fucking yeah though i i like i like the abortion one i think it has a very clever twist you know it's a mystery narrative i don't like sea bishop because sea bishop doesn't have a good twist like the idea is like oh it's a whodunit story like who is the mononoke this time and it's like i think you did you mute yourself okay i can hear no you. okay but it's weird because the sea bishop one that the sam the other samurai that was there there's something about him. Did you see the after credits about him? Because he had an after credit scene where, like, he, go, he, you know how his sword broke? He goes to his sword and he's like, he's like, thank you. And I was like, did I miss something? Because, like, because I don't remember him having really a role in Sea Bishop, but why would they give him an after credits, you know? That's really interesting. I mean,. That's one of the things I didn't like about Sea Bishop. It felt like you had all these characters with their own identity and their own problems, and like by the end, none of it mattered because this guy's the Mononoke, and we only have to worry about him now. And I was like, oh, okay. Like I, that actually sounds really cool because the samurai guy had like a character and he had a conflict that was really interesting, and then they just didn't do anything with it. Um, so yeah, you, you got it after credit scene. It was cool that Kyle, uh, Kyle was like, hey, he's, 
the medicine seller from the ghost the ghost cat oh that? yeah bro oh shit i didn't even realize that fuck yeah I realized it. yeah kai was like it's the medicine it yeah. was funny too um that the the last story that that girl who looks like kyle apparently that's like her people are saying that was her reincarnation i saw i saw that in the under the scope review like on like mm. youtube i uh i missed that completely though i did not get that you missed both of those i i remember her saying the ghost cat i did not make that connection because okay. i watched ayakashi after C i watched sea bishop um yeah I, I watched i watched the ayakashi one last yeah and I, I i completely did not make that connection so now that you say that really? but i i made the connection that those characters were the same like kayo from ayakashi is the same character in like sea bishop and they just like repurposed her you know it's the same person she has the same character design and stuff so i was like oh they brought her back and then there was that girl in the Go ghost cat and i'm like oh she's fulfilling the role of kayo from ayakashi but for this one and i don't know why people come to that conclusion that she is a reincarnation but i'm interested to rewatch it because i'm gonna rewatch it i'm gonna watch the show again one day. it has to be because the the last story takes like that takes place in like the 1900s when the other ones are way back yeah that really confused me you know because so like it, go, it yeah. turns to a point where like the med like i said you don't know shit about the medicine seller he claimed in in uh, Ayakashi, he said he's human, but he has limitations. Yeah, barely like they might have changed that. He has a super saiyan form. He has the fucking he he's lived apparently he's lived for over like at least yeah like three hundred years. Why so, did he say he dresses like a medicine vendor again? He said it in like I either the last three episodes of. Mononoke, or he said it in Ayakashi, and I don't remember. He said, like, why? He's like, people don't take me seriously if I don't dress up like this, or something like that. I don't know. It was weird. I think I remember that. But, yeah. I, uh, I didn't... I don't know where people make that connection. Like, they look the same, of Kayo and the girl, but, like, what does that even... Yeah. Hmm. You know, I, I miss that. Like, it's funny how, like, some of, some of these, um theories uh-huh some of these theories nah some of these um some of these uh, like the ayakashi the ayakashi the, the cat he was definitely like valid for the things he was doing right like mm -hmm. you can't really say he was wrong but like you know it's i found it interesting how the medicine seller like he'd be like um Mononoke don't exist in this world. Even though, like, the cat had, like, a valid reason to do whatever he was doing. And, like, I agree with the cat, but, like, he was like, Ayakashi cannot exist in this world. And, uh... So he kills it anyway. Mm -hmm. Or, he doesn't really kill it, but you know what I mean. Yeah, I do. I do. I, and also, in the last episode, he was like... When he was saying all that shit, he was like, Ayakashi can't, can't exist in this world. And as long as they roam this world... And he disappears, and then the girl looks at the train tracks, and he's just gone. It's like I don't know. Shit. I, like, I don't even really remember that. To be honest, I feel so bad. I I don't. I no. I'm sorry. I remember him saying something like that, but I don't remember it like cutting 
in the middle. I, have, I actually just have it right here. I was about to look at it. It's fucking. This is a short clip. Then he's just gone. It's like, bro, where the fuck did you just fucking go? Oh. Let me pull that up myself. Let me see if I can. Wow. I did not remember that at all. I don't know, because while watching the show, I was like. Well, like the thing clasped, you know? So, like, he figured out the reason, truth, or shape, like, in that, right? That's what that means when it when it clicks. So, when it clicked, like, that that was, I don't know, maybe it has something to do with that. And, hmm. I, mm -hmm. I remember it's I... Because they, they, they showed that for a reason. They did, they, yes. They showed the girl looking at the tracks where he just was for a reason. Mm. So, like, I, I, what is, I don't know what the show's trying to say. The show in general? Yeah, like... Or, or like, this episode. Well, I mean, I... Because, like, okay. the, the, like, the episode's already done. Like, the show is done. It's like, why did they do that little scene right there? I am going to watch this, and I'm going to be quiet. I'm sorry. Give me a second. Oh, I get it. Are you watching it right now? What do you think? He's basically saying that, like, Mononoke are an analogy for like the evil that like exists in the world. The truth and reason are just like things that birth um what does he say like ill luck and karma are like the things that cause like a Mononoke. So the things that create a Mononoke are born out of like the negative traits or like negative things that humans do. And he's basically saying Mononoke will net will always be in the world. We will never be able to exterminate all of Mononoke. That's not how it works. But we can like exercise them. And by exercise, I think if you're drawing an analogy to like the real life, like what they're trying to say with the show, it's like we can curb, we can try and change and we can try and improve and we can try and fix the bad things. We can try and fix the hate or like the bad things that we did and learn from our mistakes. Um, we can't ex we can't exterminate in general, all the bad things that we do, but we can try and like grow from it, you know? And that's essentially what every single story does. Every single time one of these Mononoke stories, they grow from it, they learn something or or like somebody is forgiven or, or uh, you know, like a negative trait is expunged. The Japanese chimera, the, the, the piece of wood or whatever, um, has to is 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 killed so that it stops seeking uh vengeance i feel and then the the one with the face mask the one that you like that one is about like you know 
don't be self-deprecating towards yourself. The the C B nah, one. Trust me, like I, I I get what you're saying, but yeah, I get that part. But I'm talking about like why what? did all I all I, all I was asking is why did why, why did, did they have him there? Why did he say all this stuff? Disappeared and the girl look over the tracks. That's all I was talking about. Like, I get I get what he's saying. I get the show. Uh, I get that. For now. I was trying to get that. Let me watch this. I think the idea was like he was in that scene he was like fighting the cat and when he clicked to the thing he entered his like I'm gonna fight the cat dimension and he disappeared from the tracks. I don't you think know. he was gonna fight the, I don't think he was gonna fight the cat. <laughs> Wait, I, I see was the cat cured Tristan. at that point? Was it like fine? I mean he was just petting the cat. I don't think he was gonna kill like exercise the cat. He was gonna right. But I see this theory where when that whole dialogue, he was just talking to the audience. He's telling yeah. the audience to reveal him is true. But still, like, I, I really just want to know why, why did this, why did the show animate the girl looking at the train tracks? Because he she heard him. Because she heard him. I think. The way she he heard... Where, How did he disappear? Niggas disappear all the time that, in this show, though. That, <laughs> no, no. <laughs> Um, niggas disappearing is always like a cut, but like this was just like he was there, yeah. then he was there. It really has nothing to do with the show. It's really like why did they show that? And I would, I'd have to ask. You don't feel like, show. you don't feel like. Um, there are times where people go into like some form of like an alternate dimensiony kind of thing. Do you don't feel like there are times where it's like you are not on Earth right now and you are in a different plane of existence kind of i know that's i know that's stretching it and i don't want to like sound stupid by saying that but do you ever feel like oh the background is white they are not like they're in a weird place right now you know like i i guess you're saying but i don't i don't, I don't know how i understand I don't, i'm really what i'm asking is really doesn't really matter <laughs> Maybe it does, Manny. Maybe it's the most important thing. Thank you very much. Like, this dude is not... I don't know what this fucking guy is. Because, look, he he's not fucking human. Like, look at his ears. He's not a fucking human. Yeah, he's an elf. He's some ethereal being. <laughs> but he, he claimed he was human. Maybe he was human and the sacred sword alters him because of his fighting the Mononoke. Maybe the limitations on his body are like how human he gets. Maybe it's like a Maiden Abyss thing where the more he uses the sword, the more monstrous he gets. The more something, something. I don't know. <laughs> the more elf looking he looks. I know it's a silly theory. I don't uh, know the I, answers. I'm just pulling all this out of my ass. No. I, I I like shows that make me I like shows that make me go read theories and forums and stuff. Yes, so. and this is one of those shows. This is I those really, shows. this is the best show I've watched in since, a long time since Castlevania. Nice. I'm glad you like it. I'm glad you you enjoyed it. I much. I really enjoyed. This I show. am glad you recommended it. I would not have watched this show if you didn't say that you were watching it, and I'm very glad that I watched it because. 
this is this is the type of media that I enjoy. I don't get this from anime, which is why I don't really watch anime. But this is what I like. This is like a this is like what I watch in movies. Um, yeah, very good. Really liked it. I I I feel like it's hard to rate this show in its entirety because there was I had to like it took me a long time to finish it because there were some bits I did not really like Sea Bishop. I wasn't too crazy about the face mask one. And, um, so I, I confidently can say like, I liked three of them. I liked the abortion one. I liked the goblin cat and I like the Japanese chimera with the black and white thing. That one has some symbolism that I, I didn't even look into. I didn't even try to understand, but like the shit with the dog and like all that stuff. I'm like, what the, what does that mean? Why is there a dog? Like what, what significance does that hold? Um, yeah, I, Man, if we're talking about actually, if we're talking about theories, the first one, like, that's one that I'm really confused about. Like, I don't know if the if I know that the kids were the Mononoke, and the woman was like herself, and she wasn't really like an evil person. But like, I was questioning whether he killed the woman or whether he killed the kids. Or like the evil Mononoke kids, and I think he killed the evil Mononoke kids, and the and the woman just he, go he ahead. He killed the kids. He okay. killed the kids. Yeah. Because because uh, when once she took off the little thing to try and give birth to all of them, yeah, and it, it was making her bleed. The kids, the kids realized the only person trying to do them justice, it was like hurting her. So like, and then that's when the yeah. The dude I love how that was executed you know what this per what's happening is this person is like like having kind of like a forced abortion and you know there are like all these demons that are like trying to come out of her but like the way it is presented through the show manny is like so unique and so like distinct it's not directly showing you any of these things happening it's showing you through the means of editing it's showing you through the means of like cinematography and through um symbolism there's a lot of things that are symbolic where it's like, yeah, this isn't directly what's happening, but like, this is a symbolic way of showing you what's happening. You know, it shows all the kids connected to her kind of with these like pieces of paper, like on an umbilical cord, like attached to her, like a carpet. And then you see them all like disappear in a cut. And like you said, that's them like all saying like, oh, we don't want to get birthed by like the mother because we understand that it's like hurting her or whatever. Like, that's what you said in that sense. And, um, you know, when she gets an abortion, like you can see like one of them like gets cut. So it's like, it's just like really powerful symbolism that I really like. It's made for people with a brain. And I like shows that respect that I'm not a dumbass. And, uh, this is one of those shows. It's very good. I really liked it. And I'm glad you enjoyed it too. It's hard for me to rate it though, because I don't think every episode is as strong as the other. And it's hard for me to rate shows that are like episodic and like not and they're like super separate there's like not even an overarching story really they're all like their own thing so i would rate the first one a nine i'd rate the second one sea bishop i'd rate that a six i'd rate the third one a six i'd rate japanese chimera an eight and i'd rate goblin cat a six and ayakashi i would give a seven the first one, so if I had to rank them from best to worst, pregnant. Think, yeah, go ahead. I think I'm going to give the show like an eight. The, yeah. The whole show. 
The whole show. I think. I think this shit was nasty. I, yeah. I, really like I don't know if it's gonna get in my top fifty. Though. Yeah, I'm glad. I'm glad you like. I don't. I, 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 like I said, I don't even think. I don't think it's Mushishi. Mm-hmm. I think Mushishi tells better stories in a shorter in a shorter time without the Super Saiyan, without the sword. Yeah. That's how good Mushishi is to me. I want to check out Mushishi. I'll give it a try one day. Um, but this show is really good. Yeah. All right. Like, good. It's the best, the best show I've watched since Castlevania. I. Let me see. What what have I watched since Castlevania? Let me see. I got to send you my my anime list. Mm. Hold on. What about ping pong? Oh yeah. Yeah, ping pong is better. Yeah. Yeah. Animation. Okay. Uh, Children of the Sea. I saw that. That movie was awesome. I saw Ping Pong, Beastars, Dragon Maid. Yeah, I would give Mononoke a 7 out of 10. That's my rating for the show in general. But like I said, I think it's kind of difficult to rate the entire thing. So I kind of, I rated each one specifically. Um, yeah. Yeah. All right. I think, I, I hold on. Okay. Let me, let me send you the, uh, my anime list. All right. Yeah. It doesn't it doesn't breach my top fifty. Gotcha. But it still gets an eight. Cool. I got a rate uh made in abyss. Yes you do. Mononoke. I'm gonna remember Mononoke. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna remember this show too. This is gonna stick with me. This art style, gonna... it's hard to forget. I love the soundtrack. I love the opening. Does that get a little? Does that get a little popper? Does that get a popper on your list? Uh, I don't know because the poppers are shits I go back to. Hey, you want to go back to that again? I don't know. Okay. All right, I'm gonna. Send you. 
I sent it through Discord. My my anime list. I also put the manga on there. But you can, if you're ever wondering what I'm watching and like how far I am in each thing or like what I have dropped. So I know it's late, Manny, but we got to talk about Sunny Boy. Did you watch Sunny Boy? I haven't watched, watched oh, it. Oh, fuck. Okay. Okay. Because when I, um, this is what I mean by Funimation is a shitty fucking film. Uh, <laughs> what do you watch set. your, what do you watch anime on? You watch it Crunch on your phone. Yeah, my phone. But, um, oh, yeah. Like, Funimation on the phone is terrible. It's terrible on the phone. So, so when I download it, though. like I told you before, I would download it. And then it, the show would download with no subtitles. So I remember I pulled it up at work, ready to watch. And I'm looking at the bottom of the screen. I'm not seeing shit. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Oh, my God. It's a joke, dude. Bro, uh, I was really excited to talk about Sonny Boy, too. That sucks. I'm sorry. And it's only oh, on know. Funimation. It's not on Crunchyroll. I don't so know, but like, how, how are you feeling about it? it's it's really good it's um it's very creative and in the same in the same way that like uh mononoke is where it's like really uses the medium of film and the medium of the visual animation to kind of express what it's trying to express it uses editing it uses very weird conceptual like visual things that can only be conveyed through the means of like things that you can see with your eyes you know there is only so much that you can do um you know by just making like a bare bones cookie cutter anime and like conveying that through like a manga there's only so much that you can do and this show does things that like i feel like it can only do as like a show there's like some scenes that like i'm like wow like this is really good i just really like the editing i really like the writing i really just like how it's conveyed it has a very distinct style to it and uh it's probably because it's not based off a manga and it's like an original thing that's it's probably the only reason why it's like so unique and that's why i like stuff that's not based off a manga mononoke if that shit was based off a manga it would be ass um yeah so you know it's i'm really liking it so far it's conceptually like really cool it's really really weird um yeah, it's just really conceptually great show. Uh, really nice directing. One of the most unique looking anime I've ever seen in terms of its directing and and, and, and editing. In the same vein as Mononoke, honestly. I don't want to get your hopes up because it's like, I don't know if it's as rewatchable or as like thought provoking, but like just from like a visual like flair, it's the same, you know? I don't think it's going to rack your brain as much as Mononoke will, but it will definitely. Nice. No, I already, I already, see, I already know what it looks like. It, it already does. Yeah. It looks incredible. It looks like it has an, an identity. It doesn't look like everything else, you know? Um, mm -hmm. Yeah. And I, and I like it. And uh, that's, that's all I can really say. Um, there's only three episodes, so there's not much to spoil anyways, but. It's really cool. I like it a lot. Yeah. Um, okay. Uh, I just rated uh, Inuyoshiki. I'm gonna. I'm gonna wait for what you got to say. I'm actually, I'm actually interested in what you got to say. For what? 
in Miyashiki. Oh, you want if me to watch want, it? If you want to, I already. Yeah. So that, you're not miss, you're not really missing anything if you don't watch it. Okay. I um. Well, that's what I think. Though. I I'm know. I'm gonna watch Michiko and Hachin. That's like gonna be, and that's like a big that's a meaty one. So if you watch that, that's what I'm gonna watch. And uh, I don't know if I'm gonna watch anything else. I don't know if. I don't know. There's like. Do you want to watch Odd Taxi? Wait, no, you're watching like you're watching a, you're watching Vivi, so you're watching a bunch of other stuff. So, you can watch Vivi if you want. But I wanted to watch Odd Taxi because that's like the other thing that ended like recently, and that's what I wanted to watch. Um, and I'll wait for you if you want to watch that. But you know, but if you're gonna watch Vivi, then you can watch you can finish that. Yeah, I'm gonna watch Vivi. So I'm already almost done. I'm almost done. I'm How many watch. episodes is is it? 13, 13, 12? Okay. Do you want to put another series on top of that? Or do you want to watch Vivi, Michiko, and Hachin and then just call back when we finish that? I'm going to watch Vivi, Michiko, and Hachin. And after that, I don't know. Okay. I might watch... Um, the me Galaxy. If you watch that, you have to tell me. I want to talk about that with you. Have you seen it? No, I haven't. But I know that one. That's by Masaki Yuasa. That's like I this by the guy who did Devil Man. So I like I need I need to like be able to discuss that one if you watch it. I don't want it, it to be like a one thing where you watch it and I don't. That that one is like yeah. I never heard a single thing bad about that thing. You got good ratings too. Masaki Yuasa is the king. He's my favorite director. He makes godlike shit. Banger, 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 banger. <laughs> Devil Man, Ping Pong, Tatami Galaxy, Night of Short Walk On Girl, Ride Your Wave, Lou Over the Wall. Fucking. Inuo. He's a king. Kaiba. There's so many shows I want to watch, Manny. Oh. All right. That was think, good, bro. I think you should get to the shows you really want to watch before you watch something like um, Inuyashiki. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I want to watch things that you want to watch. You know, and things that I want to watch that, like, I think you might also be interested, I'll recommend to you. And if you're not interested, then, like, maybe I'll watch them by myself and I'll, like, know to just watch them by myself. But, like, I'll recommend them to you first because I enjoy talking to you about it and watching it more than I do just, like, watching it. You know, I would rather watch and talk than just watch. So, like, I have a full fucking list of things that with each, with each, with each, episode i'll hit you up about um but i know you kind of like pick your own shows so i'll i'll let you do that still but i got a bunch in the bank if you want if you want it we should watch the melancholy of harui whatever that's one that you wanted to watch yeah one day one day it's not that long i don't think so it's long it's long to me now 
<laughs> That's fair. But Michiko and Hachin, that the first three episodes I watched really like it really got me going. So right, I feel like I'm gonna, I'm gonna end that one fast. Not too fast though. Okay. No, I'll finish that shit fast. I like to get these shit out of the way. <laughs> I like to bang these out and then and then just wait on you. So I'll probably finish that shit before the weekend ends. Before the weekend? Yeah, I, probably. I'll tell you when I finish it. Yeah, I, I'm checking. I'm working all weekend. Okay. So I, probably, I probably could do it. I mean... The, week, the weekends is when like my job is like really... It's not busy at all. Mm-hmm. Weekends that I, when I work, that's when I get the most anime done. So I'm, I'm probably right, right finish it. I probably finished Vivi and that this weekend. Are you um? There was like anime news that I wanted to show you, but I kind of forget like most of it. Maybe I'll talk about it next time. But uh, did you? I don't know. There's like a bunch of movie trailers that fucking came out. I don't know. I know you're not like super into movies, so. Did no, you I, want you to, I, want, I want you to watch uh, Jobless Reincarnation. Really? Yes. Jobless Reincarnation. Because the new season comes out next season. Next season? I believe so. And that, that show? Fire. Mm-hmm. I love that show. Jobless reincarnate. Oh yeah, this is the one that you recommended. I will watch it just because you recommended it. Um, I'll I'll definitely give it a try. I don't know when, but I will. Uh, but bro, if you watch the Tommy Galaxy, you have to fucking tell me. <laughs> Dude, you better not fucking start that shit without me I know I know Gigguk Gigguk made a video about Jobless Reincarnation yeah here it is he says it's he says Jobless Reincarnation is an isekai masterclass I agree I don't really like isekai though so that doesn't mean I don't I don't either I don't either it's really odd that it's a genre like it's it's one of those things where it's like how does this spawn like a a genre, uh, like a category of anime? You know, like. Yeah. But also, you know, thing the thing is too, like this show, Jobless Reincarnation, was like one of the first ones too. It was one of the first easy guys. It's a it's a really old one. Jobless Reincarnation is old. I yeah. searched it and it like it looked like it just came out. It did. No, it came out. It says this air date Jan- January eleventh. I think the, the the light novel was really old for the manga. Uh, adaptation. Let me check. The light novel was published in two thousand fourteen. Yeah, I might I might got it confused then. There's something else. Hold on. I'm gonna keep looking into this. It says 2014 on all these. Yeah, I probably got confused with something else. Yeah. I really like that show, though. I guess the idea 
behind like genres and stuff is like people like one thing they like one concept and they just want to see that concept done over and over again but like slightly different so it's kind of like they're getting the same thing but it's not the same it's like a little different it's like shonen so i guess i can't criticize it too much it's like mecha anime i like mechs i get it you seen even going I watched the first five episodes. I really liked it, but like it was long and I didn't finish it. Should I watch that? You call yourself an anime fan without watching Evangelion? I know. I know. I'm a bad person. What, I know. What a joke. I know. And I also just like, I'm demotivated because like, I don't know if the Netflix version is like good, but I'm not watching that shit on like Kiss Anime. I'm not watching the actual dub because it's, it's going to take too much work to try and watch it illegally. Um, I'm not doing that. Even though I want to watch that version. So I guess I'm just going to have to put up with the beta bitch Netflix version. I don't know. Or watch it subbed. Which I could do. But I don't know. The dub was good. I don't know. Maybe I should just watch it subbed. Maybe you should just fucking watch the show. <laughs> you can't Maybe. call yourself a you, you You don't know you can't call yourself a fan. There's so many people who love anime that have not seen Evangelion, but I understand what you mean, especially for us and what we're doing. I know. I need to watch Evangelion. There's a lot of famous shit I haven't watched. I haven't watched Evangelion. I haven't watched... Uh... You haven't watched Ronnie Kenshin. Have you? Oh, yeah. Really? In my top 20. It's like... Yeah, but it's 50, It's like 50 episodes. It's more than 50 episodes. <sighs> Bro, that's not very motivating. <laughs> Have you seen I, Yu Yu Hakusho? I watched one episode. I watched the first episode and I was like... <laughs> I think we talked about this last time. I think I told you. I watched the first episode and I was like, damn, that was awesome. I literally watched the first episode and I was like, that was fucking awesome. From one episode. One episode, I'm like, I'm going to like this show if I watch it. Manny. <sighs> Bro, you know... Come on, bro. That's Yusuke. I know. You no, know, Ali. I watched it last year, so I was kind of late, but yeah, I watched it, and it was great. It's in my top twenty. If I am disciplined in the other aspects of my life, to where I can feel as if I can watch, um, to where to to where I can watch like a fifty episode anime without feeling the sense of guilt, it's like wasting my episodes. life. A hundred episode, whatever the fuck, <laughs> watching a hundred episode anime where I don't feel a sense of guilt like washing over me that I'm wasting my time, then I will watch it. Um, it's easier for me to watch twenty four episodes because it's like ah, I'm done. It's it's easier for that. I I'll watch it, Manny. I will. Before I die, before I leave this world, I will watch Yu Yu Hakusho. That is my promise to you. You got to bit. The show is so cool. Do, 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 do. I like... I really like that shit. Um, yeah. I, I, I was so happy when I finished Rolling Kenshin and this show. Because they're like two OG Shonen shows. Yeah. That I haven't watched. It was... I like them both. That's good. That's good. Uh, like, like I told you, I was going to... Literally, like, a couple months ago, I was going to just watch all of Inuyasha 
Like, I was like, I was committed. I'm going to watch 100 plus episodes and just watch all of Inuyasha. But Crunchyroll doesn't have all the episodes. I was like 20 episodes in. I was like, I like this shit. I, I just... I just imagine your face like, all right, I like this shit. Wait, where's the next one? What the fuck? Yeah, no. I was like... <laughs> oh, man, that's so it's funny. Like, it's, and I was like, it's Inuyasha, like... It is a big show. It's a popular show. It's an OG show. Yeah. I'm going to have to watch it one day. So I was convinced. I was committed to watching it then. I don't hear people talking about it. So yeah, I... You definitely would never hear someone talking shit up. You would never hear it brought up, but still. Yeah. It is part of the history. You know, I was watching a list. You know those videos would be like, this was the most popular show at this time. And the actual was running. It was at the top of the list for like... Mm-hmm. Anime or manga? Anime. At one point, it was like, it was the biggest anime for so long. In Japan or in America or worldwide? I think think it was global, I think. Uh, Hold on. Very But Manny, after this next one, after this next episode, Megalobox. Megalobox. Megaloboxing. Yeah, I'm, I'm ready for that one. I'm already five episodes in. That's good. Right when that shit's done, I'm watching that shit. I'm dropping whatever I'm watching and I'm finishing that. <laughs> yeah, I'm really excited to watch Michiko and Hachin again. Um, it's gonna be so fun. Yeah, I'm I'm excited to watch that shit. I'm <sighs> really excited. Those first two episodes were good. Mitch goes so bad. Oh my god. I know. Can't keep that's, take my. But... That's intentional. It's like narratively, part of the. It's like an intentional thing to make her attractive. Any actually got an 8.6 in IMDb. Oh. Kind of crazy. IMDb is also user ratings, so like, you know, it yeah, doesn't mean I think, too much. I didn't expect it to be that. Yeah. A lot of things are high. I'm going to share with you all my notes from like each show that we watched or that I watched that you have already seen. Mm-hmm. When is job reincarnation I'm telling you, bro, I'm hyped for that shit to come back. Jobless reincarnation? Yeah. I'm telling you, bro. I guess I can just show need, you my list. I need a, a, a ReZero season three. Like, that would be the greatest news of all time. I don't know why, but out of any show right now, I just want to watch ReZero. It's consistent. It knows what it is. It won't disappoint. That season two was... Amazing. 
It was so good. <laughs> Manny, there's too much stuff. Oh, you so Manny, I don't have the fucking energy and time to watch all this shit. Have you heard of ghost stories? <laughs> Manny. Uh, I don't have time to watch all these fucking shows. <laughs> Retail season two is what every show should strive to be. Yes. At it's least from better. season one. I feel that way about the first season. I'm like, man, every anime needs to be like this. What the fuck? <laughs> like, you step up your game. Nah, I do know ghost uh, stories. But I'm honestly not interested in watching. Okay. You seen the funny clips of the dub? Yeah. <laughs> I might watch it. it. Looks fucking hilarious. I might watch Odd Taxi. Do you think you're gonna watch Odd Taxi? Probably. Uh, I don't know. Depends on what you say. I'm gonna let you watch it. Oh, okay. Depends on what I say. So you weren't interested in it, like to begin with. This is one that I have to watch. Like, this looks very good to me. I don't know. I, I've seen. Mixed things. I seen, I seen a lot of people saying not mixed things. People saying it was a sleeper. Yeah, so. it looks it looks very unique. I want to watch it. I'm gonna let you, I'm gonna let you handle that one. Bet I handled Doro Hidoro. Um, I'll handle this one. I forgot about that show. All right, so our show will be our unified show will be Odd Taxi. I mean. Mishko and Achen, and then we'll watch maybe one other thing, and then we'll talk. Um. But if you watch fucking Takami Galaxy, I have to fucking watch it. So, you giving me all the power right now? You've always had the power, Manny. <laughs> I, I mean, I don't know. Do you want it? If we take turns, I will recommend... I will. I have many shows that I can recommend. If we were to like actually take turns and like you recommend a show, then I recommend a show. I would, you know, I ha I would have stuff to recommend. But I just, you know, I don't want to. If you want, if you have specific things that you want to get to, then I won't detract from that. I'll let you get to get you. I'll let you get to what you want to get to. Um, yeah, that's what you mean. Most of the stuff that you watch. I'll want to watch anyways. I feel like if anime was less of a commitment, then it would be easier for us to do this turn thing that I wanted to do. But like, it's too hard because, um, I don't know. Like what if there's a show that one person doesn't want to watch and it's like, Oh, I have to finish this show or I have to like at least get somewhat like enough. I don't know. It just feels like, feels like, I don't know. Like I would recommend fucking ghost stories, but you, you wouldn't want to watch ghost stories, you know? Mm. So, Yeah. Have you heard of Remake of Our Lives? No. It's coming out. Uh, it's a weekly oh. show. Pretty much. It's what I've been dreaming of for the last fucking. How many years? This, this nigga, 28 year old, goes back in time when he was in college. Oh, this is an anime. Yeah. 
Goes back in time when he was in college. Oh, I've seen this poster everywhere. This looks generic as fuck. <laughs> the art style is just like very I mean, like I, mean, I would never I mean, click on I mean, this show. Let's be honest. What slice of life show doesn't look generic? Manny, you asked that question and I know I can think of one. Just give me a second. Slice of life. I mean, I'm going to name one and you're going to be like, that doesn't count. Like, I know if, if I name one, you'll say that. Go ahead. Nichijou. Nichijou. Huh? Nichijou. The one with the girls and they like fuck around. Um, N-I-C-H-I-J-O-U. Nichijou. Uh, I... It looks fucking they have a they have a distinct art style compared to like these guys. I look at this like, and I'm like, I wouldn't click on this. I look at that and I'm like, hmm. Like I go, hmm. Like what's going on? I understand that they like do fit within like these I don't know, character design tropes, but they don't look boring compared to these guys. This is like this is like nothing. Nietzsche Joe is something. They look they look basic, but it's different. And it is unique. You can't say like things look like Nichijou. Nichijou looks like Nichijou. It's got like very specific angular character designs. These guys got like fucking basic ass anime colored hair and big tatties. Listen, bro. Not every show can be fucking Mononoke. Right? <laughs> but if you want to grab my attention, then you better try. Ali, you know what? <laughs> Fuck your attention. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Jobless reincarnation does come out next season. Manny, if you recommend something, I will give it a chance. Regardless. <laughs> Maybe I should watch that. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> Bro, Maybe I'll I watch went into that. that show thinking, ah, I'm gonna watch the shit easy guy. And I was like, whoa, this show's good. All but, right. I mean, there's probably there's probably a lot of YouTubers that say good things about it. I'll watch Jobless Reincarnation. Actually, no. I don't want to watch that right now. I'll watch... <laughs> <laughs> I'll watch Odd Taxi and um, Michiko and Acha. Do you want me to watch Jobless Reincarnation, Manny? I want you to watch a lot of things. But, you know what? I want you... To watch Evangelion, right? Not because of Evangelion. I want you to watch the movie, which is. But I have to watch the show first. I know, I know. That's what I said. I want you to watch the show, but not for the show, because I want you to watch the movie. I know. JoJo, Jujutsu Kaisen, fucking. Yeah, it's really bad that I haven't seen that. Um. There's another big one that you didn't watch. What other big one didn't I watch? Yeah, I'm not watching To Your Eternity. Megalobox. I'm, I'm, I'm probably going to watch that when it's done. Yeah. What happened to Tokyo Revengers? I'm still watching it. Okay. What's I'm going on with my it's hero? Like the, it's the best thing coming out this week. I read, it is the best thing coming out this season by far. It's way better than my hero, if you ask me. Okay. My hero is definitely on up, though. 
Interesting. It's been on down for like three years, so. <laughs> <laughs> Do you disagree? I don't. Yeah. I don't I don't. I just watch that show. I I, literally, I turn on my hero and I just turn off my brain too. I'm like, there's nothing really that there's nothing that's gonna happen that's gonna like really stimulate. Change yeah, change or the like, status quo or you know. I really keep this face on watching the show like. <laughs> and I still tune in every weekend, so so they got me. <laughs> Uh, oh man oh that's a oh, meme that's and a meme. um ReZero yeah. ReZero it is the, that is the best dialogue in any show I've watched like best the dialogue these, say, these the, like the conversations in that show are just above rich almost, almost every show it's like crazy densely packed literally I had I had to you saw the first season, right? Yes. Uh, so you remember the Roswell? Remind me. <laughs> this fucking guy. No, I don't remember that nigga. At you all. don't remember this fucking guy. <laughs> Who the fuck is that? <laughs> he must have not been important. <laughs> I'm sorry, I don't remember him at all. No, nah, he, he he wasn't in season one, but he owns the house that they live in in season one. Yeah, oh, okay. He, like he was barely there though. Well, yeah, he he wasn't, but dude, this dude's role in season two is okay. If I watch ReZero, I'm excited to give the director's cut a chance. Like. You never hear about an anime with a director's cut. So that, like, makes me very... That gives me a reason to rewatch season one. So I might give it another chance. Let's see if I can find a method for how we can do these more. Like, like I don't know. Like, should I watch, like, one show to catch up, catch up on that you've already seen so that I can tell you about a show that I've already seen? Hmm. I think you just do whatever you want. Yeah, I think that is what we're gonna watch. Gonna watch our taxi and watch our taxi. Yeah, I th I think I think I'll just follow the rule of like I'll try to make it so that we watch at least one show together, and we have that. Mm -hmm. And today we went fucking hard, three fucking shows. Like, holy shit, we've been here for what? <laughs> four four and a half hours, I think. Fuck. Man, <laughs> that was crazy. I watched Doro Hidoro. Didn't even get to talk about it. Fuck. I keep forgetting about that show. It is a forgettable show. I guess. <laughs> that's, that's, that's not what I want to hear. <laughs> it's a 5 out of 10. It's not the worst thing ever. It's got a well, very distinct art style. I'm gonna have to put that in the back burner. The backlog. <laughs> yeah, but if I you need... go ahead. I need to read zero, man. Manny. Holly, man. Manny. I wish. I wish. 
I really mm-hmm. wish you watched. Like, this is, like, this show is the shit. I would talk about the show like I talk about part four of JoJo. That's much I You know, I, Lewis, I remember I told Lewis to watch it. Lewis liked season one, but he wasn't liking season two. I was trying to tell him, like, Lewis, you know Rizal is slow. You know it takes his time with things. Oh, bro, keep- I could not watch it weekly, bro. I immediately realized, like, after the first episode, I was like, man, this is slow. I don't remember anything from season one. So I just, like, gave up when it was coming out weekly. All right. Give me the three. Yeah. Give me the top three shows that you want me to watch: Evangelion, ReZero, and JoJo. It doesn't have to be. Three. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll, it, no, I would like you to watch those shows, but at the same time, like, I will watch no whatever way. I want, but I will take into yeah. account like whatever you want me to watch a lot. So uh, tell yeah, me. First, I I'll say watch JoJo. Okay. So just so you can get, you can just watch those two before. Before part six starts airing, if you want to watch that weekly, mm-hmm. yeah. I like I like JoJo Weekly. Yeah, I love JoJo Weekly. I I agree. JoJo Weekly is the only reason why I love JoJo. So yeah, do those, watch those. Right. Dude, that's that that me just telling you that because it, it is a lot of episodes. So yeah. If right. you want to watch something tomorrow. Try uh, test out Jobless Reincarnation. Okay. Twelve episodes next season. It's airing again. All right. I will guarantee that I will watch Michiko and Hachin. And if you want to see what else I'm watching, just check out my anime list, and you'll see. And it'll show you like these are the shows that Ali's watching, and these are the, how this is how far he's gotten in like each of these shows. And if you go to my completed list and you go to last updated, it'll show you like um. The last updated shows that I watched. Alright, cool, cool, cool. Yeah. Alright. Meet you. This was I fucking good. Bedtime now. It's not for me. For you. For me. <laughs> this is the latest I stayed up in a while. Oh, this is this is when I usually am awake. This is gonna obliterate my sleep schedule. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> uh, I call. I called you. I knew what I was gonna answer. Yeah, I had seven things to talk about. <laughs> Literally. Uh, but you know, I fucking. I fucking love I this love, though. I love this shit right here. Yeah. What episode is doing, this? We should have been doing this fucking early. We should have been doing this what? Earlier. But you wasn't. You wasn't watching anime at that time, so. Yeah. Yeah, I gave up on anime. I took an arrow to the fucking knee. What, um... And then I look at you. <laughs> watching Doro Hodoro and shit. Yeah. <laughs> watching... What about Dororo? You had Dororo? What the fuck's that called? The one with the kid? You had that Dororo. really hot... You had that, you had that in your top 50. Is that good? Mm-hmm. Okay. I think so. How many episodes is that? It's a long. 24. Yeah, that's a long one. Yeah. But, um, you know what's cool about that show? Like, since it was made by the same guy who made Astro Boy, 
So huh? has the real- Osamu Tezuka? Yeah. I think I said this last time too. Oh yeah, it was. That's really interesting. Tezuka's cool. Whenever I, cause he, you know, he kind of, I don't want to, I don't want to like talk out my ass, but he like kind of made anime what it is today, kind of. Yeah, for sure. Cause he does, um, I know Astro Boy is really old, but Doro has a, a version like a really old version. Yeah, and it looks like I I know what you're talking about, and it looks like Astro Blade has like the same art style and stuff. Yeah, so I remember watching when Dodo was airing because I watched it weekly. When it was airing, I would go, I would watch an episode and go back to the old version and see how like it would play out. Yeah, and it, was, it was it was cool to see. Um, That's crazy. And they both they both have different endings, but I like the new one better. That's really cool. Yeah. It's cool. it. it it, it funny how like the old one it was like the main character, and then mm-hmm. Takimaru. He was like he looked like a, a like more of a badass. And yeah. in this one he looks like a, a a Japanese boy that American girls would like. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Interesting. Like he looks, he's he looks cute in this new one. Yeah. Well, an old one. He looks like a grown ass man. The Blu-ray came out recently, right? And I was like, huh, maybe I should watch it. Yeah. Um. One of the dudes I work security with here. Mm-hmm. He watched. He told, he told me that he was watching it and he enjoyed it too. Bet. It's cool. It's different. It is. It doesn't look very different. So it's enticing that you say that, because I I look at it and I'm like, this looks basic, but you you're telling me it's different, so I'll give it a try. Yeah, it's a little different. Yeah, Michiko and Hachin, watching that next. And Vivi. And Vivi. That's that's just for me. That's just for you. I don't know what the next thing I'm gonna watch is. Whatever it is, I'll tell you. If I know you're not going to watch it, I won't tell you. But if it's something that, like, you know, if I watch Tatami, which I'm not going to do, or something like it, I'll tell you. Where it's like, many might want to watch this with me. But Let me see. Is, is, that, is that me in fucking Crunchyroll? It's on Funimation. It's not on Crunchyroll. Actually, it might be. Check. Taboo Tattoo. That show is fucking dog shit. Oh my god. Bro, I was watching that shit weekly. I was like, I was like, what am I doing with my life? <laughs> dude, I, dude, that shit was coming out when I was getting into anime. It was. Dude, even back, It was the first show back, that I had to tell myself, like, yo, this is ass. Dude, it was the first like, show I really said, like, yo, that's ass. It's funny because, like, especially at that time when I was willingly to watch garbage and finishing garbage. I was watching that show. I was like, "Yo, this this right here is too much for me." <laughs> Bro, it's it's weird because like it had really good fights, so it was hard to like. It's hard for me to sit there and be like, "This is ass," because like at the time I didn't really understand what I valued in anime. Uh-huh. And I was like, "I don't know." Like I oh, thought I only oh, valued shit. fights. 
you know and i was like what's missing and then i realized kind of what was missing i was like oh literally everything <laughs> it's actually got she has like this cover art is fucking nice oh, yeah God. you should watch the Maddie short walk on girl it has the same art style you should watch Jujutsu Kaisen. <laughs> speed Racer? What <laughs> You should watch the Speed yeah. Racer live action. That's what you should do. No, I think I'm going to watch the 1967 version. <laughs> Manny. I think I watched the live action one. Isn't, it, isn't it kind of old? The live action one? Live action yeah. one's like... um, It's got like visual effects in it and stuff. It's not like old. Is it like... It's not like an old. Uh, what what do you mean by old? Define old. It was like a decade ago. Yes. It was like two thousand eight, two thousand eight. Yeah, didn't he like die? At the end? <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. I've never <laughs> seen it myself. Then why tell me to watch? Because <laughs> I don't know. It looks cool. People say it's good. I want to watch it. Something though. happens at the end, dude. Now I want to watch like, it. If he dies at the end, I'll watch no, it. No, I think it's revealed that his brother died or is alive. Yeah. Something. And it's accurate to the manga. <laughs> Some anime ending shit. Is that, is that what that, that happens? I don't. I know that this, the movie is like accurate somewhat to like how the manga is. Like it's not like super unfaithful, you know? So, like, I wouldn't be surprised if some goofy-ass shit happened. If that you... happens, that's kind of... That's what I remember. That's kind of cool if it happens like that. Yeah, in a movie? In an in a American film? It's awesome. Fuck Did you finish Black Clover? Yeah. That's crazy. <laughs> um, I dropped it at episode twenty. Then I was like, oh, "Fucking!" I also, dro- I also dropped it at episode twenty. We're we're the same. And then, like, I was like, "Fuck it, I'm gonna watch all of this shit." Then I, I think I watched all the way up until like the last season. Then, like, it was coming out weekly. Did you watch Food Wars? All the Food Wars? Only the first season. I watched. The second, the first and second, and then, but the third, I'm like, I can't do this anymore. <laughs> That's when I really was hey, like, I, think, uh, I, I did, I, I watched the first and second. The and I was one, so I was... fucking mad, bro. Season one is amazing. It's like, the, it's... The, bro, the opening is too, bro. All the open, I think every Food Wars opening is godlike. That show does not deserve its openings. The dog shit show is a, with amazing openings. Every opening is is amazing. Have you heard of Kaiba? That the the poker one or the gambling one? What? <laughs> no, I'm thinking that's Kaiji Ultimate Warrior. Kaiba. 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 Kaiba from, from Yu-Gi-Oh! It's spelled the same as his name, but not him. 
Hold on, let me just watch this speed racer thing for <laughs> This movie looks fucking ridiculous. That's why you need to watch it. Uh, I can right when I watch this one, I can watch Red Line. Because it's different. It's not the same. Red Line is because Red Line is superior. It's going for it's going for goofs. Red Line's supposed to be cool. Speed Race supposed to be goof. No, in two thousand eight, this was cool. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Red Line in any decade year is gonna be cool. That's true. I was thinking about it, and like Red Line is like a homage to like '90s, um, like animation, like kind of like the Ninja Scroll, Wicked City kind of stuff. Like I, it feel like when you watch Red Line, you look at it and you're like, this kind of looks like that, like Neo uh -huh. Tokyo, Akira. And it was kind of supposed to come out around that time, but it took 10 fucking years. Ah, uh, Red Lion was so good. <laughs> Madhouse. It was made by Madhouse, right? Yes. Madhouse was he almost, he almost destroyed the studio. They fired him immediately when the movie came out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> They said, nigga, leave. But it was godlike. I don't care how godlike it was. It took you 10 years. Get out. <laughs> what? What's the last show that Madhouse made? Um, Something very recently. Uh, Give me a second. Last show that Madhouse made. Madhouse used to like run the game. Now it's Mappa. What's going on? Mappa just says yes to everything. Mappa sucks. Mappa did Doro Hidoro and it looks like shit. Mappa did Yasuke and it looks like shit. Well, Mappa did Attack on Titan and made money. Mappa did Jujutsu Kaisen and now they're making real money. Anybody make a movie. So I'm sure. But I guess they're, they are running shit though. I'm not going to lie. It used to be Madhouse. Like Madhouse like, had Death Note and Black Lagoon. What the fuck is going on with them now? I'm Dad, trying, to see, next, huh? trying to see what did Mad Madhouse? How do you order? Um, fuck your they're Godfather. Working, they're working. Oh, they're doing Sunny Boy. They're doing Sunny Boy, Manny. Oh. <laughs> oh. It is crazy. They're doing Sunny Boy. They did No Guns, No Life. That one was no. pretty well anime. You don't that know was that? Well? No, I, know, nope. I know what it is. But... Okay. But what'd you say about it? That was pretty popular and like well animated. That's like a recent thing they did. Uh yeah. Those were the if if we're talking about notable things like that are worthy of mention, Sunny Boy and No Guns No Life. And they're working on like a bunch of other stuff. Best. But you got to understand, a studio doesn't mean... The name of a studio does not hold as much weight as it did back in the day. There's a lot... It really, it really doesn't. Yeah. It really doesn't. Like, when you tell me that MAPPA made something, I'm going to ask who's working on it. I'm not going to ask what the studio is. Is it the nigga that made Kaizen? Is it the niggas that worked on, you know, 
Because when you say it's Studio Mappa, it could go either way. It could it could be could be complete ass water, or it could be fucking ass fire. You never know, Manny. Could could look like Kaizen. Could look like Doro Hidoro. Could look like Yasuke. Yasuke. Why does all Netflix anime look like that, though? There has to be one Netflix anime. Godzilla Singular Point is good. It doesn't look like that. What yeah, do you mean? Not- that, that, what do you- Kengi Nashura, Baki, Dorhedoro. What do you mean look like? What is... Uh- like CGI, like, looks like, you know. Mm, interesting. Um, I don't, Maybe there's a reason for that. I don't know. Maybe Netflix, like, maybe like Netflix has shit. a strict deadline, you know? Maybe, they, maybe they're a little bit more strict on, like, how long you need to take to do it. So they're like, huh, bust out the 3D models, boys. We're running out of time. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you like that one. Studio Bones, what is Bones doing now? JC Staff didn't JC Staff do Jojo? One Punch Man season two, haha! <laughs> Piece of shit, fucking. Uh, Who did that? JC Staff. <laughs> yeah, fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> fuck those guys. Uh, I don't want to be mean to animators. They work really hard, and it's not their fault. But you know, That's, One Punch Man season two was a disgrace. It's a, such a popular show, like. Oh my god, that was disgraceful. Uh, UFO table. I don't think One Punch Man would have been as popular. I think One Punch Man is a case where like the first season is great, and like even if it was well animated, the other seasons would not live up to, because narratively like it doesn't go anywhere. It doesn't, but the the dude Caro uh, with the white hair he turns into orange hair. He has crazy potential to carry that show. Hold on. Caro, One Punch Man? Really? Mm-hmm. Did you watch season two? Mm-hmm. Is he that good? He's, he's the only reason to watch the show. I don't know anything about One Punch Man season two, and I don't want to watch the anime, so I don't know. Maybe I'll read the manga. Wait, but like... Garo, that's his name. Yeah, Garo. I'm feeling like a fucking idiot. I typed in K A R O and nothing popped up, and I was like, "Uh." <laughs> yeah, but he carried the entire season. Literally, like One Punch Man. First of all, One Punch Man. It got a lot of clout of him fighting Goku. You know what I mean? Like niggas know this show because niggas were like, "Oh, One Punch Man will beat Goku," and then. Yeah. That whole thing started for years. And it's mm-hmm. still fucking going. Yeah. Have you seen Eureka 7? No. I know that's a OG one though. OG Mecha. You want to know what Studio Bones is working on? Fucking My Hero. That's all they do. Oh, they did Josie the Tiger and the Fish. That piece of shit movie. 
<laughs> Crazy. They did Mob Psycho. They did Godzilla Singular Point. That's what they just did, like, recently. <laughs> Is that a laugh? <laughs> yeah. I don't really... That's not a bad thing. Like, the one good thing about that show was the animation, so I don't really Dude, dog them for that. When you just bring up that show, I just think it's so funny. It's a bad show. Bro, I wish you watched it, man. What the fuck are you playing? Fucking UFC. <laughs> I was not expecting to see that. Did you hear they're doing a Ghost of Tsushima director's cut? I did not hear that. Did you, did you play that game? No, but I have more of a reason to play the game now because of the director's cut. It's like a P it's like a PS5 enhancement, but they're also adding like a new DLC like mission thing, whatever. Yeah, they're adding a new island, I think. They're adding a new island and there's Japanese lip sync. There's Japanese like a there's like a Japanese dub, but it didn't have like Japanese lip sync. So it has Japanese fucking lip sync, Manny. And I can play the game in Japanese. And it won't feel <laughs> weird. And I'm like, yo. I want the game now. Like I want. That's like on if I get when I get a PS5. That's like the first game I'm gonna play. I'm so fucking excited to play that. Um, that game was fun. That game yeah. was cool. And I can play it in Akira Kurosawa mode. I can play it in black and white. Oh, it's gonna be so cool. So, we got to watch Star Wars Visions after. So, Michiko and Hachin, this is this is for the next episode. Track our episodes, Manny. What was the first thing we watched again? Huh? What was the first thing we watched? Castlevania? Castlevania was episode one. Yeah. Second, second episode. Finland Saga? Finland Saga, Banana Fish. Mm-hmm. Baki. Oh, um, record rock. <laughs> nah, I, nah. Those all four of those weren't in the same one. Um, fuck. We did Vinland Saga. You taught. You called me. You said you watched JoJo and Vinland Saga, and then I called you back, and then we talked about Vinland Saga. I guess maybe by itself, and then you watched Baki, Banana Fish, Record of Ragnarok, and something else. In your shaky. Inuyashiki. Inuyashiki and Ragnarok, that, that, was, that was episode three. That was not episode two. Okay. What was episode two? I think that was Vinland Saga and some other show, but it definitely wasn't Inuyashiki and Wreck-It Ragnarok. Um, what episode is this? Is this five? I th okay. Wait. Two? I know, because three, we we talked about ping pong. That was the third one? Yeah. Really? Okay. That was our latest one, because I just, we just watched that. And this is four. So this is four. Ping pong was three. Vinland Saga had to be in the Baki one, then. Yeah, I think Vinland and Baki were the same one. And then... But, and, and Banana Fish. Yeah, and bro. After that, Vinland was after in the Baki that. one because we referenced in ping pong like he speaks Chinese, and that was after Vinland Saga. 
So I think I think Finland Saga was right before Ping Pong. Yeah. So ping, yeah, like I said, uh, Ping Pong's three, Venice two, um, four. What was four again? This one. This uh, is four. Yeah, I know. Made in Abyss. Made in Abyss, B Stars, Mononoke. Those were like the big three that we talked about. And then I watched a bunch of other shit. One was just Castlevania, right? Yeah. We started talking about Castlevania. That was the first one. God damn, I love Castlevania. Two. Trevor is a stupid name. <laughs> Two was Vinland Zaga. Um, what else? Baki. Baki, Record of Ragnarok, and Ace no, 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 Shiki. no, no, no. Re- nah, Ragnarok was nine, two, isn't three? You talking about Record of Ragnarok with Ping Pong? Yeah. Did you? I remember. Cause I talk like I remember that because I remember when we we was talking about that day. Mm-hmm. I remember I was talking about Record of Ragnarok first, and I was like, then at the end we started talking about Ping Pong. No, I remember you talked about Inuyashiki first and i talked about godzilla i remember that i remember i was like talk about i have i I recorded it so i can actually check let me check right now Mm. ping pong and we talk about godzilla because i watched two shows i watched ping pong and godzilla you watch any yoshiki and ping pong you watched ragnarok after this in episode two, you told me yeah, yeah, told that you. was the last thing you watched in episode two, mm-hmm. and I remember that. Whatever it was, it was after Banana Fish, because you watched Banana Fish and you watched Baki, and you're like, I got more. But then you saw Record of Ragnarok, and you're like, That's short. Let me just watch this before I hit up Ali. And I'm like, <laughs> All right. That's that's exactly what it is. Yeah. crazy watch a lot of shows man season two i mean episode two was fucking ass <laughs> for you <laughs> it was fun as hell for me i got to talk about vinland saga i got to hear you make jokes about baki's mantis crane stance <laughs> baki oh. is hilarious that called <laughs> see, that was, Vinland Saga was cool but everything else was kind of what the fuck i like uh, when you talk about bad things I like episode one. Of Stray what? Cat's opinion. <laughs> yeah, episode one was fun. Because we were having fun. And we were like calling each other immediately after we did it. Episode one was great. I like to watch bad things because, um, I don't know. It oh, forces like me to, to have a discussion. Well, take a take a look at my list if you want to see some bad things. No, Manny, I like to watch yes. things that have I like stuff like Vinland Saga and Beastars, where other people think it's good, but it's really bad, and I like to describe why it's bad. No, look, watch the bottom show. On my Manny, list. I will never fucking do that. I would, I would actually pay you to watch that <laughs> shit. It's write me a fucking essay at the end. 
Manny, don't do that. <laughs> Bro, I'm going to do it just as a joke now. And now I'm like, ah, uh, now I'm going to want to do it. <laughs> Dude, Musaigen, no Phantom World. Watch it. And tell me what you thought. <laughs> oh my god, dude. Dude, this is. I can't believe I watch shit like this. Ali, you have to watch it, bro. Shit like what? You have to watch the bottom show on my list. <laughs> Mui. <laughs> <laughs> Muik Nissen No Phantom <laughs> Yes, yes uh, Yeah Honestly yeah Yeah <laughs> This one With these dog shits I was down here Is oh this K God. Return of Kings Where did you see that I typed in Muik and, and that's what popped up it's definitely not K. I think it's Musa. It's it's Musa. Musaigen. Musaigen. Yeah. Oh no, Manny! This basic ass character design is already turning me off. What you mean, bro? <laughs> Big city anime girl with highlights in her hair. It's fucking nightmare. <laughs> There's a sequel. Ah. <laughs> what the fuck? Oh, there's a beach episode. Maybe I'll watch that. Get a nut off. Wow. <laughs> what is this series about? 13 episodes. Oh my god. Oh, I can Oh, it says 2016. Ew. <laughs> That's uh, why. That's why. January seventh to March thirty first. That's why you watched it. Ew. That's prime years, man. Man. It doesn't get better of, than those fucking years. Have you? You're not gonna watch this because it's not on Crunchyroll, and I can't. So, like, I don't expect you to watch it. But have you heard of uh, Shiro Bako? Yeah. Have you ever? You've heard of it, so you know what it is. Mm-hmm. Tell me what it is. I heard it. I don't know exactly what it oh, is. Oh, okay. It's an anime about like people in the anime industry like making an anime. And it's really like realistic and like it feels like very real. I watched the first two episodes. It was very good. It's 24 episodes, so I, I don't think I'm going to finish it. But like, you know, I am. I liked the first two episodes enough to where I'm like, you know, this show is probably really good. Like, I want to check this out. Um, and it just, like, the first, it, it feels real. Like, it doesn't, it doesn't, it sounds boring, but, like, it has a premise that gives off the impression that, like, it's not going to sugarcoat things. Um, it, like, you know, in, like, the first, like, episode, like, someone, like, overworks themselves and, like, faints. And, like, the director changes his mind about an episode, like, in the middle of production. And they're already behind schedule. And the director is, like, this fat fuck that, like, is, like, my vision needs to be exacted Kimiko wouldn't do that <laughs> and it's just like it's really funny and like all the animators get like stressed out because they're like what the fuck bro you can't change this last minute it's it's like a really I don't know it's creative it's like 
it's a show I've never really seen before. Um, and I guess if I had to compare it to anything, it would be like Keep Your Hands Off Isoken. But Keep Your Hands Off Isoken is much more um, happy. It's a much more happy show. It's not as pessimistic. But this one's like kind of like, man, making anime is tough. It's tough in these streets. Yeah. When, and that's the real life. That's like the real story. So I'll, I don't think I'm going to finish it like now. But I just wanted to get a taste of it to see if it was even worth my time. And it is. I'm going to give it a try. Damn, Boruto has a 5.84 on my anime list holy shit <laughs> so oh, oh my god one thing i don't like about my anime list is some shows like i, I hate how shows get rated before it's done you shouldn't be allowed to do that you shouldn't you said you should not you should not yeah i agree like they, they'll be like ant like seasonal shows coming out like two episodes out and it'll be like uh 6.3 like bro Oh, well, I mean, if, if, I mean, I don't know if it's a, if, if there are only two episodes out and people's rating is gauged by the first two episodes, I don't know if they watch the whole thing and they change their minds, then like, you know, they'll change it. But that's just because of the first two episodes, you know, that rating reflects the first two. Oh yeah. You can, you can change your rating whenever you want. It's not set in stone. Yeah, see, I don't, I don't use, I don't use the app. So I yeah, know. yeah, yeah. You can change your rating whenever you want. So like, yeah, I, I don't mind that. I'm, I mean, I guess in the sense I was thinking more of like movies or like Netflix things. Well, I mean, oh. it's anime, so I guess like even if it doesn't come out on Netflix, it came out and like you can watch it illegally. But I don't know. In the set, like on IMDb, sometimes people will rate a movie before it comes out, and it's like you can't do that. Like <laughs> DC fans would rate like Batman v Superman 10 out of 10 before it dropped and then it came out and normal people saw it and they were like what the fuck is wrong with you this shit's ass and it like went down do you know of the world ends with you did you see that anime like do you know what I'm talking about uh, I'd have to see it okay it's based off a video game and the video game is really good Vivi, Vivi, like do you want to sing? Hmm. I like the Vivi opening. Does it have an opening? I don't even know if I saw it. It pulled up in like episode three. Jesus Christ! <laughs> I have Fucking to save a girl. Zero season two, like part two, like the 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 whole season. The opening only showed up one time. Really? The episode starts and it gets straight into the fucking... That's, that's OD. That's gangster. That's some gangster yeah. shit. I like anime that do stuff like that. Yeah. I'm very happy we talked about all these shows. This was very... This was a good one. Good episode. Yeah, it was a good episode. It doesn't matter whether we watch good or bad things. It depends on the conversations. That it, do. it does matter. Not to me. Each episode does one good thing. There's what, like one good show? Yeah. I just want a show to spark conversation. Even if it's dog shit, I want to be able to talk about it and like 
say stuff about it. I mean, if I if I go watch three shows similar to Record of Ragnarok, we're fucked. <laughs> or I'm fucked. Why? <laughs> Why? Why are you fucked? Because it's just a mid-show. Yeah. I think I have a pretty good read. I can, I don't know, I can read the room. I can tell what's mid and what's not. I can tell if something's going to be ass by like the first two or three episodes. I don't really need like, it doesn't take too long for me to like figure out like what a show is going for, you know? I feel you, but I like That's why I finished Doro Hidoro. Like I gave it a five, but like it was, it was fun. Like it was a fun ass show. I don't regret finishing that. I, I stopped Vivi because I'm like, I'm not gonna like this. I'm not even gonna, I'm not even gonna continue. I gotta finish Vivi. Yeah, I'm interested to hear your full like opinion on it and like the whole thing. Oh, watch Sunny Boy, Manny. You gotta watch. Well, mm, I get, I I understand you can't do it because of animation, but just watch it at home. Like watch it like. You know, when you get home. I don't have time. It's only three episodes. Ali, when I... When you work 14 hours and you come home, I just can't <laughs> watch it. Okay. I literally have sense. to take a shower, eat, and then I have one hour to do whatever I want. That's gay. It is gay. <laughs> but, like, I only really watch anime at work. That sucks. I'm sorry. Sorry that you go through that. <sighs> Bye, I'm clocking out. Alright. Well, episode 4, the conclusion. Yes, episode 4, the conclusion. The greatest show we've watched in our lives. Hmm? What'd you say? I said, Mononoke is the greatest show we've watched in our lives. Yo, I'm sleep deprived, so I'm gonna let you get away with that statement. Um, all right. Um, record Ragnarok is a ten out of ten. Manny, you're killing me. Well, <laughs> I'm melting. I'm going. Mm. I feel like next episode is gonna be a good one. Oh yeah, bro! I love Michiko and Hachin. Like, I'm very excited to talk about that. It's gonna be good. And the other shows, if we watch other shows, they will be good shows. We won't watch dog shit. So. We, we, no, you have to watch the bottom show. That's it. <laughs> Manny, I'm not watching 13 episodes of that dog shit. Maybe I'll watch one or two. How do you know it's dog shit? All right, Manny. I'll fucking give it a try. Okay? I'll give it an honest, genuine try. No, no unbiased. Don't waste your time. <laughs> Please don't waste your time. I would, I would never do something like that, so I don't want you to <laughs> Generally, like, not even as a joke, I don't want you to watch the show. Uh, uh, I would have to get paid to watch some shit like that. I'm no joke. Fuck, man. Yeah, That's, I can't stand that. I feel like 2016 has so many shit shows, it's like, it has to be a real record or something. Bro, there's a lot of shit shows from all from all over it's not even just a specific year 2016 was like that was when isekai was really like on the on the roll 
Damn, you love Isekai. I do not love Isekai. <laughs> I like Reincarnation. Um, Jobless Reincarnation, I like ReZero. Hmm. That's it. Well, Ali, I'm going to go to bed. All right, we got to go. Good talking to you, bro. All right, I'll see you later, buddy. Until next yeah, time. See 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 Until next time. Yeah, Until next time. Until next time. Yeah, 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 Until next